to the Arcade Hangout. Uh, we're a group of uh, arcade collectors who like to join together once a week, chat about arcade games, arcade collecting, repairing, restoring, um, gameplay tips, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I am Orange Whip, and I'll be kind of your guide for the beginning of the show here tonight. Um, so we're going to go around the room and get everybody to introduce themselves. And we do have uh, a question that we're going to ask each of these guys. Uh, and we like them to answer it while they're giving their little introductions and their plugs. Uh, so tonight's question is, is there a game you regret not picking up when you had the chance? So maybe it was a private sale, uh, you went and looked at something and you did not grab it, or you're at an auction maybe and you decided not to bid further, uh, something like that. So again, let's go along this, my screen at the bottom here so we can get everybody in here. So let's start again with Mr. Crafty Mech. Crafty. Yep, sorry I was muted. Um, yeah, that would uh, that would probably be uh, a Joust cab that I saw today. <laughs> but uh, there was a little bit of a space logistics issue. Um, so I would have probably had to come back and get it. And uh, so I found some other stuff, not cabinet-wise. But, but yeah, otherwise, um, you know, I haven't had... Uh, you know, I've just kind of gotten started in the last year actually collecting cabs. So, um, you know, I've been collecting boards and, and parts and stuff for a couple of years. But um, so I haven't, I guess fortunately, I haven't had that uh, that regret. I haven't had too many opportunities for regret yet. Um, so that would be mine was just today. <laughs> and how, how, did you, how did you miss that? What's that? How is it that you, that you didn't get it? He didn't. He didn't want to strap to the uh, hood of his Audi. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you just didn't have the room. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just there kind of wasn't the room uh, that day, and, and you know it was kind of uncertain if anything would be around uh, the next day or later this week. So, you yeah, know, I just kind of moved on. But uh, I should have, you know, you know, always hindsight twenty twenty, looking back, I'm, I should have figured out a way to do that, and maybe just come back and grab it. But you know, it was it was a uh, empty. It's completely empty, no monitor, but the cabinet um, actually itself actually looked pretty good. Side art looked pretty good, and uh, the corners looked pretty good. So, um, you know, for a hundred bucks, that would have been bad. So, is this something you're? Uh, I take it you're gonna be foreshadowing a little bit here for your little bit later today, tonight's Yeah, chat? We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more about it between okay. me and Andrew. I uh, want to plug your stuff there. Uh, craftymech.com, although my website, I had to update my WordPress install and it killed some of my custom code, so right now you just get a header and a footer, which is awesome, but um, there's magic content that will appear in the next couple of days when I fix it, but all about my test pattern generator, but uh, craftymech.com, that's it for me. Sounds good. All right, we're moving on to uh, 34K. Yeah, so uh, 34K, I am the sole proprietor of the BitBar YouTube channel, so that's youtube.com slash thebitbar. Um, games I regret. You know, actually, I don't... Nothing really stands out. There's been... Uh, I've been really selective about the games that I've picked up for the most for the most part. Um, perhaps today, notwithstanding, to tail in off of a crafty's conversation there, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, you know... Uh, Space-wise, I've always been tight on space. I've, I've pushed myself and pushed myself as far as like what I have room for in the garage. 
And it, it started off as being something that was just supposed to be the corner. And now it's pushed out into the corner. Now it's two walls. And if I ever decide not to just leave my van outside, which I hate, but if I decide to do that, then or sell the car behind me, uh, you know, maybe there's games there. But yeah, no, so I've, I've always been very selective about the, the, the games that I've, I've, I've picked up, so I've never really come across anything that I wanted really badly or in retrospect thought back about games that I saw and they were in terrible shape or could use some work and, yeah, so not really. Well, that's I mean, a good thing. Active. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move it along to Mr. Buffett. Oh, my goodness. I'm awake this time. How about that? Um, oh, yeah, thearcadebuffet.com. I repair monitors, so send them on in and get them repaired. Um, games that I regret, well, there's a lot of them, but I didn't have the money, so it's, doesn't really, it's not a fair question. So I don't really have any because I didn't have the money to buy them. So. Is, there, is there really one that sticks in your craw, though? I mean, like one you're like, damn, if I only had the money for it at the time. Uh, a couple, one or two rare cocktails, but I can't remember what they were. So I think one of them was like a space firebird or space demon. Yeah. I didn't have the money for he The operator 60 and one it. Uh, and then, then it sat in his shop and he never sold it. Cut up the control panels and stuff pretty bad. Even had to cut the bottoms of them out just to get the joysticks to fit through them. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So, between that, between those, there's a couple others, but I can't think of what they were. Well, maybe it's a good thing you can't remember. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a couple, there's like five red tents that I wanted and I didn't have the money for. Mm. From one, one guy. So... I do. I do wish I had those. That would have made me about ten of them. So that would have been cool. Jeez. Just a whole sea of red tents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, the whole goddamn campsite. I'm telling you. So, but I've already got twenty plus Nintendo casts, so it's not really a too big a deal. <laughs> Although I'd like to have seen them saved versus getting junked. I did save, however, a bunch of the uh, parts that he stripped off another five or seven that he had. I did save a bunch of parts out of them. Some of the metal parts, some of the outer housings and stuff. So that was good. Awesome. Yeah, I did get those. There is only so much space people have, isn't there? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a lot of these, the ones that he had stripped apart, had um, like bill validator holes cut in the hoods. Oh, God. So, yeah, so there's big squares and stuff in them. I mean, I could have got them all if I wanted, but I just didn't. I don't have any way to do anything with them, so they all went to the scrapyard, I guess. Which sucks, but I got a, like I said, I got a bunch of bodies, the the control panel bodies, and then I think I got one or two of the lower bodies, and then I got, I think a couple of the uh, leg arms, and a handful of other pieces. Some of the up over the up and across that hold the hoods. I think I got some of those parts, so I saved some of it from going. Cool. But, uh, All right. Thank you. Let's move along to Seabart. Uh, He's speechless. Who we can't hear, apparently. Sorry, too many mute buttons. There you go. Seabart, uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere. Well, all the social media crap, anyway. Uh, 
there was one game that I tried to get. It was from a local guy. Uh, it was a miss pack. He brought the price down to, to 500 I was going to jump on it, and I missed it by two minutes. He had already responded yes to another guy on uh, Kijiji. Almost had it. Ha the only thing it had wrong was uh, the side art was painted over. For those of you that don't know, Kijiji is a like a Canadian Craigslist. We we have Craigslist up here, but we also oh, yeah. have our own called Kijiji. What's what's used more up there? A Craigslist. Yeah. But some, some company felt like they needed to make a Canadian one, so they did. Well, hey, there's a million mispacks out there. You'll find one. Maybe even for a better deal. Yeah, that's that's one game that's not hard to come by, really. And honestly, like 500 bucks for one that's been painted over isn't... I don't think that's a really good deal. No. Yeah. It, that's not bad for up here. I mean, Miss Packs go in my area for twelve hundred easy. Is that restored wow. though? It, it's it or even original as long as it's working. It's got the side art. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, even right now you got to think thirty-five percent on the dollar. I think it is. So, I think thirty-five percent less than five hundred dollars for in American. Is what it would be in American dollars. Right. Plus, we had 10 times, or we still have 10 times less people than you guys do, so um, there's 10 times less arcade games out there in Canada. So yeah, it's a little, little bit harder to come by. Yeah. All right, uh, so next is Mr. Dinky Flicks. What's up, actually? Uh, I'm Jimbo Dini on Clav. Um, my YouTube channel is Dinky Flicks. Uh, got all kinds of weird stuff on there. Um, for me, there's only one thing that comes to mind because I don't really actively look for games unless I have the money and I can just buy one on the spot. So I usually avoid Craigslist and everything unless I'm actively looking for something and, and ready to, to spend the money right then and there. But um, with that said, I want to say it was like 2006, maybe 2007. It was only a couple of years after I was into the hobby, and my taste in games has changed over the years, so I'm not entirely sure what I would have bought, but I was working in this little tiny strip mall in St. Cloud, and uh, it's where the old, where their Chuck E. Cheese was originally, which changed hands like twice. It became the zoo, basically the same thing, except with a different theme, and then it became Rock City Pizza. And they closed, and I was working... Uh, it was like a Saturday, and I was working, you know, just a few stores down, and uh, I heard they were auctioning off all their games. And in hindsight, if I had been smart, I would have either, like, taken the day off, called in sick or something. But I figured, well, you know, on my lunch break, I'll just head over there and see what they've got. And they were auctioning off everything they had, and they had all kinds of cool stuff. Lots of Nintendo cabs they had. I think, I think it was a super punch-out. I don't think it was a regular punch-out. Um, tons of, uh, you know fighting games, just everything you can possibly think of. And we got swamped at work that day, and I t completely forgot about it. And by the time I, I remembered, it, they were already finished. So later on, I heard from uh, some college friends and stuff. I'm like, yeah, we went to that, and, and my buddy picked up a punch-out for like 200 bucks, and they had, you know, they had all kinds of great stuff for like amazing deals because they had to sell it all that day. So 
it just it, it kind of sucked. Because <laughs> now there's a lot of games that that they had that I'm I'm looking for, and uh, I'm never going to see deals like that again. I don't think. They went to a store. They'll be back in a minute. Did we just lose Steve? Are you there? I'm here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, Uh, you are up next, Mr. Grinkers. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Steve. You can uh, find me at uh, Grinkers.com and uh, Facebook.com slash Grinkers. Um, For me, it was definitely without a doubt um, because it still bugs me. Uh, And the only way to cure the problem is to find another one someday. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But for me, the game was um, a Sinistar cockpit. Um, Yeah, and that's... uh, The problem for me is I was... It was kind of back at the beginning when I was collecting, and um, Sinistar, for me, when I was a kid, I played Sinistar at an arcade. I played it at a uh, a Malibu Grand Prix. Um, And the... um, and I played the upright, and so for me at the time I had no Sinistar at all, and I was kind of new at collecting, and I wanted to get the game that I remembered playing, so I wanted to get the upright. And I also at that moment in time, I remember or that time in my collecting evolution, I remember thinking that okay, well if it's a cockpit game, it needs to play like a cockpit, so like pole position works and, like, Star Wars works, but unless it's a cockpit perspective-type game, um, you know, I don't want it. So if it's a top-down, like Sinistar, you know, it doesn't make sense in a cockpit. And so I was, you know, I had that weird opinion at that moment in time, so I passed on it. And then, I don't know, maybe five, six months later, you know, your, um, your feelings on things change, and I... Uh, Really, really regret not picking it up because that cockpit is rad. It it's is super awesome. That's one of the coolest oh, cockpits. It's so, it is so badass. Yep, and it was three hundred bucks. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I was, I, so yeah, I definitely. Uh, it wasn't working, but it was complete. It was like it was playing blind or something. It was something small. Um, so yeah, one day, definitely gonna get a Sinistar cockpit, and then I will be um, happy again. That's a good one. Yeah, Crafty, you were like like into Sinistar. You didn't even know that there was a cockpit, right? We were talking about that. Yeah, where did we see that? Or did we see it in a video? I can't remember. I think we. I think I saw the cockpit in a video. Yeah, look at that shit. It's got a fucking thrusters like, uh, on the back and the front end. You can't see the front end of that picture. The front end's got yeah. plastics on it. It's badass. So, it's so crazy. It's like not like any other cockpit made. <laughs> it's just, it looks the front end. like an evil truck. Yeah, that's a freaking thing. It's a transformer. Yeah, I'd Xylas, I was uh, proud of myself because that was the first time I I got past the Sinistar, got past the you know the the bad guy for on one level. So I was happy. Yeah, Sinistar is a great game. That that cockpit is a piece of art. It's like uh, you know, it's up there with E Dot and just just I don't know. It has a 
it's just it's a beautiful it's it's art you know it is it's art you can't you can't argue that point it's a beautiful piece of equipment yeah no I mean it's a good point like um like missile command like the the cockpit is awesome dude. don't get me wrong I'm not not knocking the cockpit at all but like the cockpit doesn't really lend much it doesn't really do much you know it's like it's just kind of an enclosure like the uh, the radar scope cockpits it's like it's not really much more than just an enclosure. Whereas, like, that thing, like, uh, Star Wars is a, another one. It's like uh, the Sigma Star one. But these are uh, pieces. They really are art pieces. They're amazing things. I just noticed because uh, it's Williams. Have you guys ever seen one of these? Although I can't really center that very well. Is that on your screen? Can you guys Star, see that? The Star Rider? Yeah, oh. the Star Rider laser, Williams Laserdisc. Yeah. There's one of those in a barn near me, and I can get it for 50 bucks, but it's been converted to a hang-on. Those are... <laughs> Pretty rare, but that would be a bitch to get going again. Yeah, that's what I figured. Do you know if it has the front um, wheel piece that protrudes out the front? Uh, I think I took pictures, so I could look through my pictures to see if it does or not. Okay, if it has that piece, you have to buy it because that that piece is there's like like the front know. wheel and the front fender piece. Yeah, there's there's because I have a um, I have a Star Rider. That's been converted to uh, um, uh, motor race, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm giving it away for free to anybody that will. I, I actually have a have the Star Rider cabinet that's been converted to a motor race, and I have the Star Rider PCB, which I'm giving away to anybody that will commit to restoring it back to a, an original Star Rider. So it'll. Need I was. Sorry, go ahead. So it'll it'll need the the laser disc player and the laser disc and probably an interface board and a harness and all kinds of stuff. But I was asking like Seattle guys if they would be interested in that thing, and it turns out one of the guys there um, knew somebody at Williams back in the day or one of the programmers that made it or whatever, and he apparently has all the raw um, video for that game on a hard drive. Holy crap, Brad! And he was asking me, he's like, "Well, I can give it all to you." It's he goes, "It's a lot, but I can give it all to you if you think you can somehow get that into like a, you know, a Daphne or something like that. You that know, in some way we can restore it." And uh, I was just like, "I have no idea." What kind of laser disc player did that um, game use? Was that just a very unique one? Compared to every, all the others, like, can you use any laserdisc player? Or is it very specific? I have no idea. I don't I know either. That the laser discs themselves are fairly rare, I would imagine. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find that picture that I took, uh, Steve. I I can have to go through a few thousand photos here in my my folder to do, yeah, well. you, do that while we're chatting. When you find it, throw it up, please. Yep. All right, uh, let's move along to uh, Mr. Dave from Buffalo. Hey, I'm uh, Dave from Buffalo on uh, CLOV uh, MACD 2001, MACD 2001. I have a few videos on YouTube, uh, Dave from Buffalo. Uh, the game I most regret, uh, actually it was like the, one of the first games I ever went and looked at at somebody's house. Uh, I've only been doing this for a couple years, and it was... Uh, I think 2011, and uh, it was a Spyhunter uh, cockpit that they said was working, and it wasn't too far away, and 
I went and looked at it, and the game played great. I sat down, played it, got on the boat and everything. The guy was kind of impressed, like, Jesus, when's the last time you played this? I go, the, uh, the 80s. And uh, the only thing, it was one of the first games I looked at, it had horrible, horrible burn in the monitor. Like, I was, you know, Hunter always does. Yeah, you were t and it really freaked me out. I'm like, God, this is bad. Everything played, all the weapons lights lit up. The cabinet wasn't too bad. Some of the side art was ripped off. Uh, but it, it played great. And I kept, kept thinking about it. So I came home and I Googled, you know, just to talk to somebody. I, I wasn't even on Claw. And I think I talked to the uh, vintage arcade store in California and asked them, like, you know, it's horrible burn. Is there anything I can do? And he goes, you know, can I put an LCD in it? And he's like, nah, it'd be difficult. He goes, I can sell you a monitor without burn, you know, if you'd like. And I'm like, how much is that? He's like, 300 I'm like, ooh. But, it, I mean, and this is, I love Spy Hunter. It was like a grill for me. And how much were they asking for it? 500 And I called, and I said, I'll give you 400 And he's like, oh, that's, that's, you know, I got more into it. And I didn't get it. And I was just, I'm regretting it to this day. I, I should have just bought it. And uh, but that burn was so bad it bothered me. I'm like, this is gonna bother the hell out of me. But I, I didn't know prices of it. I didn't know it was you know kind of and it was it was in my backyard. But I didn't do it. But I didn't even own a game then. That was you know before I even purchased a game. So I, I wasn't following anything. But I still regret it. Hey, yes. uh, <laughs> hey Buffalo, would you like to introduce whoever keeps poking his head in behind you there? Oh yeah, this is uh. <laughs> this is my cousin Brian. He actually owns four games himself. Yeah, I'm gonna move over. It's uh, get him to answer the question there. How's it going, guys? Here, here. Oh, Brian. Hey, Here's Brian. your job interview. <laughs> <laughs> you just say who you are. Oh, well, I am Brian from Buffalo. You know your club. Uh, your club name. What's your club? All right. What's on the games you got? At least? Brian. Uh, Brian, you drinking tonight? Yeah, I just got out of work. <laughs> yeah, no, I got a. I got a, first one I bought was a, a Donkey Kong Jr. and uh, that was about eight. eight paid what, eight fifty for it. Paid too much for it. Um, oh yeah, I got a Miss Pac Man and a Pac Man. I got that as a package deal. Got that for I think well, eight hundred bucks. And then I got a uh, centipede that I got for three hundred, and that lasted about. Three months and then the board quit on me, so I got to send that out and get that fixed. You still have your Donkey Kong Jr.? I do, yeah. Yeah, never sell your first game. Uh, no, I like it. It was uh, it was restored, but cousin Dave here uh, showed me the finer points and uh, the T molding isn't quite right. And I think the guy just put some white T molding on there, and it's not the real stuff that should be on the. And then in a painting where the team molding didn't cover white. Well, you're lucky the team molding was white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then he's got, instead of a, he's got a, a triangle versus sticker right in the center of the, uh, above the coin door, you know, on the, uh, next to the speaker. People never like, know where to stick those things. Yeah, it's a triangle one. I'm like, dude, this isn't original. I don't know what they did. He painted around that. That's, that's for the uh, dual versus. Cabinets. Is that yeah. what okay. Yeah, there's a right where the two uh, cabinets kind of meet. There's kind of a triangle plasticky piece that goes right there, and you're supposed to put the sticker on that. 
Is there a source? Is there a source for uh, Nintendo flat T molding yet? Twist, uh, twisty wrist yeah. or no, chopping quarters? Chopping quarters, yeah. Chopping quarters, yeah. That's like a new, new, new happening, isn't it? Within the last few years. Well, it's yeah. been around for a few years now. Four years ago. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Uh, tell is it Brian? Yeah. I, I have a centipede board here for sale. If, and I'm going to Grinker's, so if he's interested, let me know. All right. Uh, and I don't want to derail that, too, but, like, you ought to think about maybe getting the millipede board so you can do centipede and millipede in that same cabinet. Yeah, that's why I have a centipede board for sale, because that's what I did. Oh, you get the... Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can do the multipede, which does centipede and millipede on one board set, but it has to be a millipede board to start with. And right. you'd also have to get a conversion and, uh, and for its harness. Yeah, you'll need a... Um, a uh, was it the edge connector adapter for the centipede harness to millipede board, but that's what I have in my, my centipede here, and you get both games, and they both play freaking awesome in the same cabinet. That's what I do with my cabaret as well. That's why I have the centipede board for yeah. sale. Cool. Uh, uh, millipede boards do run because of this. Millipede boards are a little bit more expensive, and centipede boards are cheaper, so if you just want to get get it back up and running, uh, and centipede's a great game, don't get me wrong, um, you could do that fairly cheap, like like I say, Orange Whip's got one there, but um, yeah. it's yeah, all you, freshly capped and everything. If you find a millipede board, you can do the double. Yep. Hey, 30, 34, Do you like millipede or centipede better? You know, it depends on the mood that I'm in. Uh, centipede is a very relaxing game to play. Millipede's much more frantic. So if I'm in more of like a crazy frantic kind of play mode, want to play that kind of game, then I'll play millipede. If I want to you know, sort of relax and get in the chill zone of playing Centipede, then I'll do that. How long, how long after Centipede did Millipede come out? Was it pretty quick or a bunch Centipede of years? Centipede is... Centipede is 81, 82? 81 or 82, yeah. I think I mean, Millipede was fairly quick after that. I mean, I'm sure we could all look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. 82. Uh, Millipede's 82. So Centipede's 81 or 80? Must be at least 80, 81. Uh, centipede was... Whoa. It also shows 1982. Really? So it must have been like the beginning of 82 and the end of 82. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I didn't think they were that close together. I would have figured at least a year apart. Yeah, me too. Here you go, uh, Steve. No wheel on it. You should ask them though, just in case, because it's 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 literally in the middle of a chicken coop, and <laughs> oh, that's it, huh? There there was like 150 pins and 150 200 arcade games in this place, and they're all gone, but that machine. Yeah, it, was the it last did have one. it did have louvers on the top though. Can you can you bring that back up again real quick? Yeah. So that the the louvers. Am I saying that right, French guy? Yep. These guys here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that piece is valuable. Um, so, I mean, the whole thing is valuable. you got side art. It's great. I mean, you should you should definitely get that. And you know, even if you buy it for 50 and sell it for 100 um, there's people out there that, that want that. So I would definitely say that if you can. See, I, I did show it around to the guys in Seattle, and nobody, nobody bit on it. Well, yeah, you throw it on Clob. You you're a much, much larger audience. Well, yeah, but for shipping from up here, it's going to be atrocious. 
It's like the back of a Thunderbird. You driving to Grigfest? I'm driving to Green, but I'm not driving my truck. No, okay. That would cost me a bundle. <laughs> uh, so all right. Before uh, we I leave guess. Dave, though, actually, real quick, before we leave Dave, Dave, uh, can I ask you a personal favor? Could you put make a signature on Clav that just includes Dave from Buffalo? I always forget your fucking name. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mac Daddy 2001. Yeah, it's just like it should be Dave from Buffalo because that's like. Yeah, you, I went and looked at a you know you just change it, name, but you kind of had to go through like a thing and then approval or something, and I was like, it just seemed too much of a hassle. I'll just do it. Talk to Matroid uh, yeah. at least when we get to Grinkers, and talk to Matt and see if Matt can hook you up with like whoever needs to do it. I don't know if it's Tombo or whoever needs to to change that shit, but that should be Dave from Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, we've officially renamed you. <laughs> yeah, that's what Zoltan said. He goes, uh, "You're kind of known that way. You should change your cloth name." Yeah. Fuck Zoltan. He he hasn't come on here yet, so fuck him. <laughs> well, he gets up. He gets up really early. That's what we're. He's up I every five thirty. So. I'm just bugging him. He he messaged me and said, "Give him, the, send him the links." So I've been sending him the links every week, but he hasn't come on yet. Hey, I'm, just guys? I'm just busting oh. his ass, hoping that he lo- he at least watches it or listens to it. <laughs> well, we'll find out now. Yep. <laughs> hey, do you guys know how to reset your password on Orcade? Uh, you know, the best way to do that, if you have you ever logged in before ever? Well, I know I have my account set up. Well, no, no, but have you logged in ever before? I don't I don't know if I have. Talk to Clint when you get to Grinkers. Clint will set your password for you and then you can log in and change it. I, I asked him at, I asked him at Brofest and he never did it. I don't know why they don't just have a link that says I forgot my password. You know? I know, it's the stupidest system. I agree. Uh, and there's no way to, you can't log into the forums to ask for help. And there's no contact right. information on the entire forum. Yeah, there's not even like an FAQ, nothing. No. You know, it's like, so, uh, talk okay. to Clint. So, uh, if you, if for some reason doesn't work out uh, at, at, at Grinkers, let me know and I'll give you his email address. And you guys can chat back and forth. It took us, I, I probably swapped eight or ten emails with him before we got put it out. There. And he did, he did do it like um, originally at like Brofest or Grinkers last year. He set it all up like a standard way, like your your password always like your your last name and your first initial backwards or something. But I've tried every combination and I haven't been able to get in, so I don't know what the hell he did. Yeah. It's like I said for me, even like me talking with him as like a member of like you know the arcade outsiders and all the rest of that stuff. Like during Brofest, I still could like barely get into it. Yeah, it's strange because I, I set the account and there's only a handful of passwords that I use for everything, which is probably terrible. But I tried like everything and I couldn't log in, so I figure uh, maybe I'm locked out because of too many failed attempts or something? I don't that know. That could be too, yeah. Th- that's what I did too, because before I went to Grinker's last year, I had just set up my own account thinking that I would need one, and I used my similar, my regular username and password, and it didn't log me in either. Yeah. And, and, I, so, and I told him that, and then I think he reset it to some weird thing, and now I don't know what the hell it is to get in. So just corner yeah. Clint, like, on, on Thursday night. Yeah. And now maybe he gets it on Friday. Like corner him like when he's not super crazy as before everything starts. Yeah, yeah. If you can. 
and then just say, dude, like, I, how do I reset my password? Don't wait till the end, because that's what I did at BroFest, and I think he just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I said, it took me, like, several emails back and forth with him in the system trying to figure it out, and it wasn't easy for him either resetting it. Well, there must be at least, like, 100 people from BroFest and Greenkers last year that just they don't know how to get into it at all. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, if they were if they were registered for any of our tournaments, then they have an account on Arcade. Yeah, so I mean, they need they need to get that uh, get your password reset button going. Yeah, I totally agree. That system is not <laughs> very friendly. No, right. no, not really. Uh, all right. Well, I was going to go next, but Mike has uh, shown up here, so I don't know if Mike wants to do his hellos and then answer our weekly question. He's muted. Oh, he's unmuted. Okay, so. I'm here. All right. Uh, our question this week is, is there a game you regret not picking up when you had the chance? So, like, at an auction or you went and looked at a game, you decided you didn't want it, and then a week later you, you were, damn, I should have got that thing? Yeah, there's lots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, you, how about you regret the most? Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I think recently... Um, I, I let a DK3, uh, that, well, actually, it was, a, it was a Play Choice 10 in a DK3 cabinet um, go. Uh, just, I don't know. I, I think I hadn't, uh, I, had, I hadn't really said no yet <laughs> on any Craigslist um, opportunity, and I, I think in, in my head I needed to be able to walk away once. And uh, so I drove down late one night to look at this, and that uh, was about an hour away. I went like at nine, ten o'clock at night, and uh, I, I just uh, the monitor had collapsed. Um, I had already, already had a PC ten. I, I already had all the games that were in the uh, the cabinet. I was kind of after it for uh, for for the DK three reasons, um, and uh, I just hesitated and I politely passed. Um, and I kind of regret it now. I, I gotta ask, why did you think it was a DK3 cabinet? Well, I shouldn't say it was. Uh, it was a DK3 cabinet. It was a, obviously because DK3, I think for the most part was a conversion. But it was in a. It was a blue plywood cabinet with a DK3 uh, marquee and bezel gotcha. and control panel. Yeah. Just with a PC10 board in it. So. Yeah, because DK3 um, was 100% only conversions. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I, was, yeah. I, I was like. Was it like red, or I was that was where uh, I was going? With that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I guess in my mind, uh, I, I kind of feel like DK3 looks the best in a blue cabinet, just my personal opinion. Um, and uh, and so to me, that was that was my thought. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, anything you want to plug? Nope, nothing. Just drinkers. Cool. All right, Mr. Chris Gak Attack has also shown up here. What's up, guys? Gak is. Up? So we're just doing our little hellos, <laughs> our plugs, and we are answering a question, uh, Chris. And the question for tonight is, is there a game you regret not picking up when you had the chance? Hmm. Uh, like at an auction or a sale, you, you chose not to buy it, then you wish you did? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Try to put you on the spot that. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well... If the timing would have been right, I could have gotten a dedicated Major Havoc uh, for $1,500. But that was crazy talk money for me back then. <laughs> <laughs> I was a uh, you know $50 cabinet buyer 
at the time. So <laughs> that's probably the biggest regret. The second one was the Zookeeper, which uh, the it was actually the same seller. Um, he he said he turned down offers at 800 for it. And again, I thought that was just crazy money. But that was probably five years ago, something like that. I was say, what year was that? Yeah, it was probably 2010, somewhere around yeah. there. Maybe 2009. <clears throat> yeah, it's just just in the last two or three years have I uh, accepted the fact that cabinets <laughs> cost more than 100 bucks <laughs> to own, you know? <laughs> so. Just the plywood alone is that much money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, that's, so those probably be the two. Uh, any plugs? Uh, yes, same. I'll piggyback on what Mike said. You know, looking forward to Grinkers. So. Yeah, I just uh, got through episode forty-nine there. Uh, oh Chris, boy! Gak <laughs> so if all you guys want to hear Gak uh, a little more, uh, check out episode forty-nine. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I, I can't even listen to it. I got to cringe whenever I hear that episode. <laughs> uh. I, uh, there was one part where uh, I recall when I listened to it, Fett was like, can somebody turn off his mic? You could just hear everyone laughing. Every, you know, It's like, it's the gag show. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, John Jacobson came up to me the next day, you know, like, oh, my God, you're alive. You made it, you know. And then he's also, what, what, what are you going to do? Guys are saying there's the... The Gak Show or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna start my own podcast. <laughs> and he's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, man, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, and episode 50 is funny the next day because they're like, where's Gak? He's pretty quiet. Oh, he's not drinking, and it's, but he's alive. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was totally. I don't think he was mode. feeling so well. No. <laughs> I, I probably drank a good gallon or two of water that day. <laughs> And that the next day after that was really rough driving the nine hour drive home. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I I don't think I even ate anything for probably thirty hours. Oh Jesus! I, yeah, oh, a, few man. Sal, a few saltines and some water. That was about it. <laughs> that <laughs> that like reminds reason. me, on our way to Brofest, you stopping at the gas station, picking up three gallons of water before we went there. Right. Yep. I grabbed a couple. <laughs> of, yeah. I think actually that one kind of worked out right because we had a little too much. The first night at John's house, and and that kind of like got me to hold off a bit. I think the next couple nights, I still went up to the edge, you know, but <laughs> I was like, I, I gotta hydrate all day long. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the big lesson for for uh, first time Green Fest goers. Uh, it, it is a marathon. <laughs> it is not a sprint. Yeah. Right. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Take advantage <laughs> of the half price sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please yeah. eat, please drink water, please be and awesome. That's a and great model for this whole hobby. Make sure you uh, eat something on the way so that when you show up and start pounding beers, it just doesn't yes. bury you. <laughs> right, exactly. But, yeah, so you, uh, believe it or not, Aaron, Aaron was about as bad as you were on, uh, on yeah. Friday night, on <laughs> Thursday night. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. I was like... Uh, Sam Wyo on Claude, he was playing Circus Charlie, and I kept on, you know, he was on the lion stage, and he kept on hitting the fire rings, and I was like, and I was like, the lion looked like like a woman on all fours to me. So I'm like, <laughs> the woman's on fire. And I just kept on telling him that. 
<laughs> At least you remember that. I do. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Oh. <laughs> Jim, yeah. I, I have to send you 40, uh, episode 48 and a half. Yeah, oh, I, I definitely want to hear that one. I, 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 I would like to hear that, too. I, I remember... I, I listened to that live when they finally got it up. I was hanging around for a while, but I mean, on the on the best of, I'm not including any of the live because those whole entire shows are funny. So it's like people can just watch, <laughs> right. listen to most if they want. Well, yeah, but 49 or 48 and a half is uh, not that's when least. John is. Yeah, that was the Thursday one. Right? That was the one right. that we recorded on Joe's phone. And yeah, it, and it was hard to hear that when we were there too. So it'd be nice to actually listen to it. Tiger, Tiger, right. are you recording this? Yeah. <laughs> so I I uh I I I leaked a couple pictures 34k tonight. Oh the, yeah. Uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, are you on Twitter at all? Like by chance? I am, but I hardly ever use it. It's yeah. Uh, I, I, I I only I, started using it maybe a few months ago myself. So. I think I think my Twitter handle is at itw34k. At itw34k. Yeah. Okay. Or I tweak basically is how it reads. Okay. Yeah, your your art is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. great job. There's, there's the <laughs> that's the front of the t-shirt. Yeah, sweet. That's pretty sweet. Well, it looks it looks really cool when you glance at it, and then when you realize that the that uh, the silhouette John, that yeah that the, that they're yeah the silhouette. It's like dude, it just makes it. It's just a great design. It's really nice yep. work. Yep. So I, I have to admit, like that. Silhouettes, uh, those drawings, the the outlines of those guys, that came from the Grinkfest photo from last year. Nice. Oh, really? Cool. So yeah, those I, I kind of all stuck them together, and I think I had to flip Sean 180 degrees to make it actually like work compositionally. But yeah, those outlines that came from the Grinkfest photo last year. Nice. Looks like you cut off Joe's arms too. Does <laughs> <laughs> then he have like an arm around someone or yeah? I, yeah, I might have. I, I did like kind of like a build up. It's sweet for both Set and uh, and for Joe. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. am I doing this right? At TW34K? No, uh, that's not right. Uh, at ITW34K. Uh, okay. Oh, I was just going to ask about the... Is that the back? That's the back of the shirt, yeah. Oh, sweet. Did, did you see my tweet, Gak? Put another N in my name. <laughs> Everyone leaves an N out. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's oh, shit. Better. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Did, did I really forget an N? <laughs> God damn it. Is there supposed to be two N's on there? So, did Fetish Boy contribute then? Because he wasn't on the list. Le- the yeah, that, that's what I tweeted about. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and say no comment on that one. I'm going to take care of Fetish's uh, contribution if he doesn't. You got Dave yeah. on there too, huh? You got Ark? Yeah, so the guys at the bottom, so I want to talk about that really quick, actually. Yeah, please do, yeah. Because Hatcher's right. actually on there twice. <laughs> well, because there's... No, no, he deserves it. Well, that's right. So the three guys at the bottom are... So it's, it's Hatrick, Arc Revival, and Slackmo. So I sent um, an email to, I think, Gak and 34, as we were talking about the, uh, the design for the shirt, and I said, hey, could we please do, like, a special thanks for these three guys? And the reason that I wanted to do that is because if you trace Grinkers back all the way to the beginning, if it wasn't for Arc Revival, who 
really kind of was the first guy that stepped up, um, and Hattrick and Slackmo, um, Greekers would have been a catastrophe because we we bought you know we bought lots and lots and lots of games, and I had no zero zero repair experience, and uh, uh, they were they were nice enough not to post this on the forums, but. Um, Arc Revival and Hattrick exchanged a dialogue um, when I posted the, the the thread on Clav when we were doing the demolition of the space, like knocking down walls. And, and right, I remember that. Yeah, so in that thread, um, before I had ever met Arc Revival or Hattrick, um, they talked to each other, and they're like, Who's who's this guy? You know, who's this Idaho farmer guy, and, and who does he think that he is? <laughs> and, and and it's not going to work. You know, he's he has he's he's a noob, and he has no idea what he's getting into, and it's going to be a disaster. And so they contacted me. Arc Revival contacted me, and he said pretty much, "Hey, do you do you know what you're getting into?" And when I first first started collecting games. Um, I had no idea. I, I figured, you know, hey, if they're working, I'll buy them working, and they'll work for, you know, 10 years, and maybe every once in a while I'll have a problem. But I kind of, I really didn't know. And so uh, Arc Revival contacted me. He's like, hey, these things are going to require a lot more maintenance than you think. And uh, um, how about I come help you out and, and kind of help you bulletproof the games? And uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take whatever help I can get. And so he... Uh, um, he had just moved to. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he had just moved to. Um, he had lived in. He lived in Boise for a long time, but he moved like a year earlier to uh, the Bay Area in California, and uh, but he flew. He drove out here, and uh, um, his buddy here in town before he moved away was was uh, Dan Hattrick on the forums, and. Uh, um, so he, Dave, Arc Revival, drew, drove out here, contacted Dan Hattrick, and said, "Hey, I'm going to come out. Do you want to hang out at Grinkers, the the future Grinkers, and um, and help out with uh, um, with working on some games?" And so um, Arc Revival and Hattrick um, were there that first trip, and I think the second trip, which happened maybe like three weeks, four weeks later, they brought out Slackmo, and so. Between Arc Revival and Hattrick and Slackmo, um, really putting in a whole bunch of hours to getting all of our games working, um, they really helped make Grinkers possible. And so putting them on the shirt is kind of my thank you to them just in you know, having them have that history and, and helping Grinkers become a reality. Yeah, it's cool. All three of those guys are amazing dudes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could only imagine the the nightmare that could have happened if if you hadn't stumbled across them. Yeah, you because know, there's there's been a couple of local guys to me that are repair guys as a business, and man, they they charge an arm and a leg. It's like they're hour and a half minimum, eighty five bucks an hour, and they'll just do like the two or three caps it takes to get the monitor running, that kind of thing. And it just man, that, that just would have been a fortune <laughs> if you started out that route, you know. Yeah, more well, an operator. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I'm sure it's still you know pretty costly to keep them all going, but uh, that route, man, that'd just be like no way. <laughs> it would have been like what, like a, a rusty quarters thing, and we would have been doing like a 
fucking well, uh, Kickstarters and shit for them. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like you know an operator functions where it's just life support. It's not they're not putting love and thought really into uh-huh. the, right. the game. Right. There's a big difference. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh crap! Steve just walked away. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to okay, ask well, him. About let let me. Uh, I'll answer my question, and then we can move around the room. Then. Oh yeah, orange whip. Yeah, orange <laughs> whip. Uh, so I'm plugging the arcade hangout. That's all I'm plugging. Um, so the one game I regret regret getting. Um, Not getting. What's that? Not getting. Not getting. Yeah. Um, you said the the game you regret getting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting. That, that's a different question for a different show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say that I probably regret picking up um, out of these. I've mentioned it before out of these all these games that I've gotten out of this um, gentleman in northern BC. There was a Lunar Lander that was in really nice shape, and I ended up passing that along to a. Seattle collector, and I, I kind of always wanted one, so I guess that's one that I could have grabbed for myself that I kind of selfishly let go to another collector who was looking for one for like 11 or 12 years he was looking for one. Um, I have one that's a weird one. Um, I have a game that I um, kind of just gave away, and I wish I, I had it back. Uh I used to work for this place, uh, .com. Um, I was a vice president of a .com back in 2000, and I brought some arcade machines into the uh, the office for all the employees to, to use. And when the .com crash happened, we went tits up, and uh, I had packed out my office and uh, one of my arcade games, and the other one wouldn't fit in my truck. And uh, then... When I went back to go get it, uh, like a week later, it had been auctioned off with the assets of the company. Uh, wow, so I lost. Good, uh, segue there, Mike. Wink, wink. Anyways, go back. I, I, yeah, so I lost my red tent. Uh, basically, I, I didn't uh-huh. even get rid of it. I just it was there, and I just hadn't gone and picked it up yet. And so I lost. I lost my red tent. So it was a little bit of a weird one, but uh, I, I didn't lose it, but I kind of did lose it. And I regret that I didn't have room in my truck to get it that day. So that right. kind of sucks. Yeah, that, that's rough. Um, actually, and recently, uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna add a second one on here since I had to wait so damn long for all you heathens to go. What's <laughs> well, what's uh, an hour? Come on, that's a good post right there. Um, about a year ago, I I put an I was I did one of those things. I put an ad out looking for monitors because um, I know there's a lot of guys in Vancouver that 161 uh, good cabinets. And so um, I figured, well, there must be a lot of monitors out there, and we have, like, a recycling fee and stuff for them. So I put an ad out, and I got, like, the next day some guy uh, said, yeah, I've got two monitors. Come and grab them. Uh, one was a 4900, and one was uh, some Hendrix or something. And uh, when I was there, he's like, uh, yeah, I got this cabinet here that's kind of, I've heard is really rare. Um, he goes, you know, if you want to swap me another cabinet, you can have this, this cabinet. And uh, I was like, okay. Uh, and one side of the cabinet literally had a half-inch thick denim um, glued <laughs> to the side. Like, it was, it was like denim. Awesome. 
Yeah, it was like it wasn't like it wasn't jeans, but it was like you know when they when they shredded up to be like insulation. <laughs> it was like half inch thick, and it was like this denim kind of cloth weave stuff. It was really weird. <laughs> on the inside or on the outside? On the outside. The only Whoa. thing better than that would have been like velvet. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he goes, well, I I took the time to. Um, remove it off the other side of the cabinet so I could see that what this rare cabinet was. And so I looked at it and I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is a rare cabinet. And the problem was I didn't have any empty cabinets to, to swap because he actually had a, a main, main machine in it. And he just wanted another cabinet to put his main machine in and I didn't have any at the time. And I actually didn't get one for quite a while afterwards and I've lost his, sort of lost his contact. I think I still have a cell number somewhere. Um, it was an Aztrak cabinet. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, it, it didn't have the bubble glass though, um, but it had the control panel, um, not the proper joystick and stuff. But it was it was original control panel that they had re-drilled. I wonder how um, many of those were actually made. It just seems like. Yeah, I don't know, but I know they there were some guys looking for one for a lot of freaking money. Yeah, <laughs> not many. That's a rare game. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's and I have a Zector uh, board, and I was going to put that in there. Um, but I heard even then, if you put the Zector board with that game on it, that even like a an Amplifone monitor is not fast enough to run the game properly. Weird. Oh shit. Yeah, because it was um, uh, Buffett. Maybe you can help. I'm not sure. It was like um the next version of the 6100. I'm gonna say like 6800 or something like that that Wells Gardner came out with. That's a pretty rare one. Um, I've yeah. only heard like one or two, seen one or two threads on the forums in the last ten. It, it only came in the Astra cabinet, is what I've what I've heard. Yeah. And it's, so it's it's really hard to come by, and even an amplifone apparently doesn't play this game properly. So I was just like, yeah, I could get this cabinet, but what am I going to do with it? It's just going to sit around here, and um, most people who who are looking for stuff already have the cabinet. They're either looking for the the bubble shaped marquee on it. Yep. Um, or they're looking for the monitor. A lot of people are looking for the monitor, so <clears throat> I just kind of gave up on it and didn't bother. But it was a it was a rare one that I'm like, damn, that'd have been really cool because yeah, I know there are people looking for them for like 15 grand at one point. Oh jeez, Yeah, there was one to buy threads on 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 Claw for for 15 grand for that game. So yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, if you don't know here, I'll put a picture of it up. Oh, that's a really small picture. Uh, uh, Fifteen grand is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you've got money, I guess is the the deal. I have. I have played one though. Is it yeah, worth fifteen? Is anything worth fifteen grand? <laughs> <laughs> An entire collection, maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one that goes to California Extreme every couple of years. Yeah, I yeah. think that's where I played it, actually. I, I went to Cax a couple of years ago, and I think that's where I actually played it. Yeah. Um, here, this one's not... It's not the best picture, but let's just drill this one up here. So that's what uh, Aztrak... I don't know if you guys can see that or not. Yeah, yeah that, that bezel is really rare. Yeah, so all the all the side art in this cabinet I had was intact uh, that, I, that I saw. All the... all the It was all um, just sprayed, stenciled. Um, and the actual the century um, door with the raised letters was actually still on it as well. I almost grabbed it just for that even. But so that's a glass bezel, huh? It's plastic. nope. It's plastic. It's, plastic. Yeah, it's like a bubble shape. It's like yeah. it curves out. 
Yeah, there there was a thread on Club a couple years ago. Some guy was found a cabinet and was trying to build one, and he was looking for that bezel, and he ended up actually finding one. I mean, wow. people have the parts somewhere, I guess, at one point. Wow. But, so, yeah, that's that's my regret. My regret mostly, I think, is the... Uh, it's probably my stupid red tent that I let go. Uh, I didn't get back to the company in time. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have... I mean, I've had the opportunity to buy a couple since, but uh, just for me, it's space. You know, I can... I could put a couple uprights where a red tent sits easily, and I, I'm going to do the... Um, there's a thread on this on Club as well where I'm going to put the um, the red tent or the dual wiring in, a, in an upright versus and just have the wiring go up the back to the other cabinet so I can still do versus games with two cabinets. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is it for the introductions. I don't think we missed anybody, did we? Everybody kind of... A few people popped in there after the fact, but I think we got everybody. Well, All right, speaking, so, of, speaking of your uh, red tent getting uh, auctioned off, yep. I got a little segue story for uh, if Mike wants to tell it. Sure. Go for it. Do you want to start it off? Sure. sure. So uh, you, 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 you texted me a couple days ago, or was it yesterday even? It was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Asking yeah. about something about one of your, mach- your uh, play, play Choice 10 or something, then I was like, hey, did you see this uh, thing that popped up on Craigslist? They had a couple of games that were going to go for auction, but it's on a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. at a house, like a foreclosure auction or something. But it's real close to where you live, right? Yeah, it wasn't far at all. It was about 30 minutes. Okay, yeah. So, so go ahead. So you, you went and checked well, it out. So, so yeah, the, the Craigslist ad showed in the, in the ad there was uh, a demolition man pinball machine. Um, you could see uh, an X arcade um, generic cabinet with the X arcade joystick plopped in there, um, and then there was a um, uh, championship sprint, right? Super sprint. Super, super sprint. sprint. Sorry, yeah, super sprint. And I think there was a jukebox too, and some other random. Yeah, stuff. that's right. There was a jukebox. Um, so those were like the three um, things that stood out. And then they, they actually had a link um, to the uh, auction company where you could see um, some more pictures, a couple of different angles, and uh, everything looked really, for the most part, pretty clean, looked good. Nothing was on, uh, so you didn't know if it worked or not. Uh, and it was uh, it was being run by a, a legit, you know, serious auction. Uh, auction. What I thought was really strange is, like, why on a Tuesday morning... You know, yeah. middle of the week at 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was even stranger showing up. So I, I, uh, <laughs> I got, I got early, left early. I got there um, maybe 30, 45 minutes before it was supposed to start at 10. I got there maybe just a little bit after nine. I was the first guy there. Um, and was that uh, a nice it, neighborhood or kind of it sketchy? was. It was. Uh, the you know the. Where it was at, that's kind of a, a a newer. It's an older city with a lot of new development, and so this okay. a, a newer subdivision. I can't believe the house was. Uh, I can't believe it would have been even ten years old, um, if that. And. Um, and by the way, I I was joking with my wife. Seriously, 
saying like, maybe I should call in sick that day and I'll go down and check it out. Because <laughs> it's about a about an hour and a half drive for me. But yeah. it looks, sounds like 20 or 30 minutes for you. So yeah, it, yeah was, <laughs> no, it, it was, I, you know, I, I, I was a little on the fence because um, I, um, you know, I never do, I've never gone to an auction before. I don't know how, how many other folks here on have, but uh, I, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I thought, well, at least it'll be good for the experience and uh, uh, I'll have a good story to tell at a minimum. <laughs> and uh, so I, I get there, there's like a, um, almost like a real estate agent, but uh, she she worked with the auction company, and um, there's only like two or three people there too, right? The there was w one other guy, um, and uh, and she was like, "Well, do you guys want to? You guys, I can open up the house and let you guys in if you want to look around." And so this was the part that was weird compared to what you maybe would see on TV is. Uh, we, we were allowed to walk through the whole house, and we could touch everything. Um, th this guy that I w that was there with me, he, um, it sounded like it looked like he was a you know a guy that ran around and, and did this for a living, and uh, he was opening up all the drawers in the house, and uh, so I, I immediately kind of ignored all that and uh, made a beeline to the garage, which is where all this stuff was. And uh, tried to check it out casually, and uh, uh, I asked the lady, you know, I said, "Hey, can I can I plug this stuff in and make sure it works?" And she was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I uh, I ran around, and I plugged everything in. Um, the uh, Sprint plugged in, came on. Monitor looked like it needed to be rebuilt. It looked like it was maybe starting to collapse a little bit and uh, showing a little more red than it should, but came on, was in free play mode, all the, everything worked, um, so I immediately unplugged it, <laughs> <laughs> tried to play cool, and, uh, So you should have spent some more time looking at their spoons and shit. Yeah, right. well, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the whole time, you know, Chris and I are, like, going back and forth the whole time. He's so, texting me, and we're talking yeah. about the games and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris is, is at his desk, uh, getting jazzed up and trying to call <laughs> So uh, um, I'm like, man, you got a good shot at this. Like, well, it's poorly advertised, and there's only a couple people there. Yeah. A fucking two. Yeah, yeah, and the demolition man looked, I mean, looked great. It was really dirty, um, but the um, the the DMD, the LCD, you know, the score thing was dot not matrix. Right. Yeah, the dot matrix display wasn't wasn't coming on. Um, but I got to coin up and and play, and everything was working, and um, and then the X Arcade, uh, I didn't have any interest in it, but uh, I still poked my head in there. And it was uh, built around a, an Xbox, uh, an original Xbox. It had one of those stuffed in the bottom, but something wasn't connected. When you turned it on, uh, it just came up and said no signal. So uh, it, it looked like it left that one. Well, that was the part I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what, what was going to happen. So I then I, I didn't, I, you know. You're trying to play it cool a little bit because you you don't know if you're supposed to show your cards or anything, <laughs> but uh, it looked like it was gonna like nobody was gonna be there. Um, and it was kind of like your typical auction thing where they have a buyer's fee, right? Like a ten percent. Well, it was so it was just me and the and the one guy, and uh, and so I finally did ask the lady. I said, hey, so how do you think this is gonna work? Is it, um, you know, I, I too maybe to 
help you guys kind of picture this. This house was um, it was an eviction, um, and it looks like it looked like it was an ugly eviction, uh, and it had sat for two years. Um, I think just in legality and trying to get it all resolved. And uh, and you said there was like five or six people named on the eviction yeah. If you looked list, at right? yeah, if you looked at the um, all the notices on the window, there was five or six different names, all, all different last names. So it must have been a bunch of people living in a house. It looked like a party house from the pictures too, because they had like a pool table and a wet bar and yeah, and there was exercise a lot of, equipment. A lot of exercise equipment. A lot of it was new. Um, it almost, if I had to guess, it looked like maybe credit card fraud. It looked like yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, um, but they they look and they look like they left the place like the cops were after them. <laughs> it looked like they grabbed kind of what they could and then just left. Um, there were clothes still in the dresser. There was uh, the bathroom still had, you know, products still on the counter. Um, there was clothes in the hamper. Uh, it was disgusting. So, so it was moving ready is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how, how strange, though, like a house that's, let's say, 10 years old, in the middle of a nice neighborhood, sits there vacant like that for two years with all that stuff in it. Well, Maybe it could have been I, a grow-up or squatters or something. Yeah, I even asked because it, I mean, it, um, it, I asked if there were squatters because it, 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 there was like, uh, in the hallway there was a spot where it looked like someone had just been peeing on the floor. It was like <laughs> hard and crusty and stunk so bad. <laughs> and and uh, I was telling Chris, I go, there was a couple spots like, I don't know if it was crap or if it was blood <laughs> or there was some kind of splatter on the wall that was nasty. <laughs> you, really just, you had to really watch what you touched and leaned on. Oh uh, my God. So, you know, I, I, I tried to, I walked around the whole house, looked at everything. There was nothing that I was interested in. So I, I, I did kind of, you know, show my hand a little bit in the beginning because it looked like it was just going to be me and this guy, and, and nobody was showing up. And uh, so I said, "Well, how's this going to work?" And, and <clears throat> she said, "Well, the, the auctioneer is going to come in, and um, he'll he'll most likely go room by room, and you'll bid on the entire room. And then if he doesn't get quality bids, then she goes, he might try to auction the whole house. And so the guy that I was with." He was interested in the whole house, and uh, so the first question he asks is, "Well, how much time do we have to get it out of here?" And this was the other strange part about this whole thing is they they were only giving you till Thursday, this Thursday. Um, so do you get two days to clean this whole place out? Um, and then what's even more weirder is she says, "I go well, I'm just here for the arcade game." I'm tr now I'm trying to show my hand a little bit because I'm thinking if this guy's going to buy the whole house, I just want the arcade game but, or the pinball or, or, you know, whatever. And uh, and so um, she goes, well, that's the great thing is if you, win, if you win the room, she's like, you can just take what you want. You don't have to clean up and clean it all out. You can just take what you want and leave. It's, they'll deal with it. <laughs> So, so, I'm, so I'm like chirping in Mike's ear, like, dude, you go like a thousand or twelve hundred. You you could totally get more than that for the pinball alone, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I brought I brought two grand with me. Um, did not was not hoping to spend that, but that's right. <laughs> and uh, so as we got closer to ten o'clock, 
place started filling up. And it was very much um, just to kind of keep telling the experience. If I'm going too long, please cut me off. But Sorry. Um, keep going. It, was, it was very much like what you see on TV. I mean, that's the part that was kind of comical was there was... There's um, the yep, dude. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there, so our, our auctioneer <laughs> was this uh, little guy dressed like a total cowboy in, in you know, the uh, Wranglers and the stiff jeans and the cowboy hat and uh, and wearing suspenders. And then, um, you know, there, there were groups of people you could size up. There was definitely, like, a, a group of guys that were showing up that were, they were there. That's what they did. They made a living off of this, and uh, they were there to, see dollar signs and flip. And then um, there was definitely a, a crowd of people that uh, you could tell like they were just being nosy. They wanted just to stick their nose in, in there and, and see what the auction was all about. And then uh, there was one other group of guys that I could tell that were, were the equivalent of me. Like they were there for the pinball machine. Like these two kind of, you know, nerdy guys came in and immediately went to the pinball machine Stuck their head in it. They were digging through the whole thing. Were they, were they a little overweight? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. I wouldn't have judged anyways because I'm I'm in that crowd. <laughs> but no, they were. Uh, I forget what shirt they were wearing. They were both wearing t-shirts, and I think they had they were. Jumped arcade. Yeah, video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, but man, the pinball machine was getting. Tons and tons of, of, of action. Like everybody came in the garage, immediately went to the pinball machine. Um, that was the the big dollar signs on everybody's eyeballs. Wow, and, for a demolition uh, man, which is like that's a good game, but not not like a crazy awesome AAA title. Right now, no, and uh, the arc, the uh, sprint wasn't really getting a whole lot of looks, and uh, I was kind of standing near it, and, and a couple people were like, "Well, does that work?" and uh, and I go, no, nah, I plugged it in. It doesn't work. <laughs> I was downplaying the whole thing. And I think that Xbox game, that, that thing might work, though. Yeah, yeah. And, I've been uh, going around pulling monitor cables out. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, well, nah, I was thinking about that. I should have unplugged it somehow on, on the inside. But um, the, uh, the, the jukebox was getting a lot of looks, too. But um, uh, So I was, now I'm texting Chris, and I'm telling him, man, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is looking good. <laughs> And uh, so the auction starts. They they uh, just to tell you kind of quick. They they go in the the like the entry room, the family room. It goes for uh, two hundred fifty bucks. It had a bar, like a, a wet bar, a portable wet bar in it, and uh, still had alcohol in it. So um, that goes for two fifty. They moved to like the kitchen. The kitchen went for um, I think one hundred and fifty dollars. And then they had like another living room that was attached to that. That went for seventy-five bucks. Then they actually auctioned off two closets in the hallway. That went for seventy-five bucks. It had some Christmas ornaments in it. Um, they had an office with some exercise equipment. That went for about two seventy-five. So I'm I'm feeling good. I'm thinking, man, this is all going pretty cheap. Oh, I, might, no. I might have a chance. Into the garage, and uh, everybody goes in the garage, and he goes, "How do we want to do this? You know, do we want to split it up, or do we? Is anybody interested in the whole garage?" And he gets like five or six guys to raise their hand that they want the whole garage, and and uh, starts at a hundred, kind of jumps all the way up to a thousand, then it goes to two grand, 
Then it starts going in five hundred dollar increments, and uh, holy shit! It ends right. up selling for forty six hundred bucks. Whoa! Fuck! Like, and I can't believe it went for that much. What else was in there? Yeah, say so like what, what label off the shit was in it? So the Demolition Man, the Super Sprint, the uh, X Arcade. What else? The There's jukebox, a jukebox. The jukebox. Jukebox or a, a row CD jukebox. Yeah. There was a couple exercise machines like a. a um, uh, an upright exercise bike and uh, a treadmill. There was like, um, oh, not a weightlifting station, but like a, a punching bag and a spot where you could like, you know, do squats on the other side. Yeah. Um, couple Schwinn bicycles. There was a Craftsman tool chest. It was empty, and and a, and a metal Craftsman like tool cabinet. That is not forty seven hundred dollars. I know. Shit. Oh, if you're lucky, that's retail on all that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it was I, crazy. I, I'd say, like what, like like Demolition Man, that's like what, like a two, $2,200 yeah, game? Yeah, at the most, yeah. I, I yeah. told them, I said on the on the low end, when I looked it up, was 1200 On the high end, more like 2400 Yeah. So I like, call it in the middle, 1800 But yeah. you don't know if you're going to spend if two, three, four hundred fixing it up. Oh, yeah. So there was, I was you have like, to pay the buyer's know, fee on top of that, too, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great point. Auctions are, are never usually worth it. Yeah. You get so many people that just don't know what the hell they're doing. They bid shit up and they don't. But that's they just stupid. Don't know. But like all the rest of the, the rooms that were going for like what reasonable prices, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually would have bid on the uh, the the office that had all the exercise equipment because it had it had a brand new treadmill. Like the the stuff hadn't been peeled off, and you know <laughs> that that was it had like three or four of them in there. But I didn't want to blow any money, so, like, right. so uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of lost after that, and, and, and I did get into, it was kind of cute, because um, the, the, there was a young kid that was in the bidding war, and you know he was really hemming and hawing, and so I kept looking at him, and I go, hey man, I'll buy all the arcade stuff, I'll buy the pinball, I'll buy the arcade machine off you, keep bidding, you know, I was like, keep going, keep going, <laughs> and uh he he eventually bailed out, and I, I did try to talk to the guy who did win the bid. Um, the 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 polite, the nice thing I could say about him, he was kind of a dickhead. <laughs> so yep. Well, I was trying to tell Chris though what was kind of I don't who knows if anything will come of it. Um, I, I guess that's for a follow up show. But going to it, not only was it a fun experience, but um, Everyone kind of got a sense, right, that I was after the game, and uh, so I had a ton of people come up to me and go, oh, "Are you into pinball machines? Are you into arcade machines?" And uh, I, you know, I've got them. And a lot of the 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 people that were there that you could tell that did this for a living um, hit me up, and so I I gave out a ton of business cards, um, and That's just awesome. was like, "Yeah, yeah," you know, like from a networking standpoint, maybe something will come of it. Um, Shit, yeah, if they're out here like buying. Like lots of this shit and storage units and all the rest of that crap, and they run across some stuff that they want to either move or have yeah. fixed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the one guy uh, I gave a car to, he, I had, I didn't really have any interest in it, but he was like, I, I have a Phoenix pinball machine at home that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm want to get rid of that we've picked up, and he, he didn't know what it was called, but he described to me that he had a Play Choice 10, as well. So. Uh, he goes, yeah, we got this Nintendo thing that plays ten games. He goes, it even has Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers. So, I assume that's what it was. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard anything since this morning. But 
That, it, it was a, it was an experience. Definitely try it once. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bought stuff off of a guy who who bought a storage auction one time, and it was all arcade stuff that he bought at the storage auction. And it, this was like maybe a two-hour drive from here. And uh, after I bought the stuff from him, he wound up telling me he's like, "Yeah, you know, I got all this stuff for like twelve hundred dollars." And I was like, "Geez, <laughs> yeah, like ten or twelve games, bunch of monitors and." Like brand new stuff. I I got three brand new monitors from for a hundred dollars for all three of them. Wow. So, but that was six, five, six years ago. So, and they're still sitting on the shelf waiting for some <laughs> reason to use them. But yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it's it happens. Sometimes you can get lucky, but you you really got to spend major hours doing all that. I think to make it worth it. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so do we want to count that, Mike? As your uh, your weekly your weekly uh, review? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me right now, I, I'm still under construction in the uh, in the garage, so that's that's going along. And um, the only thing I've uh, kind of done is uh, I picked up a J Rock board uh, this week, and um, I, I've only got two games that I can kind of get to in the living room that I'm where I'm storing them all at. So not not playing much or doing anything. I the only thing I've uh, finished up restoration wise is uh, I did a, a, a Jim Bodini might not like this one, but I just finished up a Arknoid um, cabinet. No way! <laughs> Tilt your head back a little bit. Yeah. Oh, no way! <laughs> There you go. Did you say it was a Revenge of Doe? It is. Sell it to Steve. I have before. Or, or, or bring it to Grinkers. Steve, did you ever do anything with the ladybug? The ladybug came from you, huh? It did. Oh, I. It's hard for me to keep track sometimes of what comes from where, but uh, yeah, the ladybug's 100% now. We put. Um, it came with a with a dead monitor in it, right? Yeah, it had collapsed. Yeah, we, um, it was, and what was in there? It was some, like, weird monitor, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's the, it was the original one, isn't it? It was, it was the original, weird. it was the factory universal, like the, what do they call it? Um, Something with an N, isn't it? Um, yeah. They, I, I can't remember. They're not yeah. very well regarded, are they? No, it was not well regarded here, either. <laughs> uh-huh. So it was, it was pretty much the conversation went something like, uh, "Hey Dan, do we have a, a cap kit for that?" And Dan says, "No." And if we had a cap kit for that, I wouldn't use it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we ended up uh, we pulled that monitor out. I think we put a Geo Seven in it, um, and it works. It's one hundred percent right now. Great, that's cool. Sweet. I can't wait to see it. Right on. It's in the back room right now. We have a um, we had uh, there was also a joystick um, problem well, it with did, it. It didn't have the original one. Um, yeah, it had a like a, a bat type of joystick or something, right? Like a like a Mortal Kombat type or something. I it can't wasn't. Now. Um, I know I that it wasn't. It didn't look correct. So we no. pulled. Yeah. So we pulled that whatever was in there. We pulled it out, and I put a uh, a, a red ball top 
joystick in there that looked correct, but we had to do a whole like fabrication underneath the control panel to get it to work and not compromise the top of the control panel, the art. Um, so we did that, and uh, we replaced the monitor, and now it's 100%. So Is this because you're getting it ready for Grinkfest, Steve? No. <laughs> no. Nice. no comments. I have... Yeah. Well, I, actually, I'm I'm trying to learn to like the game. Um, I don't like I like the game, and I hate the game. Um, we talked about this before. It it's the issue where, um, like if you're playing Pac-Man and you push to the left, you can push to the left and Pac-Man will go left, and he'll continue to go left until you give him some other input. Um, but with Ladybug. If you want to go left and have the ladybug continue to go left, you have to hold the joystick down the whole time. Um, so you can't like send him in a direction and wait. Um, you have to continue to hold it the whole time. And the same thing is true with changing direction. So if you want ladybug to go up, you've got to. If you're going left, you got to hold down left the whole time. And then when there's a path that goes up, right at the perfect moment when the ladybug gets there, then you have to push up. But if you push up just a fraction too early, ladybug the ladybug will stop and like won't move oh, at all. Weird. Yeah, that drives me that drives me crazy because on pack, you know, if, if you're going if you're going across a path on pack and you push up early, pack will continue to go that direction and then once it reaches the up path, it'll go up. So you're you're coming, you're coming, you're coming, yep. you're coming. You're, you press up early and then when it gets there, it goes up. And Eyes so it's is really, the same way. Where, really? Yeah, where it has to be perfect timing, and I, that drives me crazy. I can't. That that that, that kills me. I and wonder if there more, was different revisions where maybe they tried to address that. Probably well, not. That's, that's what I'm, I'm hoping that somebody will. Or just will a feature of the out. game. No, it's not. We we looked for like dip switches or like um, settings in the um, menu, and there's nothing. And I haven't been able to find anything online either. So if somebody knows yeah. out there in Internet land that oh yeah you can modify it and then it plays more smoothly. Then right, but that, that takes away from the actual game though, right? I mean the original game didn't do that. Yeah, if that's if that is the case, I guess. Huh? Yeah, but it, it, it's the joystick you replaced it with the uh, that correct and is it playing correct? Whoa, <laughs> robotic. I think he was asking if was it the joystick that you replaced that's doing that, and I, I don't think so. I think that's the way Ladybug plays. Yeah, yeah. all the ones I played, that's what they do. They yeah, just it's just a different way of, of playing it. It's just it's kind of like yeah. you always have to have the gas pedal on, whereas in Pac-Man you don't. You just get it going and it goes by itself. Yeah, well, the pro the problem with and then and that's fine if it's a like a, a game at my house, it's not a big deal. But to put it on the floor at Grinker's, it's it's kind of a frustrating interface. So. You know, you you have a and that and that the the game the name and the artwork um, appeals to what does it appeal to? It appeals to women, right? So you got centipede and you got um, you, know, you know pole position and ladybug. Well, that looks like a cute game, but they play ladybug and it's like hard to control. You know, it's one of three games they play at Grinkers and they're like, oh, that wasn't any fun, and it kind of ruins everything. So yeah. from a from a universal appeal standpoint. Um, it makes me not want to put that game on the floor. So 
at uh, at Grinkfest that the that game will at present um, have a, a home in the back room. <laughs> or my house. <laughs> right, yeah. Hey, Steve. It's, it's probably one of the reasons why I didn't do as well as Pac-Man back in the day, too, right? Probably. You know, yeah. it's 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 a fun game. I mean, I, I've actually grown to like it considerably. I, I personally like that game a lot. You just have to get through that learning curve because we've been, we've all been, like, programmed, not programmed, but we're accustomed to, you know, the Pac, Miss Pac, you know, interface, how it works. And you play this game, it's a maze game, you know, it's kind of like Pac-Man, you expect it to, to function like Pac-Man, and it doesn't, and it pisses you off. And so you have, you have to get past that to be able to enjoy the game. And for, you know, at Grinkers, where everybody's kind of, you know, are where our guests are more casual gamers, they're not going to invest the time to get past that. They're not going to like it, they're, and they're going to move on. And that's a bad experience. Uh, Steve, you never had a... Did, did you have a lock and chase there? Um, no, I've never had a lock and chase. We have a mousetrap. Uh, lock and chase is one I've been looking for, looking forward to playing because I played a lot on my television back in the day and I always wanted to play the arcade version. I've never played one. Well, who's, I, who's the manufacturer of that for an arcade game? Uh, Taito, I think. Oh, really? Taito. Okay. Huh. Tato. Taito. Yeah, it's Taito. Taito. Taito, yeah. Taito. <laughs> yes, you gotta say it like you're an angry Japanese guy. Taito. Taito. Taito, lock and chase. Okay, so I don't. I think the last one who did their weekly review was still Mike, so I don't, you want to pass it along to somebody else there, Mike? They can do their weekly review? I need to go to bed here soon, so if you guys want to ask me any questions, I'd... Go for it, Buffett. Yeah, what'd you eat tonight? Um, I had, <laughs> let's see. I had two pieces of chicken, a half a box of rice roni, some corn, and then I had two and a half tuna fish sandwiches. Jesus. <laughs> and then I had a bag of popcorn. And I was debating on whether to open up the bag of chips, but I didn't have anything to drink, so I didn't open them up. And then nice the Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> no, no, I don't need none of that. I'm good. You're, you're you want to buy it this week? <laughs> uh, it seemed a little bit light, but... <laughs> it, it is, but... I need money for other things, so it has to be. You, uh, you wash it down with your uh, super tanker of soda? <laughs> I had three quarters sweet of gold ice sweet it was sweet tea sweet tea. Uh, tea. There you go. He's he's a southern gentleman, he drinks sweet tea. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Just drank a couple gulps of vinegar too, so <laughs> <laughs> some delicious, delicious vinegar. You're just looking to obliterate the toilet, aren't you? <laughs> I'm telling you what. <laughs> I've helped it out twice today. Oh, boy. <laughs> Horrible. Hey, Buffett, do you have any uh, Cinematronics monitors? No, I don't have any of that stuff. Unfortunately, I do not. Speaking of food. So. <laughs> Come on, do do the piggy. What's, what's the piggy? Do the truffle shuffle. I actually have a shirt of the truffle shuffle. I, I'm plan on wearing it 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do anything in arcade-related, Buffett? I went to MAGFest Classic. Oh, yeah, yep. how did that go? Yeah. Oh, it was good. Had a uh, bunch of my games there and some other games from one or two other collectors. And, uh, and who won the uh, Crane Tournament? Uh, I don't have... Well, I might have the list in my bag over there, but uh, it wasn't a K-Lover. I can't remember who it was. Or, no, a uh, guy by the name... He went by the name of JJ. <laughs> won the Crane Tournament, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry, but K-Lover just sounds wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'll be your K-Lover. K-Lover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, K-Lovers K-Lover. play Gay Plus, Crafty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will be at uh, Grinkfest. There's going to be a lot of K-Love there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lots of Gay Plus, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't fight it. Just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let it happen. <laughs> but I ran no a couple. Game, plus just J O. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I ran a couple tournaments and stuff like that, and talked to a bunch of people, did a couple repairs and whatnot, and went around. Did you guys have a Windjammers tournament? Tournament? I think you mentioned that. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we did not at this one. We did not have a Neo Geo Cab at Classic. Oh, okay. But we will at uh, Magfest Prime in, in February. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's always fun. What did you fix while you while you were there? Uh, let me see if I can remember. Uh, I helped. Uh, I helped fix a little bit. I helped fix the road burners. Um. Let's see. I got a couple games to turn on. They couldn't figure out. I got. Uh, I got to do some adjustment and. Um, uh, rework on my ice cold beer machine. Um, I did. I finally figured out. We finally figured out. I had help, but we finally figured out all the dip switches for um, my claw machine. Finally, and how to adjust the claw. So that was cool. Finally figured out five after five years of owning the darn thing. Um, uh, let's see here. Figured out the X Men six player had a monitor problem. Um, well, there's some Neo Geo. Yeah, buddy. Um, Could you actually hear that? Oh, yeah. 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 I heard the startup, this Neo Geo startup music. Wind jammers? Yeah. 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 You, you easy there, tire Claw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But all in all, talked to a bunch of people. Um, one of the guys lost his key to his Mr. and Mrs. Pack pinball, so I had to open that forcefully with a screwdriver. So I bashed out the lock and got that all opened up for him. Didn't damage the door any. So I had to do that. Um, uh, like I said, talked to a bunch of people and Watched a bunch of the pretty girls go by. I did do that. There's a lot of them there. So. These were actual women? What's that? These were real women and not like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. MAGFest? <laughs> yes, believe it or not, there is actual women at MAGFest, yes. Wow, okay, cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fun. 
uh, long weekend, of course. You know, it's the way it goes. Cool. Oh, but um, there was a one guy that was supposed said he was going to try to join the hangout. Was going to ask me a couple monitor questions, but I guess he didn't make it in. I guess. Yeah, he's been messaging me the last couple of weeks on Twitter. He said that he, you got part of it right now that it was a um, K7000 chassis he was looking at or something. Some uh, he emailed me today, and I was chatted with him once or twice, but I can't find the email to or the PM to figure out who it was. Yeah, he's he said that uh, he would might come on if there was room and if uh, his Comcast internet went, got back up. Mm. Guess he lost his internet. They have, yeah, because I, I just don't remember who it was. So. Hey, Dave, can we get a commentary? Yeah, at least a live stream. Nice. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> Brian, maybe grab the camera and swing it around real quick. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, that that definitely get us cut off. <laughs> but uh, before Magfest, I picked up ten or eleven more monitors, complete okay. monitors. Wow. Yeah. So got that. Uh, I fixed a couple monitors. Between last podcast and I fixed a Geo Seven today, right before the podcast. So you, re you rebuild the whole thing. Yeah, caps fly back. You know, horizontal width coil. What's that? Big, lot, lot of reflow on the chassis. So the big fuse was blown. And it was funny. The big fuse was blown, and they used one of those um, like adapter fuse things where you can clip it onto the bad one and put a good one on the top. Why, why would you do that? Uh, well, I guess because they're soldered in, and they, I guess they didn't have you know the pigtail fuse. Sure. So, yeah, I've got a couple of them in a drawer here that you know I get once in a while on chassis, two or three of them. It ain't many, but you know, if you get a soldered in fuse and you keep blowing it, you know what I mean. You can just put a higher rated fuse in there to make the what what's blown your fuse, you know, bad, you know. You can blow it up so you know where the problem is if you can't find it. I don't recommend doing that, but you can't. Um, but hey, the monitor worked for the it worked for them, so that's what they did. But uh, I've seen it several t quite a few times on forty nine hundreds. Yeah, that's the ones I've seen it on the most is forty nine hundreds. It's the, I think the first GO seven I've seen it on. So. Yeah, pigtail fuses are just stupid expensive for no reason. I don't get it. So. Come on, Dave. You should be saying these things, not just chatting them. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell which one's which, you know, except for the hat. You know, that's about it. <laughs> oh, there goes the mirror. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, last week that was me. I spit beer all over the place last week. So. That, that got all over my monitors, all, the keyboard, everything. That was, that was uh, Adam's fault, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> well, we had, a, we had a guy do that. We were at the IHOP. Did I, I don't know if I told you the story or not before, but we had a guy at the IHOP, one of those big round tables. And um, we were all sitting around it. Well, anyway, he was drinking some milk or something. I think it was either milk or coffee. And uh, I think it was coffee. And I made him laugh, and he managed to hit every one of us around that on the round table. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we called him Super Soaker. 
<laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And we went to Chili's the next, well, like a week later, we all met up at Chili's, and um, I brought uh, three or four pieces of cardboard so everybody would have a shield. <laughs> Do the ladies know him as Super Soaker, too? What's that? <laughs> Do the ladies know him by that nickname, too? Yeah, yeah, everybody knows him by that. It's not, not a bad rep. No. <laughs> no, but it was coffee, not milk. I think it was coffee, yeah. At least he got it all over his Mac the most, so, you know. But it, I was sitting all the way on the other side. Now, mind you, this table's like 10, 10 feet in diameter. I mean, it's not a small round table. <laughs> he managed to get everybody on the table. It was funny. <laughs> hey, Orange Whip, is there a way that um, uh, when we're broadcasting this that people can see the live chat that we've got going? I, I think, think it's actually private on purpose. Yeah, I don't think so. That'd be because they miss out on a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could you could chat in the uh, in the one, the yeah. live YouTube yeah. one, but yeah, I think it's yeah, it's private on purpose. I think. How is it you think the guys are gonna do the arcade outsiders on Thursday? Well, Ooh, hang on, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's the voice. So it's basically the same as this, just no video. Is that we'll what it is? Yeah, they'll just turn their cameras off. Exactly. Huh. So is there a chat room then, or how does well, that work? We, yeah. we always we always fire up an IRC channel just like we did before. Okay. So they, they might use the um, arcade uh, outsider or the video game outsiders. Right. The other, so, yeah. Well, they could possibly use the the YouTube chat too. Yeah. Like, like, Jack, if yeah. you go into the YouTube where this video is being shown live, there is a chat ch chat thing there. Oh, is the only, there? The only so people problem, are watching, we can talk to them. The only problem with the YouTube one, though, is that it's not very, the height isn't very tall. So, like, if peop, everyone's typing, the thing's just going to go nuts. Like, yeah. at least with IRC, you can really scroll up and, like, it's a lot more yeah. friendly yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, no, I'm just saying for, I mean, if you wanted to go in there and talk to people, you could. Yeah. I mean, oh, where, well. there's, where there's 13 people watching, including some of us, uh, it's not too chaotic. Right. It's not hard to set up an IRC channel either. No, I was say, if, if, if this goes crazy and people want to chat more, we can always set up an IRC channel. That's yeah. very easy. That's simple. Huh. Simple for all you computer techies. I don't get it. Right. <laughs> it's old school in the, in the computer world. Yeah, I, I know what it is, and I use it, but it mine boots to the specific channel that I have it set to, and I don't know how to change it. So, well, you yeah. just got to make sure which network you're on, and then join a channel. Mm, I try that. Well, I fail miserably, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change it. So, all right, Buffett, know. do you want to pass it along to somebody else since you said you needed to hit the sack there? Yeah, I'm gonna listen to you guys, you know, as I go, but. Uh, between uh, Jim and Andrew, let's do some paper, rock, rock, paper, scissors to see who wins. All Best right. Out of three. Jim? All right. Out of three? Uh, so I got to. Yeah, all right. Three. I'm going to. Hold up a second. All right. So I'm. All right. <laughs> one. How do you want to do this? A one, two, three, shoot? Yeah, yeah. Just like my right. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that quick? All right. All right. Let's go. One, one two, two, three. three. Oh, I thought you were one, two, three, shoot. Three and go, or going three? <laughs> this is going to take like ten minutes. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, one, two, three, go. One, two, three, one, one, two, two three, three go. go. All right, we have I to do it again. 
I can't even see yours. Well, click on my icon so you, you can both see. both have scissors? God damn it. <laughs> I had the thumbs up. All right. All right. One, two, One. three. <laughs> rock, paper, lizard. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. All right. Yeah. All right. One, One two, two, three. Shoot. What the fuck is this? Is that supposed to be... You're doing that shit on purpose? I did this. Is this right. supposed to be paper? That's paper, I thought right? this is paper. Uh, I don't... <laughs> well, what? well, then I beat you either way, so... Alright, well, you go fucking first, because I don't know what Crafty anyway. Cause that's what's going this is the dumbest thing. Yeah, ever. Crafty and Andrew have a story to tell. God damn it. Oh, I, does it involve uh, super soakers? No, it involves uh, a guy with a guitar and uh, lots of straps. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I better get done quick, then. That sounds exciting. Um, uh, now a whole lot... For, for me, I've been preparing for a job interview all week, so um, I played a lot of eyes again. I got another 500,000 score. I can't, for the life of me, beat the second uh, level eight. So I can always I can get through this pretty consistently through level eight, and then the second wave of it, I suck. So um, other than that, I've been there. Goes Steve. I was going to ask him a f god damn it. Both times you went ask. <laughs> yeah, like. It, that's it's almost the same as when I got cut off by. Uh, uh, What's his name? His Mark. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. Like ten times. It, it's almost worse because he's like, ah, Jim's talking. I'm gonna just gonna fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he doesn't want to yawn on screen. Yeah. Well, that's very kind of him. <laughs> um. So I've been. There was a guy that just today posted that he's got a restored Super Punch Out. It actually looks pretty nice, and he's. Welcome to entertaining offers. So um, I immediately that was like eight o'clock this morning. So I sent Steve a PM. He apparently sent the guy a private message. So I'm really hoping that they work out a deal. I hope that he's not asking for some ridiculous amount of money. Like it's a nice super punch up. But anytime someone says, "Yeah, I'm willing to entertain offers," I ha yeah. get the impression that they want something really like they don't want to sell it. They just want like a really good price, like yeah. a really good. So. I don't have high expectations, but it'd be kind of cool. Like, there's only three weeks until Grinkers. It'd be <laughs> fucking awesome if some, if like it, within that time, Steve got a super punch out. Yeah, I think I saw that too. The guy's like in Oregon or something, right? I can't I remember. Yeah, like I think in so. Northern Oregon. Yeah, isn't too terribly far from Idaho. Right. Anyways, uh, that yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, I've just been playing playing games uh, and enjoying them. So that's all I got. All right, you guys, story time. Andrew and uh, Crafty. Crafty, you there? I am here. Am I muted? No, I'm here. Yes, yeah, you can hear here. me. I, I'm here. So Crafty and I went on a little adventure this morning, Ooh. this very morning. Did you wake that's up right. in the same bed? With Mr. John Exidy. I, we cannot <laughs> confirm or deny any involvement of anyone else besides the two of us. That's right. It's very sensual. <laughs> it's top secret. Top secret. Oh, okay, I'm interrupting you guys. Steve's back. <laughs> so, Steve. All right, Steve. So, he put his headphones on. Steve, let Jim task his fucking question. Did uh, you hear back about that guy, about that super punch-out? 
Oh, yes. Um, he wanted like three grand huh, or something stupid. So I'll tell you exactly what he said. So I, so I got your PM. You, uh, so we're, we're trying to find a super punch out so that Jimbo Dini can go for a world record attempt at Grinkfest this year. And uh, Jimbo created a thread on Clav, which is like, please help Idaho Farmer find the <laughs> right. super punch out. I've been, I've been so annoyingly bumping that thing like every day. People are going to be sick to death of it. It's like the last like 30 posts of just me bumping it. <laughs> like my last one was like uh, what, what was it? It was something on Arkanoid related. Oh, Bumpanoid Revenge of Grinkers. <laughs> <laughs> so I got your, so I, you PM me today like I don't know, maybe five hours ago and you said, hey, somebody replied back in the post, in the thread and said that they have a super punch out and to make an offer. And, uh, and I, so I went and I looked at the at the post that he made, and it's it pretty much says this super punch out is like the perfect, most best ever punch out in the history of the world. Yep. I was just <laughs> telling these guys that based on his whole I'm entertaining offers and this and that, I'm like he's gonna want like the house for this fucking thing. I just know it. So he uh, so I pee him and I'm like because he said give me an offer. And there's no way I'm giving anybody an offer. So I, I pretty much said, you know, give me a feel for what price range you're thinking about. And he replied back, <clears throat> and he said... Here it comes. Drum roll out. I love it. Come on, drum uh, roll. I'm, I'm guessing like three grand. Pretty close. Oh, uh, fuck that. 2500 bucks. Oh, oh, my God. That's God. stupid. <laughs> You know, and for Super Punch Out, I mean, Super Punch Out is everything. It's not as common as as, as Punch Out, but shit. I mean, those things go like the last ones I've seen have been like on the high end, like fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Fully restored. Yeah. 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 You know, and and it's you know it's plus, plus you'd have to ship it. Right. Exactly. Which is another four hundred bucks on top. So, you know, I'm gonna tell them. You know your game is beautiful and it's probably worth twenty five hundred bucks just to be a nice guy, but you know I'm I'm a buyer at fourteen and see what he says. Um, yeah. and in fact, I, I did say that. I haven't heard back yet. I just checked and no no response sure. yet. But um, and um, I don't think you I don't think he really wants to sell it either. Yeah, I think he's like, that's what I mean. Like anytime I see entertaining offers, uh. That's someone that doesn't want to sell, but if they get a ridiculous amount of money, they'll consider it. Yeah, so, exactly. Know, it's just kind of a bummer. So yeah, keep bumping that thread, huh? Oh, yeah. well, that's what I was just telling everyone. I'm like, how you know? There's only three weeks to Grinkers, so I, I haven't lost all hope. But you know, it's yeah, it's we're still, about a week away from the cutoff. It's stupid. Like I started that thread so long ago. I'm like, this shouldn't be that hard. I mean, there's. Especially like with Arkanoid and stuff, but like we've gotten what maybe like three or four people that kind of chimed in, and it's all been it hasn't been like straight up people that want to sell. Last week oh, you mentioned something. Oh, what? I was gonna say we could talk about Ar Arkanoid figures into our story a little bit. Me and Andrew's story involves some Arkanoid, so. Well, I think uh, Mike needs to bring his Arkanoid to Grinkers if he's uh, if he's driving. If not, he needs to just sell it. <laughs> Chris can bring it. Sure. Yeah, he's used to bringing games to shows. 
Yeah, you could even take it back with you. <laughs> You're going to be playing back by Steve's desk by all the beer kegs. Right, <laughs> right. That's perfect. That's like heaven. I just need, I just need the tap, like... <laughs> a funnel and a spinner, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's right. I think, weren't you guys talking about having a setup on a Pac-Man machine for uh, Arkanoid? Yeah, I don't... Some? Did you ever hear anything about that board and spinner, uh, Steve? Cause I, no. Yeah, that's... Cause I well? actually have a control panel that's a... It, it was a Pac-Man that was converted to Arkanoid, and I just yanked the whole control panel... It's all still together, but it fits a Pac-Man. So sure. I don't know if, huh. what other pieces that are needed, but I've got multiple circuit boards. I don't know their working status, though. <laughs> so. uh, Mike, what uh, what cabinet's your Revenge of Doe in? You guys are going to all boo me, but it's in a Tato Classic. It's Revenge of Doe, or is it a regular ta- uh, Arkanoid? Well, I, uh, I, right now I have Revenge of Doe in it. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I, ha- I have both, um, but uh, the, the cab I got was um, uh, it had a bootleg board in it, and the wiring was, there was nothing left Tato-wise inside, so I ended up sure. just yanking it and wiring it for JAMA. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Revenge of Doe is a title game anyways. No, that's how I felt, but I, I got all kinds of shit out of yeah. Well, yeah, you post that, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I I have a, a mine's in a painted black Pac-Man cab that uh, I got for fifty bucks that had nothing. Uh, Dave, uh, do you have something to share with the rest of us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to raise your hand before you talk. Well, I'm sorry. I, I thought I was. <laughs> you're, you're 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 pulling a Mockman. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, Mockman <laughs> got the record. His he was muted. I unmuted him. You can unmute him. That good conversation there. Well, yeah. he, was, he was asking about Arkanoid. What was Arkanoid? And we see him all the time on Craigslist. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, it's that Space Age breakout thing. It's they're always on Craigslist locally. But Revenge of Doe, you know, I've never, never seen. Yeah, never, you guys yeah. go back. I apologize. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. It was my it was my fault, Dave. I I turned your mic off. Oh yeah, so I got all kinds of shit for my Pac-Man one too, but it, you know, it was there was it was completely gutted, uh, painted black, and truth be told, most of the Arkanoid kits were designed for those cabs. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, it, you know, it was a it was a great condition cab. Um, it, it was an Alpine ski. Um, oh. I figured one day I could make an Alpine ski if I need to be. Yeah. But, well, you uh, should make an Alpine ski just so you could hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually love Alpine ski. Damn it, 34K, i got to go get a beer now. I'm sitting here with an empty glass. 34 says he hates it, but he loves it. Well, you know what? It brought me the victory. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys check the YouTube chat? So Mox, Mox watching. He's not uh, obviously oh. in our room. He's like, I heard that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, i, I got to grab another beer now, too. Well, be well, Mike, that'd be sweet if uh, you guys could work out bringing that to um to Grinkers. You're going for the world record on that? Yeah, I would. I mean, my my high score is like 1.2 million. I think the Orcade is 1.6, so I could easily get second place because second like what is it? Second place is like 391,000. So it, there's this huge gap, 
But I think on a good day with the right amount of beer, uh, I could I could do the 1.6. All of it depends on one stage, honestly. So it's a uh, it's a weird game. I mean, you know, like I, I feel like Arknoid kind of uh, eases you into it, and uh, that first level on Revenge, at least for you know my kids and my wife, and they, it, it it's kind of a hard first level. Um, it starts to. It can be, but yeah. but it's a lot more entertaining because of all of the different power-ups. Yeah, well, and I like that you can go, uh, you can choose your direction and kind of yeah. change the game up a little bit, uh, so it's not as monotonous and doing you know the same, you know, order of levels and. Yep. But. Uh, and yeah. I love that you can turn you can turn um continues off and so it makes the game a lot more challenging. Like I've never completed the game. There's uh, 30-something levels, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, I think there's 30, 31, somewhere. Can there. you finish it? It has an ending? Yeah, there's a bot. Um, a, there's two. There's a sub-boss, and then there's a final boss. And a sub-boss is like on the third level. I think there might be one more sub-boss. Is, is there any path? Is there a true path? I mean, it, it seems Well, there's, like... there's a path that I prefer. I always like to avoid the sub-boss because you don't get that many points for defeating the sub-boss, um, whereas you get a hell of a lot more points for the other stages where there's a ton of bricks, and there's levels that are clearly easier than others. Yeah. So knowing knowing the the path, or like the path that you perform best at is really crucial, and it doesn't take long to get that. There's actually, I, I've been watching eBay for a while. There's a poster that they came out with that has a map of all of the levels. It's a really cool poster. I should see if I can find it on, online here. And um, and that's send it's really neat. Send it to me if you find it. That's cool. Yeah. What, why haven't we seen you do a gameplay video of uh, Revenge of Bill yet? Because it's, uh, it's in storage. Actually, it's at uh, a buddy of mine's house. He's storing it because he likes that game. He's got my dartboard. He used to have my Miss Pack and then, and then that game. So I Do a show I, from there then. Well, that's like 60 miles away. It's not bad. That's not terrible. I'll just be like, uh, I'm going to come over. You can, you know, he's a cop too, so like he works these weird like late night shifts and stuff. Be like, uh, just keep your door unlocked. I'm just going to hang out and play play some games by myself. With your wife. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to hang out. <laughs> On the internet. <laughs> yes. Through video. It'll be safe. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let me yeah. Let me look see if I can find that poster. So crafty. Yeah. So should we? Uh, let's let's kick let's kick this off. Yeah. We'll kick it off since it kind of does dovetail back into uh, a revenge a revenge of Doe story. Um, Be like, uh, just keep. Your... Is your YouTube on? Mute that What's shit. That? Somebody somebody's got a YouTube feedback loop going on here. Oh yeah, they I don't did. think it's mine. They muted it. Okay. Some, whoever did, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we got, uh, we individually, me and Andrew, got different texts without knowing the other would be there. It was kind of one of these things. <laughs> it was stealthy. Uh, and then Andrew missed the uh, location because um, of the confusion between uh, a street and an interstate having the same two numbers, 76, which is kind of weird that 76, I-76 doesn't actually cross the street at 76th Avenue, it crosses at 56th, 
who knew? It's kind of one of those weird things. It's so um, he so missed. Lost. The so he got lost. So he missed the guitar, and and our host, who we will will not name, but. Um, <laughs> he had told me he had told me this story all all about this this particular uh, guy that, that it's it's kind of it's it's like warehouse thrift shop I don't know what he does out of there but there's a lot of different things going out of this place I think they actually rent apartments now that's kind of their main business um, you know so it's just all kinds of crap uh, not just arcade stuff but it's like cleaning equipment and supplies and fertilizer it's weird it was weird but. Um, he but told me about it. At the heart of it, though, it was it was basically a warehouse raid. Yeah, like so to get to like the the crux of what's going on here. Yeah, the guy yeah, did a bunch of weird yeah. shit, including playing guitar, which crap we will get to. But arcade games, he had a fuck. Yeah, yeah, we, it wasn't like a fertilizer raid. Um, although I probably need some for the backyard, but um, he we so yeah, um, I've been told about this guy and his uh, his guitar playing skills, and I was hoping that. You know, he would like pull the guitar out uh, because um, apparently he likes to do that. And the minute we walked into his office, he said, "He's on the phone." He's like, "Well, give me a minute, and I'll get this phone, and then I'm gonna play five minutes of guitar." Before we talked about anything, and he pulled out his guitar and played like this really jamming. Uh, I don't know, some kind of like uh, you know, one of those south of the border kind of lots of picking on the acoustic guitar and thumping, you know, and. It's pretty sweet. Um, so, Andrew, you missed all that. I did miss that. I, I was uh, I was busy turning around at Seventy uh, Sixth Street rather rather than I Seventy Six. But uh, yeah, I guess it was um, it, it it was really uh, it was fun because uh, I'd heard about this story a couple different times over the last year or so. So it was like. You've seen a movie, but now you get the movie is like half. You get to like meet the people in the movie, and they're, they're like playing their characters in front of you. So it was like uh, stories come to life. So it was fun. Uh, the guy's he's a little bit weird, for sure. But um, but yeah. So then, then me and Andrew and uh, another That's friend went down there yeah. and uh, yeah and uh, toured the place and uh, Andrew spotted a cab that he wanted that that he actually picked up that he can talk about. I ended I, I up did. getting. Yeah. Oh, go I'll ahead. Talk, I, about I, you. I, talk about your shit. Yeah, I just ended up getting. You know, I I ended up getting some boards, uh, uh, two two Tempest sets, uh, probably not working, but for ten bucks each, um, and uh, some Neo Geo carts for like ten bucks. That were they were good carts, and uh, a Verse uh, Super Mario Brothers PPU and ROM set for five bucks. So. You know, some so light take, but you know, some some nice stuff there. Good prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have that Tempest now in my garage. So I, when uh, when we found those Tempest boards, I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to just at least have those for parts, or I could if I could get one of those sets working, I'd have a backup set. So the price was right. Yeah, this but, place. Uh, there were probably oh. Uh, 100, 150 games in this wow. warehouse. Um, shit that had been untouched for many, many years. Um, I don't know how long this stuff had been sitting in the warehouse, but like most of the tags we found on stuff were uh, old repair tags that were um, from the 90s and 2000s. So at least a good 10, 15 years before a lot of this stuff had been touched. 
the reason why Crafty and I won't give any details about this stuff is because there's actually still a fair number of games there. And uh, the, the local people who know about it may be going back for more. But they're posting it on Facebook. Well, maybe, maybe yeah, if it's them. There might be some stuff on Facebook, but there's no no details about what's actually left there or where it right. is. So, um, no no details as far as stuff. But this is a classic warehouse raid. Um, uh, this is an old operator's uh, cache, basically, of stuff. Uh, literally, board sets stacked from floor to ceiling along walls. Um, we saw probably 30 or 40 necked monitors, oh, which man. sucked. Um, probably uh, maybe another 40 or 50 monitors that were in some kind of operable shape, whether they're missing chassis, but the tubes look like they were intact. Um, yeah, lots of stuff. Uh, a stack of marquees and bezels and uh, MVS cards. I mean, it's classic like warehouse shit. I mean, so many games, so many parts and pieces, it's almost overwhelming. There seems to be a lot of warehouses in that area from the amount of posts I've been seeing. <laughs> there are a few, yeah. A lot of arcades so, back in the day? I, uh, yeah, I think uh, Denver was not a uh, not unfamiliar with the arcade craze. So there, there, there was a pickup. I did actually pick up a game. So Crafty picked up parts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a uh, John Jacobson here. <laughs> um, so I did pick up uh, one game from the, the place my, my van, I can only hold one game at a time uh, unless they're cocktails and I'm not buying cocktails so um, yeah, I did pick up a game today and uh, I, I actually did it with a specific set of people in mind Ooh. oh my god <laughs> I just got a boner. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> oh, is, is that in a Sega cabinet? <laughs> well, uh, poor Steve. Great <laughs> screenshot. Great timing too. Adam's not on. Adam's not on. Does someone grab a screenshot? Yeah, we should do this. Is that a, is that a Frogger right. cabinet? Yeah, it is. It's a. Uh, it's at least a, a Sega confirmed cab. I don't know if it's a Frogger yeah. or a Zaxxon. The buttons are to the left. Someone get the screenshot. No, that looks like um, it's a Sega cabinet, but that looks like my Frogger, which technically wasn't. A, it's a Sega cabinet, but not a Frogger. I think that's um. Oh, what's the name of the game? Because it's got the longer coin door, the taller coin door. I um, thought that they had two variations on the coin doors. They, yeah. they did. Mine was originally was a space something. Or um, I need to look that up. Forget what it was. I won't be able to find my old thread. The pink note that's on it says, uh, "Oh yeah. I think it says working 1997." So so wait, so I, I gotta like like backfill a little bit here. So I bought this game. I got it for a hundred bucks. Nice buy. Uh, so I bought it, and I actually I fell victim. I have to admit, to a bit of a knob, kind of thing here. It was crammed in with a bunch of games. It wouldn't have been that hard to pull out, but I didn't. The note, the note on the front says, working. It does, however, say, working. 
So I get this thing out, and we've already paid for them, and I go around back. I didn't fucking look inside, and there's no board. Ah, uh, but if that's all you're missing, that's that's not the worst thing. No, it's not the worst thing, and actually, I'm 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 talking with uh, <laughs> Snore. Hey, does, does it have Does it have the side art? It does, actually. Yeah, here, let me show you the side art. So you lucked out because for two reasons. One, it's got the bezel, which aren't very common. The the CPO is not. Is that the original CPO? It looks like it. Well, I don't know. So, like, yeah, present this. Well, yeah, the the conversions had that Romstar blue. And it Wait, it was no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! How do you share? Can I share pictures? I don't. I gotta figure out how to do that. I grabbed but, uh, a couple. The original CPO had um, it was it was there. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, the original. Yeah, and that's very uncommon. Like, there's no reproductions made of that. Um, side art exists. I think not not reproductions, but I think I picked up a new old stock for mine. But the bezel and the CPO are easily the le least common. God damn, it's yeah, so it's dirty. I mean, it is absolutely warehouse fresh. Uh, it's still cool. I love it. Has uh, has anybody actually taken like? Uh... Oh, it's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Has anybody actually taken like uh, digital shots of those so that they can be revectored or anything yet? Do you um, know? It, I got. I just got a PM like two days ago from a dude um, that saw one of my old threads about how that stuff hasn't been reproed, and he scanned and vectorized it. So he sent me the high res file. He doesn't want me to share it yet, but if um, if I want it to be, because I think he wants to have reproductions printed and then sell them, but he said that I could do it with, with it, what I want. So uh, the bezels all exist. The CPO, I don't believe, does, but it's a fairly basic CPO. It's, it's pretty just, basic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could scan or reproduce this pretty fucking easily. Like that would be that'd be fantastic. Well, I would buy, I, I would get a CPO, probably another bezel printed, and um, I've come across two bezels. I've never seen a CPO, and uh, I've only seen why well, I've got the side art. But with what I want to do with the cabinet, with my my pack cabinet, is um, is repaint it, possibly do some laminate to color match the artwork, <laughs> and so I would need new side art. <laughs> hey buddy, welcome back to the party. <laughs> oh shit, I almost got out of here. <laughs> I, I really shouldn't be such a dick. I haven't even been out to Grinkers yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. But actually, the, the the funny thing about this is, like, I, I went to this warehouse and we saw it. I saw it actually in some of the pictures before I actually arrived. And I was thinking, like, I'm going to buy this for fucking Steve, who's been snoring through this whole last bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Steve, um, uh, Andrew picked up a Revenge of Doe. Oh, nice. No way. I yeah. did. Where did you get it? A warehouse rate. It just doesn't have the board. I just need a board, but I'm actually <laughs> working on a board right now. And I might be able to get a board 
and I'll give you everything that I'm getting for the thing it costs if you're interested in it. Are what you guys, uh, what, what cabinet is it in? It's in a, a Sega converter cab. Like a Star Trek? Like a Frogger. No, like a Frogger. There's a camera over there. Okay. Let me go back. Hey, that doesn't look half bad. No, it's actually pretty nice. And the side art is basically intact. I mean, obviously it was it's a conversion, but... So, wait, yeah. hang on. Did, 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 uh, who knew about this? Like, is this like a surprise? Uh, this is a surprise. Dude, that's rad. How are you getting to Grinkers? Uh, I'm driving. Can you bring that with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we actually, uh, this weekend, uh, myself and I think most of the Denver Grinkers crew are getting together at my place. And we got to sort out how exactly we're going there and all the rest of that stuff. Throw it on the roof. Yeah. Throw it on the roof. How much did you buy it for, may I ask? 100 bucks. Yeah, dude, for sure. Bring it. That'd be great. I'd, that would be uh, totally, totally appreciated. That'd be fun. I mean, like, like honestly, like, my thing is I, I bought it because of this whole thing. Uh, it does not have a board in it. But uh, what I was saying is, like, if you're interested, I'd, I'd be happy to give it to you at my cost. Yeah, for sure. That'd be great. I'd be more than happy to do that. And it shouldn't be that hard to get a board for it. You think it would be pretty? Didn't didn't Orange? Didn't you say you had a, a board? I do, but I'm keeping that one. So uh, I, 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 have, I do have a line on a board uh, I'm working on right now. I don't know what it's going to cost or if it's going to work out or not. But I am trying on a board right now. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. But I, I, can always, I can always bring mine to to Grinkfest for for a real record attempts and just bring it back home again if you don't have one by then. And I can always. Oh, I'm sorry, we lost that board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <clears throat> I was gonna so, say I could bring my board too, but mine's got the high score save kit in, and that wouldn't be arcade legal. I that believe. Would be legit. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I will be very much, obviously, Steve, I'm in crazy touch with you anyway, every day, so uh, I'll let you know what the possibility is. I don't... Yeah, let's coordinate. I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, literally, I bought it, like, hoping that Jim could, like, make shit happen and that we could sell it to Brinkers. I just don't know what the reality is yet. We should be able to figure it out one way or another. You're in... Colorado, right? Yeah, Denver. Yeah, that's not too... That's pretty close. Do you have anything else for sale? Defender. Red Donkey Kong? Uh, no, the red's not for sale right now. <laughs> is that an original red Donkey Kong? It is an original red, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. I love it's that. Original five-slot red, so it's a pretty nice. pretty rare red. We just got a... Um, uh, we don't have it yet, but we... We sealed the deal for it. It'll probably take another month or so to get it here, but we got a five-slot uh, Space Demon coming. Nice. Gorgeous. Yeah, That's awesome. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That's going to be fun. What, what did we see? Actually, there was a, a Nintendo cocktail we saw at the uh, the raid we did, Aaron. What was that one, Space? Uh, yeah, that was... Um, it was one of... I thought Buffett was talking about it earlier. Space Thunderbird or... Uh, uh, Firebird? Yeah. Fire, Fire something Bird? like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
they had an original dedicated <coughs> cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, they had, there was a, there were several Nintendo cocktails um, yeah. that I have no idea what was in them, but um, you know they had the original art and everything, and the glass looked okay. Yeah, I mean they were stacked two or three high, but you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were you know there was a lot of stuff in there that had um, you know it wasn't it wasn't a pristine like uh, warehouse that had never been you know I mean it, it had been kind of well <laughs> well picked. Well, uh, but I would understand. say I would say this is like a pretty classic warehouse, though. I mean, the shit was like operators yeah. just throwing shit on shelves and games. Oh yeah. yeah, but I mean, like all the you know the really good stuff is long gone out of what we saw. There were a couple loads that happened before we went. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, five or six red tents came out of this place. Yeah, a whole bunch uh, of red tents came out. There was a, a nice cubert that came out today. The, the Cubert uh, that came out today was nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it worked. Uh, it works from what I yep. understand. Yep. The Star Wars also worked, although it had... It's, uh, had <laughs> after we started pulling it out, uh, one of the sides started kind of coming undone. So, unfortunately, the cab was not very solid. The art was really nice. The side art was great. The cab was not very solid. Yeah. Which There's some good pictures. Yeah. The gyrus, uh, I think, came out there. Yeah, pretty nice. The gyrus. There was a nice gyrus. Yeah. Um, it had dad. Someone had written dad and like uh, magic marker on the side. It's yeah. It's like really. That's some uh, hardcore graffiti there. Yeah, that was like <laughs> mine. My name dad. is Dad. <laughs> Carved inside of it. Um, yeah, but there's you know. But tasteful. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There was a lot of uh, you know. Uh, a lot of uh, Miss Packs and Galagas in various states of disintegration. Uh, yeah, there was probably like 15 Miss Packs in that place. Uh, um, I mean, there was a corner that was literally nothing but Miss Pac-Mans. Yeah. <laughs> I, stepped o- I stepped over the remains. It was like, it had, it's like one of those, uh, like where the wood just is falling apart into a pile of like a little anthill pile of particle board, I like stepped through that because that that cab had just kind of just slowly had fallen apart over the years. But well, I, I wish I'd known. Actually, you didn't tell me. I wish I'd known about the joust that you wanted that joust because I could have I could have easily gotten another cabinet in the van. Oh shit! Well, because Revenge of Doe is not a big cabinet, so I could have slid that one forward. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that. That you if I know that you were looking for one, I definitely could have gotten you that. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, that one didn't have a didn't have a monitor, didn't have a bezel. Uh, it well, was totally there was two jobs, though. What about the yeah, other one? The second one was over in a back room. It would have been a real pain in the ass to get out, I guess, because you have to go through the alley. Um, and so that one had a monitor and a bezel, but yeah, yeah. the one in the big room. Um, well, you want uh, a moon patrol, right? And moon, yeah, a joust or a moon patrol. One of those two is definitely on my list. But yeah, it's one of those uh, woulda, shoulda, like coulda. You know, it's kind of overwhelming. At least it was for me, first time. You know, kind of being in in the warehouse situation and just trying to process it all and figure out. Oh, okay, what about that? Oh, what's that back there? And then you know, yeah. So um, to being decisive, I guess. Being decisive, that seems like a pretty important uh, kind of skill to have in that situation and being able to identify shit really quick. Yeah. And overall, just like move quick. 
Um, that's the advice we were given because it's just really unstable environments. You never know when you're just going to get kicked out. I mean, it was a, it was a bulk buy too. Basically, like there was four of us there who were doing the buys, and um, all told, was it uh, nine full size cabinets left? Yeah, and a whole bunch of like random shit, like crafties parts and stuff like that that went as well. Yeah, just random boards and, and parts and uh, eight high voltage cages for sixty one hundreds and stuff like that. Yeah, they got a whole sixty a sixty one hundred. The whole monitor went with a uh, deflection yeah. board, and then there was there was some like you know unknown condition um, like there was like some Geo eight parts, there was some Geo five parts. Yeah, there was a giant yeah. box of nothing but Geo eight parts. Yeah. Wow. So, what kind of monitor was in your Arkanoid? Uh, it's a fucking weirdo. I have. Is it, is it like a forty five hundred or some weird shit? I, you know, I, I mean, I'll see if I can actually get a. I, Looked at it for a few minutes. I didn't actually uh, try and really identify it. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Probably not. Does it have... Because I wonder if that's so the same. So someone presents... Yeah, it's really dark. I haven't tried to identify it yet. It's a weirdo. Does it have... Is like the chassis like on mounted on like the side of the cabinet type thing? No, it's, it's, it's set up pretty traditionally, but it's all mounted to a wooden panel. Okay. Like everything, like the, 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 the frame is mounted to the panel separately from the chassis. Uh, and then, like, this is the flyback. There's like a, you can't see it. Yeah, uh, I can see the knob, yeah. There's like a, that, that's the focus knob up there. Hmm. It's a, I don't, I've never seen this monitor before. Because my, uh, my Frogger had that old Wells 4500, which I'd never, ever seen. And the, like the boards for the chassis, it, like if you know a 4600 has those data card stuff, everything was mounted to the side of the cabinet, like it was completely separate and weird adjustments, not not a whole lot of documentation, and like nothing worked. The monitor turned on, but like the adjustments didn't work. It was the only time I've seen that model. Actually, uh, this might be a, a, a nano. Okay. Because I, I do see a, a, an adjustment, a, a, there's a. Instruction sheet over here that says Nano 25 type or 20 type. Oh yeah, it's, it has a Sega tag on it, so I wonder. It's if a Sega, is. yeah. I mean, this is the, definitely the original Sega monitor Wait, for is this. Is that 100 yeah. volts? Yeah, yeah, it is a, yeah, it is 100 volts. Yeah, oh, crazy. that's, that's got to be a Nano because. Yep. Well, um, sweet dude. If you ever get bored and want to uh, vectorize and <laughs> get that artwork going. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm more than happy to help you out with the artwork. That I, I get off the stand. Like, I, this is not a keeper for me. This is like, I picked it up in the hope that it was a complete game, which it's not yet, uh, in hopes that I could, like, figure out something else. Yeah, but you're 90% of the way there. Board, I mean, we can make a board work, and we can get a board in there. So, yeah, I mean, if, if we can find a board, I'm happy to bring the rest of the stuff or the whole game, or if Steve wants to ship it, or however we can make it happen to Grinkers, I'm more than happy to make that happen for exactly my cost. I got the. I, I'll be like I said, perfectly honest. I got the cab for a hundred bucks. You know, whatever the board costs, done deal. I, I'm not trying to make a penny off of it. That's still a good price. I mean, just for everything that's there. You think about it. You can get a board. You can usually find a board these days for under a hundred bucks. You know. So yeah, you that's know. what. That's what I. That's what I thought. The boards weren't that expensive. Yeah, I was thinking like eighty. You know, ninety yep. maybe. 
But the spinners, I mean, that's like um, I always see the regular Arkanoid spinners. Uh, they go, you know, they're pretty pricey. So they can the spinner, be, yeah. They felt pretty good on that that one. I you know I twirled around a little bit. It felt okay. Yeah. It definitely needs to be cleaned up and and whatnot. That's gonna be the tough part for drinkers. And I, I'm happy to do whatever I can to clean that stuff up and make it work for the for stuff. But you know, I'm gonna that, end up dumping a lot of money into that game if that ends up getting there because. I'm rusty, and I'm going to be so fucking drunk and determined to, like, keep going. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the right attitude, my friend. Hey, speaking of speaking of dumping a lot of money, uh, this is kind of an odd question, but how much cash do you guys usually prep for, for Grinkers? Good question. Uh, like, last year, I brought 100 bucks cash just for Grinkers, and I probably should have brought a little bit more. Because I spent, okay. like, 60 bucks in quarters and, like, 40 bucks in beer and food. I, I have this strange feeling that I'm going to spend a lot more money on games than I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. Um, I yeah don't think all all your money goes to quarters, basically, because your beers and your food almost doesn't even count. Yeah, that's really cheap. Right. I think it's going to depend on how busy it is, too, right? Right. Well, I'm actually, I, ended up, I ended up going to the uh, Wells Fargo, which is right across the parking lot. Um, from Brinkers, and I think I ended up going there for quarters because it was easier just to grab, like, rolls. Gotcha, yeah. So I just went there, I think, with, like, like I don't know, 20, 30 I, bucks. And just I remember quarters. thinking that I played a ton and didn't spend that much. Like, it was right. a super value. That, uh, oh, it's, yeah, ridiculous value. Yeah. That, yeah, like, I think the first, the first year I brought two rolls of quarters, and I think I did run out uh, the last night, a couple hours before I got like five dollars more, and then last year, I was trying, I was trying to match dollar for dollar uh, beers for quarters spent on games. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I think I was pretty close, but I couldn't say for sure by the end of the night. <laughs> but uh, um, I joke, I, I joke about it, but I, I guarantee that it's still the truth that I spent more in Alpine Ski than I did for beer and food the entire weekend. Oh, oh I know I did. I, I know I did, too. I mean, I, I think I was... If you weren't on that machine, I was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kept going... I just kept going back. I ignored the whole tournament just to keep going back to that game. Well, that's... that's. I mean, like, depending on what the tournament games are, if Arkanoid's there, I'm going to be playing the shit out of that. <laughs> Like I know I'm I'm going to be like I'm not going to rest until I get you know either the sc high score or something I'm at least somewhat satisfied with. But it's I, I recommend doing this though. It, it's kind of fun to kind of know what track, how much you spent. Just bring a couple rolls of quarters, you know, yeah. two or three yeah. rolls of quarters. Then you're like, yeah, okay, I played this many games. There's right. certainly not a shortage of quarters at Grinkers though. So <laughs> no, and, and we're only going to have you know like like what, maybe 15 or so games at the tournament, so, like, there's going to be all the other games that are going to be wide open, and yeah. aside well, from other stuff, uh, so... Didn't, didn't, uh, the, in, on Orcade, didn't, uh, didn't it actually record how many times you tried to record a score? Like, I don't think so. I thought it did. I thought it said, like, you know, yeah, in arcade it shows how many tokens or that. Yeah. No, no, that's a totally different thing. That has nothing to. That's a weird, bizarro. Like a rating system of your it place. It's, it's, 
It doesn't have anything to do with the tournament settings or tournament. Oh, I always thought that was the number of times that I recorded a score with no, uh, it's, Clint. It's fucking weirdo. Uh, maybe Clint can explain it, but that has nothing to do with the actual tournament or how many quarters you played or how many times. Uh, I mean, they might be they might recorded. be storing it. They just don't necessarily show it all, right? But, I mean, like, you can raise your hand. I mean, it doesn't record every time you play. It's only every time you yeah, play no, a but score. I mean, I, Figured that would be a, at least a measurement that you could use, but yeah. if that's not what it is, then that's not what it is. But I, I mean, I played probably. I mean, I only think I've recorded maybe like four or five scores in Alpine ski, but I played that shit like no shit all day Saturday. <laughs> I mean, unless someone yeah. else was like standing there waiting to play, and I'd always look around. You know, I'd finish a game. If no one else was standing there waiting to play, I'd drop another quarter. Yeah, I tell you. If Eyes is in the tournament, the person I'm going to be worried about is Kalen. Because apparently he's he's got like two million on that game. Yeah, I think you just have to worry about Kalen for every game. Kalen for every game. Kalen's that, good at all these games. That Eyes is Kalen's, to my knowledge. The it, could, it could be. Steve may confirm or deny that. I don't know. I believe that used to belong to Kalen. The Eyes? Yeah. Um, so the eyes is a weird story. Um, <laughs> everything's a weird story. Um, we, I wanted an eyes, um, and I went looking for an eyes, and so I PM'd a bunch of people and ended up getting two eyes. Um, and I've I think, got two eyes. That's, that's a good number to have. Yeah, that's right. Everyone two eyes. Two. Mm-hmm. So those two eyes, I, I don't know which one's on the floor, but, uh, but yes, one of the two eyes did come from Kalen. That's a game I'll play the shit out of too, especially if it's a tournament game. There's no way I'd get a world record on that, but I would play the hell out of it just to put my score up there. You <laughs> passed the ninth level yet? Uh, no. I mean, that's that's the doom for me. I can I can break 500,000 like probably once every five or six games. Uh but I can never pass the second version of the eighth stage. I don't know what it is. Well, Jim, here, here's your trick. Start drinking and playing eyes and see how you do. Get a lot of practice in at home, but be drinking while you do it. Yes. Well, I normally have a beer at the game, and so like in between levels I'll, I'll be pounding beers. Good. So I'm, I'm yeah, used yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely I'm used drunk. to playing. Yeah, I'm definitely used to Arkanoid drunk, but I haven't played it for a while because it's at my buddy's place. But we have turn, we have like competitions, so we'll we'll throw up bucks or whatever, and we'll just like you know you're watching the other guy play, so you're just pounding beers, and then you go <laughs> up and just, you know because it can be a long time between turns, even if you're playing a two player game if the person's yeah. you know doing decent. Yeah, we got to figure that shit out, dude. The beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, whatever the little side tournaments that you, yeah. I mean, you and I are going to be responsible for because no one right. else wants to deal with them. This little gentleman's agreement exactly. one, you know, on the side. Yeah. I know I've asked this before, but what time are all you guys ETAs for, for getting there on Thursday? We'll be like probably like mid-late evening. Like okay. Uh, between 7 and 9, I would guess. That's probably about the same for me, maybe a little bit earlier. Okay. I'll probably get there three or four ish. I'm getting I'm, my flight's supposed to arrive at four, and yes. I'm hoping to take the um, Hilton shuttle. Oh yeah, the, call the shuttle for sure. But but I know that they operate hourly, so I really hope that um, 
you know, I don't have to wait at the airport too long, but I mean, that just seems like a no-brainer. Oh yeah, take the free shuttle for sure. Yeah, which is fucking awesome. Like, I just love the fact that I only have to worry about getting to the airport. That's it. Right. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so easy. No, you yeah. got, you got to stay at that fucking hotel. I mean, like I know, like there's plenty of other places to stay, but like it's so fucking easy, and we all go back there in a big ass crowd. Like, three yeah. I, right. you know, every time I check my my email, you know, the, my flight confirmation, my Hilton confirmation, there, you know, I've had that since like June, and it makes me smile every time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I open up the email, I recheck everything, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I I've looked at like the hotel website like a hundred times. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> like, I don't know why. I know that they have what their amenities are and everything, but it's just like, I don't know. It's awesome. I can't so have you that. gone to any other, Jimbo, any other uh, arcade stuff? Well, uh, you know, like local. Like or any of those? Not, not the big ones, no. Just local parties, you know, like Sean's parties. I've been to his a few times. Um, What's the one Seth's talked about the, that he's been to where you, he'll bring a couple games to it? Oh, that's um, that's MGC. Yeah, gaming classic. I, uh, I'd like to go to that one. That's always at um, it's always at a weird time, isn't that? Over, I'm trying to think. Is that in May? I'm trying. When uh, when... could be April or May, something like that. There's always a conflict I have with that weekend. I can't remember what it is. That's a that's a bit of a drive too. Yeah, I mean it's it's Milwaukee, so it's a yeah, it's probably like an six to eight hour drive. Yeah. It's not it's good. not terrible, but yeah. like the only way I, I would consider going um would be with a group, you know. So if I take with those guys, yeah, sure I'd go. Right. But I feel like that's there's always I can't remember what time it's it conflict. is. There's, there's always a conflict and I can't remember what it is. If it's in April it's probably turkey hunting for me. Because um, I like to, I, I do a fair amount of hunting. Nice. <laughs> if it's in May, it's probably because of fishing. It's usually one of those two things. Spring is tough. Ah, I see. We have a lot of traditions, you know. We go, uh, we hunt both uh, Minnesota and South Dakota turkeys, and then um, over, you know, like in May when it gets close to Memorial, that you know, that's fishing opener. Ah, yeah. So. They're tough times. Do you have a turkey collar thing? <laughs> I, I do. I do have uh, a couple different turkey calls. Yep. You gotta. You gotta bring that on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> do some demonstrations. Yes. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> yeah. So and, oh, and actually, this weekend, small game opener opens. So you know, that's like. That's like grouse, um, some of the upland birds, uh, squirrels, rabbits, all this small game. So I mean, and then there's you know there's there's fall, but luckily, Grinkers doesn't really fall on any of those big weekends. Even if it did, I'd I'd probably miss out on one week. It's just a w one weekend. Goddamn right you would. Fuck hey, that. <laughs> hey Andrew, have you sent off the the t-shirt stuff to the printers yet? So, yeah, let me just wrap up uh, my, my week. Actually, let me, to make sure Crafty. Crafty, do you have anything else to wrap up for this week? No, I think that was, uh, that was the, big, the big deal uh, to talk about this week. So, yeah. So, I, uh, that, uh, oh, God. I just say I shared, we shared that pic of you. Um, I don't know what you're doing with that marquee, 
Oh, yeah. Ever. The one with uh, yeah. Miss Pack Marquee with the tits on it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> can we see a picture the of that? It's on Facebook somewhere, I think. Or maybe Crafty can share it. I don't know. I, I, just, I, just, I just had it up. Yeah, I saw I'll it. it I'll put it up there. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you look at her like Miss Pack. She's got tits. Or maybe those are <laughs> cheeks, but uh, actually, Cheek. you can't really see there. But like, actually, those two marquees that are on the uh, the table in front of me, I was pointing out to Crafty. One of those is an original, uh, probably red Donkey Kong, because it doesn't have the uh, trademark um, trademark on it. Yeah, it doesn't have copyright year on it. What's so, the What's the the board in the box at the top? That oh, is a like uh, asteroids. Ah, asteroids. That box was nothing but vector stuff. We won't ask what that that thing in the back is with I the was Sega. Say. Yeah. Hey, oh, dude, that's, that's, a Star, that's a Star Trek. Hey, hey Gag, I got a yeah. shell of a Star Trek cabinet. A question for Actually, you. the table that was the table that was next to me was being held up by the rest of that cabinet. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, nice. Hey, Gag, I got a yeah. question for you regarding like prizes and stuff. I just yep. <laughs> this, this is kind of co- like funny, but. I, when I was in my storage unit, I was going through boxes of stuff, and I have a I have a bunch of untested boards. And one of the untested boards I have is a Karate Champ. I was thinking about bringing that as a prize. Would, would, that, would that be something that that would be cool? Like, I, yeah, I don't why not? I mean, bring it, dude. That'd yeah, be awesome. For sure. I don't know how I even got that board. I there was a there was a time on a club pretty early on when I, I think when I like maybe 2005 or whatever when I was only in this hobby for a little while. And people were offering up untested stuff for like dirt cheap, and guys, like, yeah, I'll send you this or this. And I ended up with all like a bunch of untested boards, and I totally forgot I had them until I was in my storage unit, and I was like, "What's this box?" And I had all kinds of weird shit, and one of them was a karate champ board. Dude, bring it, bring, <laughs> it. bring we'll it. Your, we'll, we'll put your name on it, and someone will get it as a fucking prize. Yeah, wow. I mean, it, it could absolutely work because it was from a, it was you know from a a club member, and even if it doesn't, you know, just someone can have it. Yeah. yeah, maybe uh, Bobcat himself will autograph it even, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Fucking Bobcat. I just got through episode 53, I think, and um, it, it's during the, the Berserk contest for the marquee uh, when everyone's okay. leaving voicemails. Yeah. And I still my favorite voicemail is the one dude that's like, I'm calling in for the Berserk uh, marquee contest, so sign that shit, draw a dick on it, and send that over my way. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a great voicemail. Uh, the dicks that were drawn on the Ark Rivals oh marquee. God. Big vanny. Actually, the, the Donkey Kong 3 was pretty funny, too. Uh, yeah, that was, that was only, uh, yeah. The Ark Rivals is the only thing that could make the Donkey Kong 3. Let's just say uh, Stanley was getting it good from Donkey Kong. <laughs> I know, and I like, like, that was one of the funniest IRC nights because they they posted a link to it, and I remember looking at it and seeing everything and laughing my ass off, and then they're describing it. So, like, Sean's like, look at his... He's like his dick's bigger than than him the size of the bee, and he's and he's, he's like sounding now. He's like, he like I just remember laughing so hard during that. <laughs> Number five is don't go. That's funny. Oh, nice. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve. Yeah. I have a a listener who's listening live who lives by me, and he's wondering. Uh, actually, the same guy who's. We're talking about the uh, marquees. Uh, wants to know if you want to borrow a windjammer setup for the fest. 
Uh, hard. I have no idea. I don't know why he's even asking. Oh, I think he's probably talking about earlier when uh, uh, Crafty was talking when about Buff- when Buffett was talking about Magfest, and they were talking about Windjammer com- competition there or something. I think. Uh, could be. Uh, Steve, uh, correct us if you, if, uh, if I'm wrong, but I think it's not so easy for you just to throw a game on the on the. Right. I mean, you're. Yeah. No. It's not. Yeah. There's a. Uh, um, everything's pretty well thought out. I mean, it's you know we have we have a lot of we have a hundred and I don't know more than 150 games, but everything is. Um, you know, every time we pull a game, every time we put a game on the floor, something else has to come off. So there's a lot of thought that goes into, you know, what's going to be out there and what's not going to be out there, and you know, uh, yeah, it's just not there's not an there's not infinite room. So d- decisions are always being made. Oh, sorry, Aaron, were you talking? About? Oh, I was, I was just going to say, it's not like um, Grinker's doesn't just have, like, this whole bunch of, like, generic Jamma cabs. I mean, every game is, like, yeah. dedicated and classic and yeah. kind of not like a galloping ghost setup where it's just rows of, like, black paint Jamma cabs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, if it, if it, um, if the game came dedicated original, um, we, that's the version that we probably have. Um, and where games did not come dedicated original, like, uh, um, what's, the, what's the game that you like, 34? Oh, Rastin. Yeah, so that, that didn't come, what's, what's our Rastin in, do you know? It's uh, always a kick game. Right, but what is our, what is our Rastin, what cabinet is our Rastin in, do you remember? Oh, yeah. Isn't it uh, like, uh, it's a weirdo, I, I don't remember. They had the buttons, uh, uh, the jumping, uh, Sword, uh, sword button are on top of their like vertical instead of horizontal. Oh like, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, that's, that's a good point. At some point, Steve, when you do that, if you want me to put up a score on that game, we gotta switch those buttons because they're backwards. Okay. Just bring oh. your own. <laughs> are they um are they labeled on the control panel? I don't remember. I think nor- tip- typically oh. it's more horizontal the buttons instead yeah. of vertical. Yeah. I remember it played a little bit. weird. You're you're at Hector level now, uh, Andrew for for Rastin. Like he like he is for track and field. So you got to bring your own control panel. I'll, I'll yeah. bring my own control panel and buttons. I just got to know what cabinet it goes into. That means that means you're also in the pro the pro tournament, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm good at like three games. <laughs> and actually, uh, none of the games I can tell you right now, none of the games I'm good at are in the tournament. Wacko, be good at Wacko. Oh, we we know that what the games are in a tournament already, do we? No, we just know, we just know that like three of the games that I'm good at are not in the tournament. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, one of which is Forgotten Worlds, which they don't have. <coughs> right. And I'll leave it at that. Well, the other one's Rastan. I'll tell you, Rastan did not make it to the tournament. I'm almost positive it won't. I knew it wouldn't. Actually, Gak, I don't know if you ever noticed, but like when I when I put my game list together, like the games I was picking. I put Rastan in the smallest font. Yes, I did there. notice that. <laughs> that was on purpose. You're right. Try so I'm trying to sneak it in, but I was like, eh, there's no way it's going to end up in it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure iRobot's going to be in the tournament uh, because John's been really excited about iRobot. 
Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah and that's Gax. That's your iRobot, right? That went yep. to Grinkers? Yep. I drove it out there last year at Grink, Grinkfest. Yeah. Yep. It's possible. Oh. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. Practice up. Practice yeah, up. Ultimately, it, I think it's up to the... Uh, the three hosts of Arcade Outsiders. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna be the ones deciding on what games they want to do. But kind of behind the scenes, <laughs> we're all kind of making our little suggestions. Hey, it'd be cool to do this. It'd be cool to do this. But uh, you know, it, it's it's up to them. So. Well, and I, I think I think Gak, you and I, we, we still want to do our little side tournaments. Yeah, I'm all down for that. Let's let's do some drinking tournaments and have a good time <laughs> with some head to head shit. That you know, it's I'm not about tournaments. Street Fighter. Still- there's no prizes. There's no. You know, it's like it's all about just like having a good time. I yeah. can't wait for fucking Street Fighter. That's gonna be fun. All right, actually, that's a great point. So, Jim, you bring up Street Fighter. So, what what uh, Steve had on the board at least last year. I don't know if that's changed, but it's Championship Edition. That's okay. Is that the same, Steve? Yeah, still CE. So, I could. I mean, I have uh, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. I would play the shit out of that too. I, I can, mean, I can bring that. It's just a board. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a big deal theoretically, but it could be a big pain in the ass for Steve. I don't know if the kick harness is compatible. It should be. But Steve, do you want me to bring my? So my. I can, I, have you a, can 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 and Ryu fire fireballs in the air in that version? No, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's not rainbow. It's uh, like a, it's the full on like the tournament edition, basically. It's the one the guys who like are into the tournament play. It's, that's it's, the one they want to play. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's like the Cadillac of Street Fighter Two, basically. It's it's kind of the tournament standard. It's the last <coughs> re, uh, iteration of um, officially released Street Fighter Two that Capcom put out. Whereas Rainbow Editions, where you can do the crazy shit in the air, that wasn't that was hacked. Um, the only like official versions that contain like air fireballs and stuff started off with like X Men vs Street Fighter, so that and that's well beyond Street Fighter Two. But I, I, but I do have this board. It's like a four hundred dollar board. I, I I can bring it if you want to throw it in your big blue for the weekend to make that happen. I'd be happy to bring it to you. I mean, that's what Andrew. That's what your buddy's gonna want to play. It is what Mike's gonna want to play. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like it is like the cane dingling of Street Fighter Two. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, Heckfly, uh, can you know knows that game too. I mean, I know. I think his favorite's Hyper Fighting, which is a great game, which is right after Champion Edition. Basically, it's Champion Edition except faster and a couple new moves, but it's ultimately very close. So, it's what, what center- version are we talking about again? It's Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. Yep. Turbo. So okay. it's it's three versions. After Champion Edition, it went Champion Edition, Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter 2, and then Super Turbo. More characters, more moves, uh, and a combo system. You new school guys, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Chris, dude, like Gak, I barely yeah. fucking know what the hell I'm doing in this game either. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember it, you know in the arcades this Street Fighter stuff happening and. And there'd be crowds around it, and I'd try once or twice to just have my ass kicked. I'm like, yeah, n- no, I don't have, I don't have the time or quarters to do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back over to Pac-Man or something. 
Well, actually, it's a good, that's a good point too. Like Jeff, Jeff C. He's a he's a Street Fighter player. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he's like a like a like stuff, but like I know that he's big into Street Fighter. He's got a, a, a Z back, I think, in his garage. I, I'm sure by the time we play that game, I'm gonna be so in the bag that, and I fucking suck at at um, playing on an arcade cabinet because I've only played in the arcade. Like growing up, the only memories like the first time I played the game was in the arcade but it was at it was at, at an NBC suite hotel and um, most of the time that I played it after that was on console so I'm used to playing on a gamepad yeah so there's always a, a, an adjustment and then you add factor beer in there and uh, it'll be a good time it'll be interesting I'm perfectly happy playing championship because actually that's the one that I remember playing in the arcade the most yeah, I mean, well, it, too. It, it's nice and slow it is so that, so that everyone you know can is at that level. Well, and when I play Super Turbo, I always play Old Ken. Yeah. Because that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Well, he's extremely good in that game. I'm just lucky that's the case, because... <laughs> he's got really good... He's got an invincible uh, Dragon Punch. Yeah, the, the uppercut, yeah. His normals are really freaking good. Yeah. And I'm still not that great. Anyway, Steve, I, I'd be happy to... I could throw the, the board... You know, it's a CPS2 board, so it's like... Nothing. I can throw it in the back of the van. That'd it's JAMA, so it'll, it'll plug yeah. right in. Throw it right inside the Revenge of Doe. Well, we'll have to fun. play Street Fighter with a spinner. Just <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be interesting. Do you have a cabinet that you played in 34? Yeah, my big, my big blue. So I have a dedicated Street Fighter 2 Super Turbo. So, like your big blue, but I have the, the slightly later version of it. Let me see the marquee. Please. Uh, present me. There you go. Cool. So that's my big blue. It's a great cabinet. Just so you know, All Steve, right. you can always click on someone's picture, and it will. You'll just see what's on their screen. Full screen. No, I know. I know, but he wasn't looking at that cabinet at that time. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I fucking suck at that version of the game. But like, they, against the computer, like two or three guys is the best I can do. Yeah, but you know, Fly only plays Honda, and uh, I, I usually play DJ, and so that matchup is terribly in DJ's favor. <laughs> well, see, and like my problem is, like I think we talked about this before, but like uh, I suck against the new characters. I don't know DJ's moves. I don't know Cammy's moves, and I don't know um, uh, T Hawk's moves. Like, so when they do stuff, like, yeah. when Zangief does something, I know what he's going to do. When right. Rue does something, I know what he's going to do. When those guys do shit, I don't fucking know what they're going to do, so I get lost. Yeah. I like, um, I never use, yeah, I like Blanca and DJ, and Blanca's really weak and super turbo. Um, but to me, he's a lot of fun. I love my guy um, in the original version of Street Fighter 2, like World Warrior. That's, mm -hmm. like, all I ever played. Yeah, for me as a kid, you know, seeing, you know, there was eight characters, and, and as, a, like, an eight-year-old, I was like, of all these guys, these all look boring, but holy shit, here's a monster. I'm going to fucking play. Monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this badass. Electrical monster. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, at that time, too, it's like, if there was ever a special move that came out, I was like, holy shit, what just happened? What did I do? 
He's like biting him, the dude in the fucking face. Yeah, he's biting him in the goddamn face. And and, and there's blood got, coming. In. Yeah, and he's got he's got one of the best throw ranges in the whole game. So I mean, that's you gotta abuse that shit. Yeah, you're gonna bite. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, let me, let Andrew. Me do a, a quick wrap up. Uh, I published a video today on Bitbar. Saw it. Doing uh, just a rewiring control panel for Super Turbo, actually. Um, Wacko, which you see behind me here, I uh, pulled all this off the wall. I put new um, interconnect cables on it, so new MCR interconnect cables from uh, Twisted Quarter. I thought uh, you were going to do. Uh, I totally thought you you brought it forward because you're going to do uh, a gameplay video. Uh, no, you don't want to watch me play Wacko. It sucks. Uh, I put the free play ROM from Tron Guy, who's a fucking awesome dude, Gex uh, yep. buddy there. And uh, yeah, so Tron Guy hooked me up with a free play ROM, so Wacko's running free play now, which is awesome. And uh, you can see maybe in the back corner here, I've got uh, Spy Hunter ripped apart because I'm trying to fix a hum issue on it. And uh, I guess the other punchline to this book is that, like, uh, I have a workbench right now full of MCR suitcases uh, and uh, big and blue caps. <laughs> and beer, yeah. So <laughs> put, put those uh, six beers away so far tonight, plus a couple of these ones as well. But, yeah. <laughs> um, eight beers in and uh, rebuilding MCR kit. <laughs> I don't know what beer I'm on. I think I'm on... Well, let's see. I broke into the new beers, so I'm at least on number five or six. Hey, uh, Andrew. Did, uh, did you know there's a mistake on the back of the Grinker shirt? What's the mistake? It doesn't uh, have enough dicks on it. You have Hatrick on it twice. I knew that. That's but, but the count is the same as what's on the page. Dave from Buffalo's not on there. Oh, Dave. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> My last list of names came from Gak. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, finger pointing. Uh-oh. I'm going to check my email here. I, I swear to God, my last list of names, Dave, I, I would not have forgotten you. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of time to fix that. I will like send they already printed them. You know, they haven't even ordered the shirts yet. I'll send an email to Kendra tomorrow morning. No problem. I know, huh? That's pretty awesome. No, by the way. It's super awesome. No, it's great. You guys are the cause, which is exactly yeah. what we want. Yeah. It's going to be like uh, everyone's walking around with the awesome badges that are like full color, uh, <laughs> like doing like cool stuff. Like the the the, the guys walking around with the plain ones are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is cheap. Fucking fun spot used to charge sixty bucks just to get into their fucking tournament. We're doing this for free, and if you want to donate thirty bucks, you get a special badge and your name on the shirt and Fuck a yeah. greater shirt. Yeah, and an extra drinker shirt, which is even more awesome. So, and a whole bunch of other cool shit, too, on top of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah work on all that. Yet. So, did, uh, did you guys get the word on the tall shirts? Yeah, yes. that's happening. 
Okay, so, uh, all right, I'm looking at the email right now, 34K. Number 26 on the list says MACD 2001, a.k.a. Dave from Buffalo. Okay. Right. He's in the middle of the list there almost. And that's, that's definitely not on the Mac. That's fucking disgusting. The Jesus MACD Christ. 2001. And he's not on the shirt. I haven't, I didn't look, double check the shirt. Somebody double check if you can see it. I can't. I can pull it up if I need to, but no, he's not on it. <laughs> oh, damn it! Here, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen here. Nope. Now the the thing is, like, I, I'm in there, like, doing adjustments, trying to get like all the names lined up, right? And it's correct, so it works, and it's it's actually kind of a pain in the ass to fit all that shit in. God damn it! <sighs> Well, we'll find room for you, Dave, because you deserve to be there. <laughs> All right. Maybe, you know, downsized fetish boys like to really tiny. <laughs> no shit, right? Because <laughs> someone else is paying for him. <laughs> Put, like, a line through him. <laughs> cross it out. Oh, boy. He was like, like that with Cultic Clint, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I will do whatever I can to make sure that it happens for you. I'm, I'm sure she, they haven't printed them yet. Well, it's not about that. It's that I've already submitted like the, the design, so I just want to make sure they haven't gone to screening or anything like that. Yeah. It usually takes them a while to get stuff going. I know, but it's a pain in the ass when your artist is like, oh, yeah, here's another design. Oh, yeah, here's another. This is really right. the final. This You're is, right. Oh, this is really the final. The final. By the final, way, final. I did that to you like four times in the last two days. <laughs> and I, it's, I must have ended up with a with a bum list or something at some point. I don't know, it, or I just forgot. I, it's yeah, it's probably my bad. It's probably because it didn't say Dave from Buffalo, you sucker. I know, I know. <laughs> well, that's why I put the AKA Dave from Buffalo. But, yeah. Well, I'll make you an extra special badge if it doesn't work out. <laughs> Gold foil and shit. Seriously, make it an eight and a half by eleven, like some sort of bling ass off a necklace. <laughs> you're gonna look like, like, like Flavor Flav walking around with the fucking thing. Fucking right, that'd be awesome. Goddamn poster around your neck. All right, that's. A, I'll be. I'm gonna smoke, and that's funny. You just said that. <laughs> <laughs> So Sorry to give you the bad news there, but no, 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 no. I, that's great that you point that out because, like, I, I sent it off to people to proof, and I'm terrible at proofing. Yeah, like, he messaged, he uh, mentioned it earlier in a chat, and I just don't think he wanted to say anything, so I figured I'd say something. No, I, I, I get very right-brained when I'm doing design work, and I'm not a very right-brained person, so I appreciate people calling me and stuff. So let's talk to Chris. I see a fucking video game. Working in the background. Yes, you do. And you shouldn't be last. You always seem to be turning up last on these things, and you shouldn't be. So let's fucking hear what you got. Especially since, since red. Going to bed. there's red in that monitor. Yes, there is. Nice. Uh, oh. And there's it, coin door lights and everything. Oh, those were always working. I just haven't got a. Um, <clears throat> I'm just missing the um, sticker for one of the uh, sides. Is, but, that, is uh, that a uh, raised uh, letter coin door? No, it is not. It's stenciled. 
Wow, that's still great. That's awesome. Yeah, well, in the photos, it looked like a raised, uh, like it was raised lettering, and yeah. when it came off the truck, I went, ah, crap. But still good. No, it still looks nice. But, um, yeah, so Adam was right on with the resistors ah. we were talking about last week. Yep. Uh, on Wednesday, when I got home from work, I lifted some legs, and I poked it, and there we go. Found the dead ones, swapped them out, and now I got red. <laughs> so, okay, so you work working 100% now? Yep, I just have to uh, screw on the uh, service switch. So, guys, that would be a servicing the service switch, and uh, paint Don't a couple, dirty, paint the black, paint the uh, bolts that hold the back uh, bracket on. Just have to paint those uh, black again, and uh, find a bezel, and I'm done. So, a screw, two bolts with paint, and a bezel. So, we're looking forward to a high score from you. You gonna take fly on? <laughs> uh, well, he can probably kick my ass with one hand, but, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, he only uses one hand, no, doesn't he? He only uses the one, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really got much uh, practicing on it, just got it going, um, when was that, Sunday night, I think, but uh, if I tried, if I play the game and my, mom, my uh, mom's passed out the other end of the hall... She'll hear the buttons and she'll come in and yell at me, and it sounds a lot like Howard's mom from uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Turn off that precoxus device! I can't sleep! Christopher! We're gonna need to get you to do a gameplay video of that, though. Oh, I probably should. Not uh, Actually, in a couple of weeks, she's going on uh, vacation, so uh, with Dad passed out in the basement, I got the whole upper floor to make noise on. All right, dude. Like you, you scheduled with uh with Orange Whip. Let's do a gameplay. Like we've been watching this thing like slowly resurrected behind you. So yeah, very slowly. And after watching a couple of um, Adam's videos on how to use a logic probe and what all the uh, different gates did, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be able to fix the uh, board I exploded. Awesome. Even better. Cool. I'm hoping. And uh, from the pricing, I'm thinking for around thirty to forty bucks, I can get a logic probe and. Probably fix that board for just the cost of a couple parts, but it's going to be the tracing of what I exploded that's going to take a while because I don't know what exactly I broke. But that's logic cool. Though, like you can that even. Yeah, but like the, the logic boards are cheap, so like the cool thing is though is that you can make some money back on like what you spent. Yeah. So fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's what I've been working on. I actually released a video there um, today, the part four. Unfortunately. <laughs> Had one of those, having one of those weeks. On the couch back here is the laptop. The I have two laptops. The one I'm using now and that one. Don't spill water on them. They don't like it. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I kind of elbowed a water glass, and it's the only that laptop has the editing software I use for videos, and uh, I had to pretty much upload uh, the footage raw. <laughs> I had no way to edit it, and I needed that thing to at least dry out for a week before I even dare putting the uh, putting the parts back together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to run the risk of that blowing up. But, uh, yeah, it's the fastest I've ever unplugged a computer with, uh, like, five or six other things plugged into it, plus dropping the battery. Sticking the big... Sticking the garbage bag with a bunch of rice. Holy crap, I was just going to take that. Yeah, I've I've heard of doing that, but at the same time, there's lots of little nooks and crannies. I have to spend like an hour with a toothpick plucking them out from. Just, just close inputs. it. 
close it and then put it in a bag of rice. I, I, I've, I've heard the rice thing. I've had um, colleagues who've had good luck and bad luck with that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know what? Because like the, if it, if there's water in like a little tiny crevice, the grain of rice that's um, smaller than a grain of rice, you're not going to get that water out. That's and the problem. On, yeah. If that's between like two contacts on the board, <laughs> or two contacts in the bless you, and two <laughs> contacts like in the like there's a lot of really small circuitry in laptops. If you've ever taken back off one, you'll know that. And if it misses that one piece of water, it could blow the whole thing. So even have the uh, even have the clock battery out of it now, just in case those circuits have water on them. Right, but it's not it's not going to hurt. No, because it, it, it basically it'll, it'll absorb the the moisture. Yeah. You can you can also go to like a well for you go to Canadian Tire and get um uh, I can't remember what they call it like desiccant the stuff for for like trailers and tents to get rid of like the moisture in them. Oh yeah yeah. But they're in like they're in bigger bags and that that should it doesn't have to be in contact it'll just wick water out of the air. That's well, what it does. Well, luckily the. Uh, the keyboard design, it's kind of like a trough, and luckily that's where I think at least 99% of the water landed was in the trough of the keyboard. So the second it happened, it was water glass went everywhere, wires started flying off, and just grabbed the thing and shook it like, well, shook it like Jimbo Dean right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Got a... You got a little something. Uh, you got a little something uh, there. I think you missed your mouth a few times. Jim, that is so fucking disturbing. I know. It's like a creepy. And this, and this is a preset for my webcam. Isn't that disturbing too? I kind of like this one. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> oh god, that's fucking terrible. What the hell is this dog wearing? Jersey, <laughs> jersey. What yeah, it's like an LA Kings jersey. Oh god. Yeah, there's some weird shit. I like this one. <laughs> we die. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm almost done with uh. I've got like five more. Fucking publish that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's it for me. I'm going to fix the Vision Pro monitor. Uh, I think one of the the red transistor is gone on that because I couldn't drive it up. Fix the board and uh, move on to the next thing. I do have potentially one in line, but the guy needs to come down at least buck uh, fifty, two hundred before I even think about it. But that's a nice shirt you're wearing. Plain white, yes. Uh, so I don't have to like stay up real late and then go straight to work in slobby clothes. I can just go into work with something I can actually cook in. <laughs> it's gonna look really good with pizza sauce all over it, oh, or pasta yeah. sauce. Maybe That's... a little calamari juice scattered here and there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like a squid. Well, <laughs> if, if Grinkers has a deep fryer there, uh, I can download, give him the recipe for uh, making multicolored calamari. And, there we go. We can have squiddling things or whatever the heck that video game is that John was playing for a while. <laughs> Splatoon. There we go. Just have the different... Splatoon. Uh, just die oh, one, one blue, and there you go. 
They'll play in Splatoon, I think. Yeah. So, so, so we lost uh, Idaho. We did. We oh, picked up a different Steve. Mock the Magic Man. Hey. Hey, Mark. Sorry I'm so late. <laughs> the the room was full. Cool. I've just been working on my... This is my busy time of year right now, working on my special effects and stuff. So, Halloween. Um, yeah. So I just uploaded a, a, a new pumpkin for this year. Um, what are we singing? No, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's uh, the tune from The Haunted Mansion, The Grim Grinning Ghosts. Right. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the full version of the song. It's, um, it's got a couple new pumpkin faces on it. Um, yeah, because the song, uh, the full version of the song, there's a girl that sings, and then there's this other guy that sings, and then it goes back to the original. So to, to solve that problem, I had the, the center head change to different things to match. So. so yeah, I've been working on that. As far as arcade-related stuff, um, I bought some plastic protectors for Spider-Man pinball. And had to take apart the darn thing just to get all the protectors on. So I was like... You know, it's a new thing for me to, to, to work on pins. So, um, yeah, you have to unplug lights and other things underneath to be able to take tracks out. And, um, yeah, it was it was a pretty good learning experience to, to learn how to do all that. But um, not, not too bad, though. So, but now it's all protected, so it won't get any damage. So that way it'll last way longer. So that's about it. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Hey, that's wanna... an idea. What we should, uh, What if we did Grinkers one year close to ha Halloween? Couldn't be. It wouldn't have to be on it, but a little bit later in October. Who's uh, cranking rails there? Just <laughs> right. blow on my nose. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Sound like you're uh, rails. I know. That was like a little back to the '80s, if you pardon me. <laughs> is, that, is that a bro picture? Who's that? Flavor Flav. Holy shit! Oh yeah. So we'll, we're gonna make your uh, badge at least that big. <laughs> okay, you said flavor flavor. I had to go grab the photo in a frame. It's That's fucking awesome. Flav. Uh maybe about two thousand I don't know, maybe eleven? Yes. Wow, that that recent. I'm surprised. He looks kind of um not so skinny. Uh maybe it was two thousand nine. <laughs> yeah, that's me and me and the flavor. You that's cleaning up? I can't laughing because I'm like I'm gonna go fucking grab that picture. <laughs> that's that's before. Uh, was that a cell phone pic or what? Uh, no, that was that was actual camera. It's it's good quality. That was uh, Flavor of Love. They were doing the second season. Nice. So I remember I asked him about it. He goes, "Oh yeah, man, the second season's coming out. You gotta watch it." <laughs> that's what it's like. Flavor, flavor. Fuck, I got a photo with him downstairs. I ran and got it. Jim, I think your camera's broken. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I love that it, it actually picks up the Atari on the Marvel it Menace. It totally does, yeah. <laughs> Doubles it. And your fan. I've got a neon red tent. That's pretty sick. 
That's just whoa. Weird. It's like a filter from Lawnmower Man. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. such a terrible movie. Oh, it is a pretty oh. dope filter, though. <laughs> yeah, that's like virtual reality the way they imagined it in like 1995. It's Jim Headroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I gotta stop. <laughs> like eight years old here. Hey, that's a, awesome. Look at this. I can do this too. It's well, like the first I, time you've edited a video and you're like, I've got a th thousand transitions I can do. I better do a star wipe between these two scenes. A <laughs> <laughs> star wipe. Oh yeah, no, I like that with like the, uh, the 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 hotel room artwork you got behind you. <laughs> the hotel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Burn. Well, that's that's my wife's. It's a famous auditorium because he's a theater director. Oh, so. Go ahead and try and excuse it. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I, yeah. I got justifications, and that's, that's actually a wall. I know, that's a picture of you snowboarding and doing a mute. Actually, it's a method. Uh, it looks like Bigfoot photos. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Um, the, uh, the show, supposedly it's going to be at the Hangout for the uh, Arcade Outsiders. Is that going to be... Well, like, well, whose channel is that going to be on? Like John's? We have no idea. He hasn't announced anything about it yet. So in, in uh, well, the day after today... My time. Uh, we'll find out. I don't know. He'll announce it. Keep an eye he on the He said he's going to put it up on the Arcade Outsiders webpage. Yeah. So just watch. Okay. We don't know. I mean, uh, Jack and we, I don't know either. Are we planning no. on... He did He did actually post the Gringfest. I just refreshed the Arcade Outsiders page. and. Yeah, he posted the, the, uh, the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tweeted the, the pictures, and I think a few minutes later he posted it there. Nice. I was just going to ask, I know we talked about this last week, but are, are we uh, thinking of still doing a, a show after Thursdays? A little uh, hangout afterwards? I don't think it's we sweet. ever came to a conclusion. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't like talk about it. For me, I guess it would depend on how late it goes. Yeah. Isn't it supposed to start early? Yeah. If it's early enough, I'm, I'm down for it. I'm going to be working on fucking Spy Hunter. What's wrong with your... I, I must have missed oh. that. What? Uh, it's it's a uh, hum. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Dealing with hum issues on it. Mm. That's so, um, issues. Yeah. Well, so... Actually, Steve, I thought about you today. Um, at the uh, the warehouse raid that we were doing. Oh, yeah? I had a beautiful Spy Hunter. Really? But they oh, ask yeah, for thousand yeah, dollars. He's just he's just pulling your tail. No, no bullshit. Um, they had two of them actually, but like uh, one of them, the side art was gorgeous. The whole, I mean, the uh, the board set was a little bit crooked in the in the bottom, so I don't know if it was fully working. Um, but, uh, and it definitely had some monitor burn. But again, spy hunters always have monitor burn because yeah, no, score, I don't mind that. The high score is bright white right in the middle, and it sits there forever. Yeah. So there's always burn on Spy Hunters. But, like, um, yeah, it was an upright and beautiful shape. I mean, I'd be happy to talk to someone and make an offer on it. If you want to PM me, like, what your best price is, and then realize it's going to be, like, you know, 400 bucks shipping. 
Yeah, I know that's the, that's the it's thing. It's a suck ass, but you know, uh, there's a there's some decent ones on Craigslist that I could just go pick up. So it's like, yeah. uh, you know, I just gotta find that awesome deal. Right. Well, and I have no idea if these are working or not. These are warehouse finds, so um, it would be the kind of thing where you could probably get the game for cheap, uh, mm -hmm. but plus shipping becomes tricky. It'd probably be almost the same, about a thousand bucks. Right. Uh, right. me. Didn't that, the Drewster, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, he posted, I thought he had like six of them at one point, just like a couple months back. I don't yeah, think they're all working yet, though. But, uh, right. Nope. He had like six or eight of them lined up in his garage, all uprights. Yeah. All spy hunters? But they're yeah. in Reno. Yeah, in Reno, yep. What? Weird. Yeah, I, I think he had sold a couple of them, but I don't know. I haven't seen any updates on it in a while. We, we just recently connected up on Facebook, so I'll have to take a look at his stuff. I'll, yeah, I'll send him a message, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't play Drewster at Warlords, just warning you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not even for a dollar, it's not worth it. <laughs> I'll wait till he leaves and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Gotta so kick him off that that game at some point during those things. So it's yeah. like let the regular guys play, who don't fuck on <laughs> all of it. Right. Yeah. It'd be like playing me at Rastan. Who the fuck wants to do that? <laughs> or a gack at fucking Super today. Andrew. <laughs> I actually watched that today. Because oh, I missed that show. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That one boss that was like kicking your ass. I was like, that fourth level boss is a fucking yeah. Bitch. It's brutal. And there's a, there's a trick to him. I just haven't figured it out yet. And you know, uh, usually when I get there, if I'm playing like well, I'll just get in there. I'll hammer him. It'll be no big deal. But if I lose the ring, which allows you to fire faster. That's the main power-up. I was wondering what the ring does. So the, what is Sorry, the, so the ring allows you to literally fire faster. Oh, okay. So you swing quicker. Okay. And that's the only power-up that really matters. But like when you get to him with the mace, which has you the longer range and the ring, you can usually just kick his ass. And usually, like if I'm playing a game, like I don't even—he's like no big deal. Like just kick his ass, he's done. Like the rest of them. Yeah. But um. I had a tough time with him that time. Yeah, and if and if you die there, you're stuck with nothing. You can't get any power ups, and then you're you just have to do it with the sword. Yeah, you just have to do it. With hard yeah. Projectile attack. Yeah. But and he's very fast, and he shoots a lot of fireballs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what does the cloak do? The cloak and the shield and the armor are all just reduced damage. When you get hit. Yeah. So just okay. a little bit less damage. Okay. I'm always not wondering what it did. But the but the power ups in that game are weird because like really they're all timed and they're all good for about sixty seconds, including the weapons. So basically like if you see a power up, you never want to skip one. Ever. You just grab everything that's there. Yeah. And especially if you're going for like high score or like real points, you grab everything because everything's worth points. Oh. Uh, Is that one way to point press in that game? Not really. The point pressing in that game is really boring. It's like any other point pressing. Sure. Uh, Donkey Kong actually is kind of exciting point pressing. Like watching the good guys play Donkey Kong, the point pressing in that where it's like they're 
like the timer's going down and yeah, right. doing crazy shit and like playing with barrels and like stacking everything up and how they do it. I, I find the Donkey Kong point pressing is actually kind of fun to watch, but in Raston it's like you find places where you can just kill the same guys over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and it's boring. Um, you just sit there forever. Yeah, which is like the the reason why I say like the uh, the galloping ghost high scores that are registered in or- arcade right now, I think are bullshit because I think the dudes are just sitting there killing like the stupidest guys over and over. Well, and over what again. about your, the the bat? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, whatever version of the board they've got, like, it could be really easy for you to get. But there's some places where the bats don't actually come out, oh. and they could be point pressing in those places. But like, like I said, like, so me playing a straight up like not being a dick point pressing, <laughs> not being play, a dick. Well, yeah, you know, not doing the, like the yeah, same yeah. over and over on asteroids. That's right. like my, my fucking like high water mark for like dickhead point pressing. Shoot the fucking spaceship. With like one little asteroid going over the screen, right? Yeah. Shoot the spaceship. Shoot the spaceship, and it's like over. It's like boring as fuck to watch. So like with me not doing that and just playing slowly and methodically and hanging out and getting all the power ups where they should be, um, getting all the poisons, getting all the stuff that gives you good points. Um, I think like one and a half million is the best you could do without being a dick. And the fact that someone else has got like another five hundred thousand more than that means they're just being a dick. I could be wrong. Maybe he's not a dick. Maybe he's a perfectly nice guy. Maybe you want to go out and take him to dinner. I don't know. You want to have a beer with him? Yes. That'd be good. Or maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. I'm not saying one way or the other. Like you know, but like either way, like what I'm saying is like from a player who could play the game, a score. Above a million and a half, you're being a dick. Sounds like John McAllister. <laughs> He's just really fucking good at everything. So I, I can't call except him a Street dick. Fighter. You know, well, except for Street Fighter, yeah, and Rastan. He wouldn't even play Rastan. Actually, I don't know. Maybe he can play Street Fighter. I don't know. Can't well, I can, t- I can tell you what. He didn't touch the Tato Challenge because I won. I got first place in Tato Challenge. Nice. Yeah. I wonder how he is at Arkanoid. There you go. I don't know. Good question. And uh, Super Punch-Out? Right. Jeff C is actually really good at Super Punch-Out. Uh, and so is Heckfly. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, Heck, Hector has one in his, at his house. He does, but... Uh, There's two, actually. But <laughs> no one can really marathon that game like they can with the regular Punch-Out. It's a lot harder. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's way harder. Or cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheap characters. But still fun, though. So who else has to talk about their week? Jack? How's your week? Oh, nothing really. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nothing really? Just a bunch of fucking great best crazy. Yes. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I didn't work on my own stuff at all over the weekend. I still need to do the next code on that repro cabinet I project I got going with Zookeeper. Zookeeper, yeah. I did notice there's one area that, uh, I don't know if it's like the wood maybe, 
the, the plywood, the, the layer, and you don't even see it until you start painting it like this, that there's a few cracks in it. And it's probably like maybe a two-inch circle that you can kind of see some cracks on the surface. And I've heard that that'll transfer right through the vinyl when you go to put that on. Like you see all the flaws. Yeah. So I'm kind of like kind of wondering if I should maybe try to bondo it a little bit and then sand that and then paint again on top of that to fill in the cracks. Is that probably something advisable? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the vinyl will definitely show everything. Like uh, that yeah. wasn't that like a melamine cabinet? Like what what do they make of that out of? Uh, well, mine, those ones that uh, Atari Scott did, they're, um, they're plywood. I don't know. I, I think it's like cabinet grade something or other plywood. It's really really smooth and flat and, you know, sturdy. It's, it's light, actually. But it's, yeah, it's not melamine. It's, it's not doesn't have any laminate on it at all. You know, I've seen a lot of the other cabinets are done that way, and he, and he does other cabinets that way, but for some reason these ones he didn't do that way. So, because aren't the melamine ones, don't they still run the risk of, you know, if you're near any kind of damp area, they'll just absorb it? I mean, yeah, it's still a particle board kind of material, yeah. so yeah. it'll pick up wetness. Right. I mean, plywood's right. awesome, but yeah, you've got a lot of extra work to do there. Yes. <laughs> yep, so, I don't know. Not. I, I would definitely, like, like yeah, like, it smooth as fuck as crazy yep. as you can, and then because um, I got a um, one of the you know this is my first time doing a cabinet like this. Um, you know, I spray paint like crazy, saw a bunch of dribbles, <laughs> and then decided it's better to lay it on its side <clears throat> so you have a flat surface like level to the ground basically that you're but spraying you, are down. You, are you rattle canning it? Yeah, which is yeah. another thing I maybe should reconsider on future projects. Yeah, for maybe touch-ups, maybe, but spray works. I don't know. Mike, what's your thought on that? You you do a lot of spray stuff on yours, but yeah, I just I'm, think with this case, it, it's a bare wood cabinet is what I started with. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never sprayed an entire three sides of, four sides of a cabinet, especially yeah. <laughs> wood. That's You're asking for a lot. Um, I've probably gone through eight cans of paint and I probably got another four to six before I will call it done. Did you did you prime it before you painted it? It's a it's a two in one. It's like primer and paint. Oh, uh, um, I don't trust they, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but the um that's really mainly the interior stuff I'm doing that way in the black areas. But the the out outer area, I also have the uh, was it the appliance uh, epoxy lacquer stuff. You so should try what, that that primer. Um, that primer might help a little bit too. Make, that, make the sure. primer will f help fill some of the deformity. Like with a roller, or what? What primer are you saying? I actually like spraying that primer okay. better than rolling it. So the same primer I have the 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 two X stuff. Uh no the the. The, the Zinzer. Oh, three two one or whatever. Yeah, three two one. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Is it like a high build? Filling? What was that? Is that a, a high build primer then you're using? The 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 few times I've used it, um, 
I felt like it's 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 sprayed heavy, uh, sprayed heavier than a than you would kind of maybe be comfortable with on, on a spray, but it it self leveled really really well, hmm. and um, and it left uh, a, an incredibly smooth finish to then paint on top of. Right, and it, you're gonna definitely want to like so eventually you're gonna putting artwork over the entire side yes. of Zookeeper, right? Right. So. Yep. You're going to be doing primer just to build up any imperfections in the wood, and then you're going to be sanding the shit out of that, yep. and then you're going to be painting the lacquer on top, the on appliance. top of that, yeah, and then, and then and then sanding the shit out of that, yes, <laughs> to the point where you basically get a glass surface. That's what you need. Yeah. It's a glass-like surface where it's like there's no imperfections whatsoever. So that when you lay down the vinyl, you don't get bubbles and ripples and shit. Yeah. Yep. So I, this is my first experiment with it. So I, well, I, I would say, like, yeah, like lots of paint and lots of sanding is going to be your friend. Yeah. And, and make sure you and one use thing it. I noticed is that, you know, because I've been spraying all the parts, like, I, you know, I can basically disassemble most of the cabinet on the, the table cab. And uh, so I had a couple blankets basically in my driveway and laid them all out. And I spray. I uh, air sprayed them, you know, with the uh, air compressor to make sure it had all the dust off it and they're smooth and everything. Yeah. But as I'm like spray painting them, I think there's just like beads that go into the air or something. Because I look at the next piece of wood over, you know, a couple feet over, and I can see like little pebbles on it almost. You know, it's like. Well, I mean, once you finish painting, like once you put you put down a um, a paint coat, uh huh, um, you have to sand that as well. Yeah. So, whatever imperfections you get from the um, the, the rattle can, because that's right. tough. I mean, if you're not doing HVLP, like not doing like a real on sprayer sprayer, yeah, um, uh, you're going to get some beads. And even if you're doing yeah. like a, 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 with a compressor and doing the real thing, you're going to have to sand the shit out of it. Yeah. So the main thing is like when you put down a um, finish the, the primer. Then you want to put on a uh, sort of a guide coat on top of that. Mm -hmm. You sand that off, and that's going to show you where your high spots and low spots are. Yeah. And make sure you're using a big block for sanding. Like, don't be doing this like with your hands, like on a, on a right. sandpaper. Well, you, the, the you, sanding I have done is with the I got one of those random orbital sanders with the 280 grit, I think, or 220, 220, I think, and. Uh, just to kind of, because my first issue was runs and dribbles from my first coat. Yeah. Because I, I had it basically standing uh, up, and so it would kind of start running down just yeah. with gravity. So laying it flat on its side, I could spray the surface. Better. But yeah, so I, I wound up sanding down all those dribbles and smoothed it out. It worked pretty good, uh, but it definitely, you could tell it needs to be more smooth. If you're getting lots so, of dribbles, that means you're probably too close too. Yeah, and that's well, well that's the other issue I had too because I'm I'm outside because I, I my garage is full of games, <laughs> so I'm like an outdoor element and it, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a breeze and it's like seems like half the spray paint's going down the driveway. <laughs> well, and make sure you're doing like really nice even strokes with yeah. the uh, with the the spray gun. Yeah. Basically, what you're trying to do is replicate the same thing you get with a, uh, you know, with a real sprayer. Yeah. But you've got a much smaller area that you're hitting. 
Right. So, uh, real slow, even strokes, like yeah. slightly overlapping back and forth. Um, the main thing with the uh, random orbital sander is that you're going to remove a lot of that paint. I know, but yeah. Right? That time I sanded, because I was trying to get the dribbles out, I'm like, man, I just sanded off a third of the paint, if yeah. not more. <laughs> and that's what you'll do. You're going to have to lay down lots and lots of coats mm-hmm. to eventually build that up where it's a really, really smooth uh, surface. With, I mean, rattle can is really just not ideal. Yeah. Um, it's not to say you can't do it, but you're going to use a lot of layers and a lot of sanding in between those layers uh, to eventually end up with a glass smooth surface. Yeah. You can also go with a lighter sandpaper too if you're doing with a random orbital, like a 600 like a grit. grit. Yeah. Well, 600. the right the one I have the um, I don't know it's sort of like Velcro or something that sticks onto the disc. Yeah, like hook and loop. Yeah. Yeah, hook and loop. There we go. So I can only find I think 320 or 400 something like that was the yeah. highest. Most you might have to go, go to like an fine. auto body shop or something like that if they have them. Around. But, but even that, you have, to, you have to be very careful with that because the problem is that like if you go to a super fine grits, what will happen is, is that uh, as you're sanding, you'll actually be filling all the imperfections with the sand dust, and that stuff could be really hard to pull out. Mm. So unless you're doing like mineral spirits wipes in between to really oh, wow. make sure you pull all that stuff out, what will happen is is that you basically have dust that's filling in. So you feel mm-hmm. it, you're like, oh, this is like perfectly smooth. Right. But if you actually use mineral spirits and that and pull all that shit out, you'll realize that you've actually got a really porous surface. That that's my other my other suggestion. I don't know why I've never heard of anybody talking about this before. I actually was talking about it on Facebook today in a group. And I don't know why like John uses like simple green which just leaves residues and paper towel crap all <laughs> over it. Why people don't use tack cloths because that's what real woodworkers use when they're painting and, and oh, putting poly yeah. coats on. Use tack cloths to get rid of the dust. Yep. That's I what use tack cloths. That's what I use all the time because I do. Yeah, that's what they're that's what they're for. But like I, I never hear anybody using tack cloths. Well, if you watch if you watch the videos of me painting the uh, red tents with Sam, we use yeah. tack cloths and well, yeah. real real painter, right? And I think yeah. Harry did that too. The H cloth, Harry cloth. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. super. He did, he did the tack cloth with his uh, cabinet. Yeah. he did not too yeah. They're super parents. cheap. You just wear gloves and you keep them on a Ziploc bag, and they last you a long time too. Yep. Yeah, hmm. yeah I've always. Yeah. But yeah, painting outside just means you're gonna have to do more coats and lots yep. more sanding. Right. And just make sure that you're like not. I mean, cause it's really easy to leave a lot of dust behind, which will feel yeah. smooth, but it's not. And for the most part, the the interior, the black areas, I'm I'm pretty happy with where it's at right now. It's you know, it's mainly just there to protect the inner surfaces. Yeah. No. The, it make it black. It's it's not really super smooth, and it's inside the cabinet majority of it. So. Yeah. But yeah, the, the outer surfaces that are going to be white, or that I'm doing white, that'll be underneath the vinyl is my biggest concern. So. And, and, and like for the vinyl, like are you concerned about like what color eventually, I mean, is underneath the vinyl? Because I, I, I know that there's supposed to be like a deal where the, uh, the paint color can show through the vinyl a little bit. I'm hmm. sure it'll affect how, you know, like if you did a, if it was white primer, it probably would make the vinyl... A little brighter than well, it. You, you don't want to you don't want to lay graphics over primer. It has to be over paint. Well, I mean, yeah, I meant uh, just a lighter color. I meant 
Yeah, um, yeah. If you're using white, yeah. it probably would make the vinyl uh, brighter. That's Yeah, that was my thought. I'm just doing white on the outside. Cool. That's good, yeah. So if you're using lighter color primer and then paint over the top of that primer that's a lighter color, like white, uh -huh. that's, that's great. That'll make the colors really pop a lot better. Yeah. At least you'll reduce the chances of it. I mean, you may as well. I mean, if yep. you're all up. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so we'll see. I, I I don't anticipate having it done for weeks, if not months. <laughs> yeah, that's a shitload of work, dude. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was like a raw plywood. That's a ton of work. Yeah. Yeah, so my, my first goal is just to try to get the surfaces covered before winter starts. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Well, and, and, and trust your fingertips, too. Like, I mean, yeah. make, sure, make sure the surface is clean. If you got to wipe it down with uh, mineral spirits or whatever between coats to make sure you got all that shit picked up or tack gloss. Yeah. But really trust your fingertips. Like, if you yeah. feel anything in there that's not perfectly glass smooth, Right. You have that area to rework. And if you have to recoat like that area just with paint and then resand it, do it. Yep. Yeah. Because you'll appreciate it in the end because you and what, uh, it, like, what kind of how fine of a grit and it, it, do you actually wet sand or I would go down to wet sand six hundred at least. Six hundred? Okay. And I, I and I do that stuff with block. Okay. Uh, uh, the, how big of a block? Maybe Three inch by six inch or something like that, or yeah, you give a block as you can find. Yeah, because I mean, the bigger the block, you get the bigger, smoother areas. I mean, if you're working mm -hmm. with like a typical like uh, the the semicircle right. rubber blocks, that's probably not big enough for a whole side yeah. of that. You can get yeah. like a big drywall block. I think they're like eight or ten inches. Yeah, get oh, the wow. biggest blocks you can get. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look into that. And auto parts stores are another great place to find good blocks. Cool. Just let everybody know, Idaho Farmer messaged me and said his battery died on his laptop and he didn't have his power cables. <laughs> That's why he just all of a sudden let, left. Boo. Boo, Steve. Okay, I haven't gone. I think uh, me and... Is there somebody else? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think Dave from Buffalo has gone either yet, if I remember correctly. Well, we met Dave's friend. Oh, yeah, we did at the kind of beginning. Anyway, I'll go. Um... I had a message from somebody um, that, out of the blue, just asked me if I wanted a free um, Nintendo cabinet. So that was bonus. I actually have a shot of it here if I can get it to go on my other monitor. Let's see here. All right, so let's share that bad boy. So, I mean, nothing special. Looks like it was a Black Tiger converted. But, uh, yeah, it was perfect because I, I ended up, I think I mentioned last week, up with my, my guy up north, I ended up getting uh, an EZ20 that's completely rebuilt, too, and this doesn't have a monitor in it, so. Um, I like that bonus. generic marquee. Oh, Black Tiger. It looks like it's been stamped. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I actually have a Black Tiger board here. I should just put it in here and just leave it as a Black Tiger. That's so weird because I have uh, the DK in my garage, the blue one, it's particle board, but um, that I'm that I'm giving to somebody else. It was also converted to Black Tiger. A black Is that tiger? Like a common conversion? Could be. Yeah. I mean, Black Tiger's 
Yeah, I mean that was, it a was kick. pretty popular, I guess, back in yeah. the day. For Capcom. That's a hard game. It is a hard game. It's a fun game too. I'm surprised that you haven't uh, turned that game into another Rastan, because it's it's a platformer just like that, isn't it? Should, shouldn't everything be Rastan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the only other thing I did is I just researched locally. Um, I need to get a bunch of leg lovers. Um, some of the oh, cabinets yeah. I was getting from this guy from up north, for whatever reason, they never had leg lovers on them, and so the bottoms of the cabs were kind of getting all janky and stuff. And before I ordered some, I think Twisted Quarter was the one I was looking at that had the, the best prices. Um, I figured, well, save me the 30 35% in the dollar right now and shipping costs. Uh, I'll check locally, and there's actually a place, uh, Caster Land or Caster World, that has, like, casters for wheels. They also had leg lullers. And uh, I went in there, and it was the weirdest thing. Apparently, in BC, our workers' compensation board, which is, like, the one that does workplace accidents and stuff, doesn't allow leg levelers to be over one and a quarter inches in length, in height. That's pretty short. Yeah, he guy gave me a sample of one to bring it in. I'm like, well, a lot of games have like, you know, uh, one by four or whatever border on the bottom that the, the leg lever's got to go below, like a Nintendo cab, let's say. And I said, I don't think these are going to work. Um, and even those ones, they're a dollar a piece. Um, and, I mean, the ones I can get online are like 50 cents American a piece, so still cheaper to buy them in the States, but just not as handy. And yeah, so I asked him, and he's like, well, yeah, because there's fear of, you know, the workers' compensation board, there's too many, you know, fridges or whatever that has these leg levelers underneath them that are falling over and injuring people on the workplace. <laughs> and I'm like, like, so there's four legs and something's tipping over? Um, and also, like, arcade cabinets, they have that base around it, so even if you had a two- or three-inch leg leveler, I mean, it might only be protruding out of the bottom by, like, a half an inch. And then if it was to tip over, it would just fall down on the one-by-threes or the one-by-fours. So, obviously, they hadn't been thinking that through very well. So, I was just... It kind of drives me crazy that I can't get something as simple as a leg lever um, locally. I have to order from the United States. I have to pay the 35% difference in the dollar. I have to pay for shipping. I go down to the States to pick it up. When I hit the border, I'm going to have to pay uh, 13% in our taxes on top of those prices as well uh, just so I can get a leg leveler that will fit underneath an arcade machine. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's oh, ridiculous. Man. Yeah, so it's kind of... Should we bummed. bring some to Grinkers for you? It's bumping me out a little bit. <laughs> well, that's the only good thing is when I go down to the States for uh, 48 hours or a week, 48 hours, I'm allowed to bring $400 for the stuff back. And after seven days or a week, I can bring, um, I think it's eight hundred dollars back um, each. So myself, my wife, and my two-year-old will also be able to bring eight hundred. So we'll be able to bring twenty-four hundred dollars back. So a I can bring a lot of legal can bring back. how much back? Pardon? A two-year-old could bring how much back? The same as everybody else, eight hundred dollars. So essentially, we just break it even amongst the adults and. Yeah. So yeah, that was the only thing. It kind of bummed me out this week, and I was I was looking for that kind of stuff because. Um, like a lot of things up here, it's not just we can't go to the store and get a lot of shit. We gotta go, you know, search things out or like I said, order stuff online. And it, it's just 
nothing like going down to the hardware store 18 times to try to find the simplest thing when I know if I just went across the border to a Lowe's, they'll have what I'm looking for. Yeah. It happens to me like every week of my life, and it sucks. <laughs> so, it's just a bummer. Have you thought about using uh, the Teflon feet, leg levelers? Yeah, they had those there, and they were actually they were uh, one and three quarter inches. They were half inch taller, um, and they were a dollar eighty a piece. Oh my god! Hmm. I hate to say it though, they're worth it. Yeah. No, no, they're they're they, they, they definitely smooth. I was just gonna say this. I uh, I'm sure I can get them in the states cheaper. One and three quarters. That's so tiny, though. The, yeah. The length of the screw you're saying, or the diameter of the base? The length of the screw. So I've found that inch and a half is fine. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure what cabinet you really need those on, but usually most of my cabinets, the actual threaded hole that you're threading into, is the lowest point of the cabinet. Well, he's talking about Nintendo cabinets, though. I, well, I'm just, yeah. I mean, there's other cabinets that they do have bases around them, right? So uh, the not Nintendo all of them, cabinet but... doesn't originally have any leg levelers. No. Yeah, it's just sitting on the. And, right. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if I want to keep... I was going to go buy, like, you know, 20 sets of four just to have around here because I yeah. have a lot of cabinets that haven't had it, and yeah. if I get games that come and go, I'll put new ones on. So I wanted to buy a huge amount that would kind of work on anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I could throw some of the one and, and a quarter inches under some games, and it would be fine. Yeah, I think uh, I've only had problems with, like, maybe two or three cabinets, and I've put the leg levelers I buy on... Every single cabinet I've had, that, that's probably 60 or 70 cabinets that I put them onto. And then they're the inch and a half length, but they're the um, Titan 25. Titan-25. That's the ones I bought. I and really like them. When you buy 100 of them, the current price is $1.09 each. So they're, they're still not cheap, but it's cheaper. Are those the Teflon ones? Yeah, they have like a Teflon insert. There's, there's cheap Teflon-based ones. And then the nicer ones, which, in my opinion, are these ones. Yeah, <laughs> Search 25, I get handguns. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll find the link. I, I think I have it. Yeah, for a regular, like, flat bottom. If you go to outwatercatalogs.com. Yeah, there you go. Outwatercatalogs.com. And then you uh, search for the Titan-25. They, they have shorter ones even, but those are the, let's see here, the... The Titan you said? Yeah. They're like levelers, are they called? Yeah. So it's, it says Titan nickel plated with white base. And they're, they're pretty good size diameter. They're like 1 and 11 sixteenths diameter. But the length, like I said, is only inch and a half. I'm getting yeah, 80. I, think, I just heard it. Oh, yeah. it was 25, right? Titan 25? Yes. I just searched Titan. It was like uh, 89 pages. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I put a link in the chat. Oh, did you? Okay. Thanks. But yeah, the um, I've I probably bought at least 160 of those, maybe 200 of them, something like that. Yeah, see, see, yeah, you guys have way more freaking options than we do. Just share that with people. Yeah, I, I want to say the... So you're talking the these ones here? 
top right? Yeah, yep, exactly. And it's the one at the bottom of that list, the 25. I actually right. have uh, I threw pictures up once on Clove comparing them all. Okay. Um, I'm at least see if I can find that that thread. Um, yeah, I've seen multiple kind of threads. I, I bought some from like Arcade Adventures at one point, and Marco. I brought bought some of the like kind of rubbery gray ones for pinball. Yeah. Um, I didn't like those. In a quarter right. or, or twisted twisted quarter has. Here, let's see if I can. And those those other Teflon inserts that they have tend to pop apart. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they like want to rip off cabinets back and forth on the I mean, floor. The twisted quarter ones are just like the cheap ones, the metal that actually kind of like wiggle a little bit, you know, on the bottom. Right. So they're, they're all six, metal. They're sixty-five so. each, but if you buy more, it ends up getting cheaper. Yeah. Hundred of them, sixty cents each. They I also say do... it was. I want to say where I had the problem where I needed longer threads was like on a Williams cabinet, maybe that they have some that are inset up inside the base where it actually threads in. Right. I think those are the only cabinets I recall. The like and, Joust. And that's what maybe. I was. That's actually what I was worried about because um, I have two Jousts. Two empty Jousts and an empty Stargate sitting here that all need leg levelers in them. They have none. Uh, yeah, and you need the longer ones on those. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, the other one, the if you, I put another link up with pictures. The other brand from uh, Arcade Adventures. Those are long. Those are significantly longer. Okay, cool. I'll look into uh, that. Oh yeah, I see that. The glide right legs. Yeah, they're they're expensive though. They're they're those were almost like I think two fifty a piece or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, is it worth that much? Put ten yes. bucks underneath it. Yeah. Put ten bucks underneath <laughs> your cabinet. Yeah, when you, you can know push what? them around real easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what dollies are for too. You just whip a dolly underneath it and pull it out. Uh huh. My dolly is like wrapped in carpet, so it doesn't. Uh, it won't mark it or anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I got to do the method of, you know, open the coin door, grab the hole, and just pull back on the machine, slide it on the floor to be able to get it out because <laughs> it's in the middle of a row of cabinets. Right. You know, when, I, when I'm trying to work on one or whatever. All right, cool. A little bit of research to do. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it just sucks that I can't get this kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. this, is, this is the company that deals with this kind of stuff, and, you know, they 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 didn't have any that uh, really worked. Like I said, they did have the taller ones. They had, like, um, I don't know what was on the bottom, vinyl or whatever on the bottom to make it glide better, but, you know, those were almost two bucks a piece, and those were only one and three-quarter inch. Mm-hmm. Around. Around? Uh, uh, the price around, yeah. Well, including our thirteen percent in taxes, right? That's what I got to add all that onto it. So anything we have is got to add that onto the, the price. Cool. But other than that, that's all I did. Got a free cabinet. Been researching leg levelers of like, spend how many hours researching the stupidest things like leg levelers. <laughs> Welcome to the arcade hobby, right? Mm. Tom, researching and obsessing over it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is kind of the part of the fun, actually, but... 
who knew I'd come onto here and there's a whole bunch of people that could actually inform me about leg levelers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I kind of tuned out for a second. I was playing Street Fighter. <laughs> Some of us do <laughs> inform yeah. me of leg levelers. Sorry. All right, cool. That's it for me. Uh, so, Dave, you haven't gone yet, have you? Well, you kind of did. But that no. was just with Brian. Did you... Did, any more news with your uh, op uh, that you're dealing with that you don't want to talk about on air? And don't give any uh, specifics about No, 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 no. But I will go back to the uh, road blasters that I purchased uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe two weeks ago. I, I eventually, it sat for a week and a half. We didn't have any rain, so it actually sat on my back porch. Uh, I had a tarp over it, and... Uh, I only paid 75 bucks for the Road Blasters, and I did listen on Craigslist right away. Kind of more for you guys, because I was just like, it was just easier with the pictures. But it's sad, and it's funny you brought, because today I, I got a call, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to sell it, but I want to, I, I you know, I have a punch out project, I have an asteroids project. The only reason I bought the Road Blasters was potentially to make it a Marble Madness. But it's the cabinet is shit, and somebody called me today. The guy was very excited, and I only listed on Craigslist for 150, but that's gonna would double my money if if he uh, if he bought it. And he's a collector, and uh, and he was actually gonna ask to pick it up today, but I'm like, um, when he called, I'm like, I can't, I gotta, I have to work, and all this stuff was going on. But I think I actually might sell the Road Blasters. For one fifty, I only paid seventy five, but it's it's not working. And, and he's a collector. He was very excited because he wants a road blasters, which I really don't. <laughs> and then I told him the cabinet shit. It's but I might. He's gonna. He's supposed to pick it up on Friday. We'll see. I told him straight up. I go look. I only paid seventy five for it. It's nothing. If you want to give me one fifty, I'll sell it. But anything less, I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah, I don't know. I, th I think I might let it go for 150. Did, didn't you have a line on a bunch of Marble Madness kits, though? I thought. Well, the. I mean, the, I know, I, I know. There's the, the the deal with it, but. Yeah, but the line I have in the Marble Madness, uh, the guys also got like four World Blasters that are like in way more sh nicer shape than what this one I have. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what uh, in my mind I keep thinking of like God, this this cat is destroyed. And eh, it was kind of like I just wanted to rescue it from where I got it, and I'll keep it for 75 but it, now it's going to go in my shed, and I just I don't want to bring it in my basement. There's too many things in there already. I've got an empty Play Choice 10 cabinet, the Punch-Out cabinet, but uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if he goes. I'm thinking for 150 He was really excited about the – he was a collector. He's like, oh, do you have any more games? Do you have any other – He's driving two and a half hours to get this. Wow. Is there anyone else? And I'm like, I go, you saw the pictures on Craigslist. You know, I was just trying to make him aware. He's like, no, you did really good with the, I go, the bottom's basically blown out. You know, the leg level is through the bottom of the cabinet. It's chewed up. But uh, he was a really nice guy. Like, I'm actually excited for him to just to come just to shoot to shit. But he's more excited than I am about this thing, so I'm almost ready. All right, 
I paid 75 If you want to give me 150 it's yours. If you don't, I'm going to keep it. And he's, like, excited just to come get it for 150 I'm surprised you, you told him what you paid for it. I wouldn't have told him. Well, no, because because uh, I said, you know, I paid 75 If I doubled my money, you can have it. You know, I, but they only listed it for 150 That's why I said, I go, if I don't double my money on this, I'm, I'm going to keep it because I paid so little. And that's all I listed it for, so I'm not about to... You know, don't bargain when you get here because you say give me a hundred. I'm gonna say sorry, you drove two and a half hours. Get out of here. I want to keep it. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, if you got if you got a line on a bunch of other cabinets, then. Well, that's what I'm thinking. If if the the person I know that ever does want to, he had multiple ones way better than this one I had, and it was just like, I, like I said, I almost wanted to like just. This is kind of where beyond what I wanted to do. Like, God, this cabinet it needs a lot of work. But this guy wants Road Blasters, so he's excited. Road Blasters is a great game. I actually, uh, I'm kind of looking for Road Blasters for my brother. I mean, I it's like, funny because a friend of mine just picked up a Road Blasters here this past week too. But he actually uh, rains and pours. Yeah, mm. right. He a uh, couple of years. Uh, after the promo ended, he actually beat the Rally 50 on that game. What the fuck? <laughs> and he earned the T-shirt. Have I told you guys this story? Like my Your hat was throbbing. <laughs> he uh, beat Rally 50, which is the uh, the big deal of that thing where you earn the T-shirt. And he calls them, and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way. And he takes a picture, like on a fucking like, old, like, I don't know, <laughs> 110 camera or whatever the fuck you had back in the day. You didn't have fucking uh, cell phones to take a picture. So he takes a picture and it's the you completed Rally 50 and he sends it into Atari and they're like oh yeah we finished that promotion like five years ago so sorry about that. Nice. But uh, the cool part was like Atari Scott was talking about and this is showed up on the cloud forums. Jim uh, <laughs> I'm sure what to think about that. Oh, I love your throbbing hat. Yep. <laughs> Is it throbbing? Yes. I'll I think show you're you happy throbbing. to see me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Atari Scott has talked a couple times on the forums about reproducing those shirts, and I would fucking love. It'd be the perfect birthday or a Christmas present or something like that for him. I thought he did that already. That he earned. No, he. That never actually happened. No one's been interested enough to make it happen. He's brought up a couple of times in the forums, but like, get yeah. those shirts actually reprinted with the original like prints on them, saying like I beat Rally 50 or whatever it is. I'd love to give that to him for Christmas or his birthday or something like that. That would be yeah, fucking cool. awesome. That's funny because I th I th thought he actually had done that. Now there's a the thread, and you'll see me in that thread a few times saying, "Yeah, fucking do it," because I want to buy him this fucking <laughs> shirt. But, uh, yeah, no, I think that would be super awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, Dave, if you if you know if he's got multiple uh, Marvel Metas kits, I'd be down for a couple if he ever got in there. Yeah, the, the, the guy, I mean, he had, he had one kit and he had multiple Road Blasters, so mm. we'll see. It's better than what I, what I picked up. And I just kind of, when I got there, I was like, oh, God. And I'm like, this is this cabinet's beat. But the guy in the phone was so excited about it, and he's just, he, he's, 
like we all are a game hoarder. He's like, I have so many broken games, and he was way more excited than I was to get it, and, and he really wants Road Blaster. So I'm like, all right, you're one step ahead of the game with me because I just wanted the Marble Madness. I do like Road Blasters, but and I'm just like, it's going to sit in my shed, and then I'm like, all right, 150 you can have it. I'll double my money, and, and he's happy. And I, I talked to him for like a half an hour. Just about games. He's got a Dragon Slayer Daphne thing going on, and you know, and I was like, it it like a little bit of a man crush happening there, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I, like, like Mock said, you know, so I, I told him when I paid because I, I only, like I said, I go, I paid seventy five. If you're not gonna give me one fifty, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it because I'm a lot. Well, we'll <laughs> <laughs> at 150, you're gonna keep it. Like, what would you do at 150 though? Like, you're gonna actually keep that game and restore it? Well, if, no. If you didn't give me 150, I'll just keep it in my shed and 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 store it. But if I'm doubling my money, it was kind of like when I got it. I was like, oh god, this camera is such a piece of crap. And I just uh, it was only 75 bucks. And yeah. My ass wasn't working. Wait, let's go back to the paint. I got a paint question here. <laughs> you want some paint lot. codes? <laughs> paint codes? No, 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 no. So I have I have an empty uh, Play Choice Ten that I need to to make look pretty to move everything from the punch out cabinet to the Play Choice Ten, and I've never done any of this. And I was thinking about just doing the uh, the Rustoleum Febreze looking can, the satin on the whole thing. This is the first cabinet I'm doing. Should I do that, or should I roll it with the foam roller? I'd go rattle can. Just because I've done enough of the the rolling, and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but as, as uh, Crafty Mac mentioned last week, you use the flow troll shit, and it uh, turns out real nice. Uh, <laughs> but just because it's black, and this is... Uh, you know, it's just going to be the it's punch out, so it's not. I don't you know, could not, try Andrew's method of what is it? Tip and dip. Uh, or the uh, roll and tip. Roll and tip. Yeah, that's only marine paint. It, it's 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 the method called just the tip. It's a very quick method. Everything I do is on. quick. It's the, it's the dip and tip. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I was just I had an image in my head and I was drifting <laughs> off into La La Land for a little bit. I can't wait for Grinkers. And <laughs> by beer, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the greatest email ever. <laughs> uh, inside joke, everyone. Sorry about that. Uh. You can roll it, but um, sanding. I mean, you're going to have to sand like fucking crazy. If I roll it? I mean, so, so against the uh, the Febreze-looking Rostolium paint and primer in one uh, satin rattle can, which John talks heavily about, that's the best thing for black, which is well, what... Well, anything that John buys is the best thing. Keep in yeah. mind. Well, Just so, don't so, use his techniques to paint it. For for the uh, the insides like like um, rattle can stuff that's fine that's small areas it'll be okay, but for like a whole side of a cabinet uh, I don't know if I would do that. 
Just just try and roll it and use your flow troll or whatever the, it was. The flow troll will help a lot to help uh, basically like reduce the roller marks so it lays down smooth. Um, but even that, like you're gonna still be sanding between coats. Yeah, every anytime you paint, you're gonna be sanding. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter either way. Uh, for me, you're always gonna get orange peel with a roller. There's no avoiding it. I've never seen anyone that's that's like been able to just roll something entirely perfect without having to sand. So either way, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's avoidable. But for me, I, I would be more inclined to try spraying, just because if you're gonna have to sand either way, why not give it a shot? I'm I'm planning on doing that with um, my eyes cabinet when I get around to restoring that. Um, sides will be laminate, but the blue I'm gonna go over that with rattle cans. I have a question about the rolling paint. How come you can't just paint on like six uh, like six layers and then do your sanding? Why do you have to do it in between all the time? Why don't you just go layers? Because the imperfections could be on every layer. Yeah, you because you can actually add like a, a air voids between layers. So you really want to do sand between layers. Okay. All right. I mean, can you also sand between, like, if I'm using the the uh, the Febreze looking, th I keep saying Febreze. What that's is the universal primer and paint in one. All right. I so I, I can do, can I can I still do uh, the uh, the wet sanding with that 2000 grit that John used on? I his don't. Team? I honestly don't think you need 2000 you grit. Need, 2000 grit is like in. That's it, like basically construction it's like paper. It, it's like yeah, it's like rubbing with a piece. It's less than construction. It's like a rubbing with a piece of like a fine ruled college ruled paper. It's like hardly anything. So, and if you're gonna do two, so if you're doing like metal polishing, two thousand grit can be used. But for wood and paint, uh, two thousand is gonna be excessive unless you're doing like cars. Here, here, here's an example I can tell you right now off the bat. My Marble Madness cabinet, which has the thin black vinyl on it, which shows every imperfection, I didn't go above 320 grit. And the thing turned out amazing. So, like, when people talk about 1,000 to 2,000, like in the 1,000 grit range, they're talking about basically polishing the cabinet. Yeah, that's polishing metal level. So, I mean, you want to see a reflection it, that, okay, go ahead. But if you just want a really smooth surface, you don't need to go above, like, 320 to 400 grit. For, like, like Chris Rhodes will tell you, you, do you guys have, have you guys ever seen any of Chris Rhodes' restorations? He never go, his are, like, immaculate. Like, he's the ultimate perfectionist. He goes steps above Fetish Boy. And he never went above 400 grit sandpaper. And I can attest to that. Yeah, and I would say I mean, I've gone up to 500 and 600, and that's the most I would ever go. Yeah, and when and you I'm get up saying to that I'm rate, Chris Rhodes, that's just right, saying that that's what I've gone to. No, I, no, absolutely. I'm I'm just saying that it, you're at and and beyond like 320, you're talking about hand sanding. So there's that yeah, extra sure. level. Yeah, I think the only time I've used a grid over 320 on wood is like. Uh, occasionally, like wet sanding between um, varnish coats, 
So we're talking like tongue oil or a, a wood varnish where it's penetrating the wood and lifting out particles. So, you know, you want to sand it very finely to get rid of the, the particles that have been lifted out of the grain of the wood. But that's with like solvent-based varnishes, which you're never going to use on an arcade cap. So, right. Yeah, I mean, you never have a reason to go up to 600 um, yeah. on wood, you know, or any, any surface you were prepping. Uh, especially something like Bondo. I mean, you can you can get Bondo like glass smooth with 300. Right. Well, look at look at Sean, like uh, Fetish Boy. He um he only goes with his orbital sander, and he doesn't go above 220 most of the time. Yeah. And he's got obviously fantastic results. I think it also depends on how much paint you're laying down too, right? If you're doing really really thin amounts of paint, a 220 would just wipe that out in no time. Right. Right, so it depends on how thick you're putting the paint down. It's not just a matter of of sandpaper. Yeah, the combination of things. What about the uh, vibrating type sand sanders? You just can you use those. Um, the only uh, time I those... use them is for corners, when there's like a square yeah. corner, because obviously an orbital is circular, so you won't be able to hit those. Otherwise, I've always used an orbital. Yeah, usually I'll use orbital. If I got it in the corners, that's where I just hand sand it. Usually that works enough. too. Yeah. yeah. I use like a combination of everything on the Marble Madness. I, mostly orbital um, corners. I used uh, like a vibrating. I don't know what you call the the just the the regular sander, like uh, power sander, and then a little bit of hand. But I didn't go above 320. I did I have one of those little mouse. They're called mouse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Vibrator ones. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Orange yeah. hand type. I have a black and decker ones in hand. Yeah, that's what I have for a vibrating one. But overall, I random orbital is the way to go. And they're cheap too. You don't have to spend uh, much. Money. A good random orbital actually can be kind of expensive. Um. Most of the ones you get for cheaper to be like the the unidirectional. Well, it depends. I guess it depends on what you call cheap. Yeah. <laughs> like fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I spent under a hundred for mine. I think mine was about eighty to a hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, like forty, thirty, forty dollars, maybe fifty for a standard. You're going to be spending above that for for a random. And a random, the uh, the pads you're going to be buying are going to cost you a lot more, too. Mm. <laughs> Worth it, though. Yeah. But there's limited uh, limited uh, grip ranges you can go with those. Yeah, I've never seen above 320. I mean, and a lot of times, uh, I have to order the, the 320s online. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lowe's and stuff doesn't ever have anything that high, usually. It's usually 220 is the max at most big department yeah. stores, yeah. box yeah. stores. And and also, uh, Dave, just let the tool do the work. Don't be pushing down like you see John sometimes like like his sand. Oh, yeah. like <laughs> if, just, yeah, if you have, that's if, what the sandpaper grid is for. Let the sandpaper do its I was, job. I was just gonna say that because I learned that doing the Marvel Madness, I went, I started, I was burning through pads so quick, and I realized that oh, I'm using too high of a grit. Yeah. Yeah, just and just just guide it around. That's all you have to do. 
But that was a good point that Andrew made earlier about um, about the dust screwing up your perception. Right. Because I, I noticed that too. And and as soon as I I, ha- I started doing like anything with water or any like I was like, oh shit, there's still I thought this was perfectly smooth. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah, if you have an air compressor, air compressor it off and then tack cloth it. That's for me that's what I always done. For any woodworking. Yeah. Not just arcade cabinets. I always use uh, mineral spirits between coats. Yeah, I think um, uh, Rich from this old game uh, always uses naphtha. Yeah. Yeah. Real similar. Yeah. Do you, do you spray on the mineral, mineral spirits with like a spray bottle, or do you just put it in the rag? I just use it in a rag. Yeah, just a damp rag. Yeah, I just use a shop rag. Yeah. Something that doesn't leave uh, um, fibers behind. So a microfiber cloth. Uh, not microfiber, because microfiber actually can leave fibers behind as well. Um, I use a just a, a, a lint-free shop rag. Okay. Lint-free, way to be. Way to be, buddy. Well, guys, I gotta I gotta clock out. Oh, it's getting too late for me. I'm fading. What? Twelve <laughs> twenty? Yep. Come on, buddy. Uh, I don't know how you guys do this. <laughs> that looks like quite the full beer. I think I need to gra- grab another one to match Andrew. Well, what is that, number 10? <laughs> uh, 10, yeah. What are you drinking, oh, by the way? We didn't even go over it. Andrew one. must not have to go to work tomorrow. No, i got to work tomorrow. I have uh, the day off tomorrow. So these are uh, 14.9 Guinness. ounce Guinness. Wow, that's not even a light. That's a nice heavy. Oh, yeah, you're drinking a heavy one. You guys are, like, building up your... <laughs> There's that word again, heavy. Building up your top. Um, my Grinker's yeah. uh, foundation. <laughs> base, yeah, getting that base built. Dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. So last, last, last week, I'll be I was wet drinking. standing in between these base coats. <laughs> I was drinking light beers last week, and um, up until then, I've been drinking a lot, a lot of like heavier IPAs, uh, saisons. Uh, I've been a big fan of lately, and uh, so like Say a couple so. weeks ago, yeah, I was drinking, and um, so like my brother-in-law works for a brewery called Fulton around here. Uh, all, all the growlers that Sean's talked about have been from that same brewery. And um, they're 9.5%, and, and it's called Maytrees, and they're fucking awesome. And they taste fantastic. But, you know, it's it's a great beer for around the house because I can have, like, two or three. I feel fantastic, and that's it. But then I'm like, I'm going to switch it up and get a light beer. So last week I got a case of, um, uh, they're called Grain Belt Northeast. It's uh, another local brewery around here. New Ulm, Minnesota, and um, it's only like they're like four percent. It's a very light beer, and like in no time, because I'm so used to these heavy beers, I like in a blink of an eye, I'm like, holy shit, six are gone. I, I look like a fucking lush because our recycling just has all these empty bottles in it. I mean, my wife the next day is like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 and so like it's crazy switching it up like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how many of you, uh, is that two of you, Dave, doing that? Yeah, I, I, I can uh, get yeah, yeah. 
These one, are the Rolfs. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. But who's counting? <laughs> yeah, that's true. good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. On the grass, you will fit right in at Gregor's. <laughs> yeah, I got some beers here. <laughs> that was great. He was like Rolf. He was like, I, I expected him to like bust out a piano there and start playing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I gotta grab it. Muppets reference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. The piano man. Speaking of the Muppets, I can't wait for that show to come back. Fuck yeah. My my wife's a huge Muppets fan. Night gag. Oh, later gag. Oh, God. <laughs> just left. Wah, wah. Beer time. Oh, trying to put my arm back with fucking wackos in the way. Is Crafty still on? I am. Sorry, I'm still here. No, it's funny. I was just going to say, like, I, I never actually made it back to work today. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> well, no, I ended up, like, like getting home, and it was, like, 15 minutes before I had to be to that meeting that I had to run. Yeah. And I was, like, I, I called the two people that I had to have that meeting with, and I was, like, uh, I'm fucking filthy from helping my friend move shit out of a dirty-ass uh, storage locker. <laughs> I'm not coming in today. <laughs> you called in dirty. I called in dirty. I totally called in dirty from fucking oh, arcade. Dirty. <laughs> I'm too dirty to come into work. <laughs> I'm. Well, no, I really was too. Oh yeah, yeah. That place was that place was dusty and dirty. It was a classic wow. fucking warehouse. Like, uh, yeah. Was that your guys' first warehouse right, or have you been on other ones? Uh, that was my first my first warehouse trip. I've, I've been others, yeah. Do you just hear about that from word of mouth, or is that a Craigslist thing? Uh, uh, it was through that, a friend. Yeah, uh, it was an inside inside uh, share. He shared uh, shared it with us. Yeah. That's cool. We were on the uh, the second trip, I think, to that place. The first one got a bunch of shit. Yeah, the first one was the Red Tent Bonanza. Do they, do they have yeah. stuff marked that they say they don't want to sell and stuff like that? No. It's just anything you want and you just put an offer for it? Basically the deal was, I think, the uh, the place, they're trying to get rid of this, the, uh, the the stuff that's in the space, which is all arcade shit, um, so they can rent it out to something else. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're just trying to move stuff, period. The last oh. one that I went to, it was uh, every cabinet was 100 bucks. period. That was it. Wow. That's awesome. And after that weekend... This, this one had not been picked that clean because there were actually... Um, there were a few gems we left behind. Uh, crappy, you yeah. want to like, rail off some gems that you saw? I mean, the Joust, I think. The, the yeah. complete one, at least. That's a gem. The complete one uh, looked, that, looked good. The, the Spy Hunter, obviously, we talked about. That looked good. The Spy Hunter was gorgeous. There were uh, multiple Nine. Tempest cabinets missing, you know, monitors and boards, but the cabinets were there. Perfect um, shape cabinets, yeah. 
Yeah, there were there were uh, at least one early early Tempest, and then uh, a couple of later ones. Later, yeah. There were several. I mean, there were like four or five different Nintendo cocktails. Don't know what games yeah. they were, but it was that same form factor with the sideways joystick. You yeah. know, that kind of comes out at you. Um, Probably uh, six or eight uh, Nintendo just cabinets. Yeah, there were a number of cabinets. Which I saw were definitely uh, plywood cabinets, too. Yeah, and, and they were all kind of... They were in, uh, there was an orange uh, plywood very similar to the one I have now, which was also a Versus, or had been converted to a Versus. Um, that wasn't too bad. It was like a 6 out of 10, maybe. But yeah, there is definitely some good stuff probably still left in there. There's the uh, the two slot Goldie. Uh, oh yeah, the two slot Goldie. It was really dirty, but I think it was pretty good underneath all that dirt. <laughs> it seemed like it. Yeah. There was a uh, a, a four slot uh, big red. Yeah, the the geos there uh, were definitely uh, rough. Were they empty or were there games in them? Uh, good question. They were kind of buried, so... See. Yeah. I think, well, I got the feeling all the carts had already been... I don't know, that's a good question. Because there were a bunch of carts in another room. Yeah, we didn't knows. dig into the, the... The cabinets are, like I said, like, I ended up with this empty... Well, you know, without a board, uh, Revenge of Doe. Because it was really hard to get into the cabinets to really see what was going on inside of them. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a really well-organized... Space. It's kind of like a bunch of shit in a room, yeah. you know, and kind of a warehouse room. Yeah. Stacked and like you had to kind of climb on top of things to see behind other things. And those goldies are uh, so ugly that I kind of like them. Yeah. No, they're, they're, that's exactly right. They're they're like uh, the cabarets of Neo Geos. Yeah. They're ugly, but they're kind of kind of handsome at the same time. Yeah, um, there was a there was a couple Z-backs. I, well, there was one Z-back for sure. That there was one nice Z-back that we we yeah. pulled out of the way actually. Yeah, that 1943. Yep. Is that the one you think? Yeah, that was a, D, a good looking Z-back, and um, there was a number of just kind of uh, larger JAMA caps that had like shooters in them, just um, like Raiden and stuff like that. I don't know what they were, like the form factor, but. Um, but just kind of generic JAMA stuff that looked uh, in good shape. Nothing like super rare. Although, didn't you say you saw? Oh, you saw a Journey cabinet that was a uh, what was it? Last combat. Uh, was a Journey converted to? Well, I'm not sure if it was a Journey. It looked like Journey though. Uh, journey. I don't remember what it was converted to though. Yeah. It was that same cabinet shape though. So it might have been maybe a Domino Man, but the monitor looked laid back or uh, looked upright like a Journey. Um, the other one that got sold there was the Ballycente that we were talking about. Right, yeah, that Ballycente cap, yeah. um, which which uh, got picked up just because of a Multicente, that Multicente yeah. kit. Because the the game in it was like Chopper One, and the Kim, the marquee was handwritten as Chopper One. <laughs> it's pretty quality, but it was the cabinet that um, they were after. 
What do you mean by a multi-cent date? I thought they were they were cards, right? Was there actually yeah, card what, that played multiple what, games? that system works, I guess it's, it was, yeah, it was like interchangeable, right? Where basically yeah. if you had like board, There's like a control you, panel that you change out. Isn't there like Yeah. A, yeah, so I've got... Yeah. Speaking of it... <laughs> there's the uh, oh, okay. steering wheel and gun for one of them. I've got a few Ballycenti uh, systems. Those, those, um, the boards—they actually figured out that you can just get any board and actually uh, burn any game onto them. So basically, once you have one board, you just have a ROM burner. You can pretty much put any game you want on it. Right. That's what I thought. Um. Yeah, there weren't any. Um, there was uh, there was like a Raiden DX board. It was the uh, 2000 version, um, which is kind of a, I think it's the Chinese version. But um, didn't see uh, didn't see any other shmup stuff. I think there weren't there weren't really any loose JAMA boards. I was kind of hoping there'd be a big box of that stuff, but yeah. uh, might have been in some of those games, but it was like Raiden. I think it, it was like a Raiden. Didn't see any Strikers or Gunbird or any of those kind of, uh, you know, shooters. More uh, more of the more of the standard stuff, early 90s. Uh, so, there was a 1943 cab. Who knows? Maybe 1943 was in there. <laughs> I don't know. That big... Did that MK2 conversion, did that board get pulled? Yeah, yeah. Good. Grab that. Grab the whole the whole wooden thing it was on. <laughs> just cause no, I'm glad because I I feel glad because I I fucking found that for him. So yeah, so pulled that whole thing out. Um, but yeah, I've actually got um. Uh, Mike, Mike, I've got a couple strikers boards, and so depending on what you're looking for, um, uh, PM me. Crafty Mac on Claw, because I've got what do I have? I have like Strikers one, two, and three, but I'm you know, I really Strikers, the original one I don't really need anymore. I've got Raiden one, two, and three, and now that I have DX, I probably don't need Raiden uh, two. So Raiden Fighters yet. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't matter which one you get, Raiden Fighters, one, two, or Jet. They're all the best. I'd, yeah, I'd like to find Raiden Fighters. Yeah, I, Raiden Fighters, that's my favorite. Uh, if you compare so, Raiden Fighters to, like, Raiden 1, 2, or even DX, there's no comparison. It's like Raiden on steroids, because you get crazy power-ups. Well, they're actually totally different um, uh, developers. So they're not really the same series. They have the same name, but right. Raiden, the Raiden series by Cebu only goes up through DX, and then Raiden Fighters, somebody else took it over, the developers. I think it's also Cebu. I can't remember. But but it's a different series of games. So, yeah, they are kind of like on steroids, but they're not like true sequels to the original Raiden series. Right. I just think they're way more fun. Like, I had on, uh, back in the day on PlayStation they had a collection of all the Raiden games, you know, 1, 2, DX, and uh, while they're a lot of fun, it, it's just, like, you get to choose your... Like, I love the fact that you get to choose which spacecraft. You know, they all have their, their pluses and minuses. I love that. It's kind of like Arrow Fighters, where you get to choose, you know, what you're flying, and then right. there's all, like, it's got its own set of power-ups behind it, 
I mean, it's just sweet. You get the the little sub jets that attach to you that are like your little sidekicks. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, I I, I love Raiden Fighter's jet and uh, Viper Phase One is another good. Viper like, Phase One, sweet. Between, it's a bridge between the Raiden series, the original series, and the Raiden Fighter series. I'd love to find that. I think that that's an expensive board, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. It's weird. I I um. I bought it off somebody for like seventy-five bucks. So sometimes it's like cheap. Sometimes it's like one fifty. It kind of depends. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good shooters or shmups that are like under a hundred or right about there. That are, that aren't necessarily that they're really expensive. Like the cave games. I mean, I love to playing those games on like mobile, iOS, or on. Uh, on Xbox 360, even had some of the ports, but man, those boards are like, I mean, anymore they're like four or five hundred bucks. This is crazy. Yeah, for one game. that's crazy. Really I, I'd probably, I'd consider owning a 1943 just because they're not that expensive and yeah. they're not that hard to come by. I mean, the artwork's sweet. You know, you got like the cockpit, like the um, the layout for the control panel. Yeah, yeah. The, the 1943 is is pretty cool, and um, there's a couple others on CPS too. There's uh, Mars Matrix, which is Mars Matrix. Awesome. Uh, Ikaruga. Ikaruga, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're a, talking about like the yeah, Japanese ones, there's a shit ton. Yeah, and but like on CPS too. Yeah. Uh, going uh, down there too. I used to play Ikaruga. Uh, a buddy of mine had uh, the import on Dreamcast. I played the shit yeah. out of that. Wow. <clears throat> that reminds me, Crafty. We should, if you're still interested in some of the shmups I have, we should go through them one day because I can drive them down to Grinkers. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So we, there's we no shipping. Talk about that. I know you had one that in the hunt game, in yeah. the hunt with me uh-huh. that we talked about, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, we'll have to go through the rest of them. Yeah, because I mean. Free shipping. <laughs> you guys remember UN Squadron? Oh, yeah. UN Squadron was uh, one of my three games. I could beat that one quarter. Yeah. Oh, I never, I never one quartered that one, but I still love it. Uh, I, I, actually, my UN Squadron, the board that I have, I bought it on off eBay for 35 bucks. Not working. Bad sound, but um, I got the sound going, and it works fine. Um, it's just weird. It's now they're like over a hundred bucks. I don't know. Really? I guess all the '90s stuff is getting like that, but they used to be really cheap. That should be a cheap board. That's just a cheap. Cap. Yeah, it should be. You'd think it'd be like a fifty dollars. When I got yeah. it for thirty-five, I was like, oh, I got this for like fifteen dollars off. This is a fifty-dollar board set. But I don't think any of the CPS one stuff now is really going for under like sixty or seventy-five dollars. Even like Magic Sword. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun game, but it's not. That great. It is. It is decent, like replay value. But yeah, if you're if you can no, do it on actually, one the replay value is really poor on it because, like, once, like I said, like I can, I can one credit finish that game. Oh, yeah. so. what, what, what game? Magic Sword. UN Squadron. Oh, UN Squadron. Okay. UN Squad. Yeah, I was saying Magic Swords. Usually, it's like the most common CBS one game. It's kind of your bar <laughs> for how cheap things are. Or Mercs. Mercs is another one, and even those are like seventy-five bucks now. <laughs> Brad, that's been on eBay for so long. Oh my god, what is that? Oh, that's terrible. Why does it have so many buttons? What yeah. is it? They they jamatized it into. Oh. It's a six hundred nineteen and one. Nineteen and one. 
Oh, man. That That's is terrible. Lot. doesn't even have the original monitors. It's not worth shit. Crime again. <laughs> Game right. over. It really Game isn't. Over is right. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, there's actually, speaking of UN Squadron, Andrew, do you ever play the, it's basically the exact same game, but it's just different levels, a little bit different graphics, it's called Carrier Air Wing. No. That's no, actually a pretty fun one, too. It's basically the same thing as UN Squadron, but it's just different, you know, they just changed it up a little, reskinned it, different levels, but yeah, it's called, uh, I'll type in the, in the chat, because it's kind of hard for me to say, but... Oh, that dude's been trying to sell that red tent, Brad, for for since I started my restoration. I'm not sure why. I'm not even looking for games. And, and that dude, that dude's side. a fucking dick. Uh, I asked him if I could buy some buttons from him, like off of one of those, and they're all in like horse shit. He wouldn't budge. He wanted like twenty bucks a button. And they all look like they're in horseshit. Like he didn't want to part anything out. He's and in the description, if you scroll down, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm empty. I'm gutting out a couple of these. So if let me know if you need some parts." And oh, he responded, "Yeah, he was an absolute asshole." When I plug it in, it comes up with two white screens, so it doesn't even work for twenty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a fucking tool. I will sell my beautifully restored red tent right here for twenty seven hundred dollars. All fucking day long. Yeah. Whatever I would, sell, I would sell mine too. I'll sell both of them. How yeah. much would you sell a nibbler for? For four grand? Four grand. I'll find yeah. one and sell it for four grand. How about yeah. that? Is that what Fetish Boy got for his? He got no. 19, four I think. Grand? Oh, was it 19? I can't remember. 19, yeah. Well, on that, on that listing that you put up, Orange, um, on the bottom of that, there's a... I've, that ad is still that listing still there for this uh, PPU and ROM set for the verses for Ninja Jaja Maru or yeah uh, hey, Steve, 425. Here's another one. 425 yeah, yeah. he's, he's been asking that shit for like two three fucking years once in a while he puts it ten percent off and it's three ninety nine <laughs> 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 it's like, dude reverse that make it ninety percent off. <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking ROMs that he just burned, they're EEPROMs. It's nothing. It's yeah. Well, oh, I, well, the PPU has like Japanese on it, so I guess maybe the PPU is original, but it's only no, good it's for that. Not. Oh, no, it's I'm sure not. it's the hacked version. I'm sure it's the hacked oh, version that John fucking did a right, video of right. like a year ago. Well, it says it's not it's original. It says Jellico on the stickers. And even if it's yeah. original, it matter. It's been hacked now, so there's no value there. Not only that, it's going to be on the multiverses. Well, yes. What is that, a Simpsons Simpsons plane in a red tent? What's going on there, Dinky? Yeah, did you see that? That. Yeah. Uh, I what? can't find. Uh, what was that, that was black? Awesome. What was that uh, black converted red tent under? Because it's not. Uh, it's not listed under Nintendo red tent. I have no idea. I guess I didn't search for it at all. It just showed up all of a sudden. Yeah, look at that shit. Oh, that's funny. Sadly, that's Gorgeous. a better buy. Sadly, that's a better buy because at least it hasn't been painted, and there's uh, it looks like the original joysticks at least. Yeah, and that's the joysticks, not the buttons, but the joysticks. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they, uh, they put brand new buttons on it. Come on. Do you think they have both monitors like hooked into the same game, so you can actually really play four players? Yeah. That would be pretty sweet, actually. I think I think what they did is they probably ran a splitter. Oh uh, right, and just jamatized it, huh. and ran a splitter. Yeah. And... I never thought of that. Because I've seen Perhaps. I've seen uh, turtles cabs like that too. Or uh, okay. I've done the same thing with other four-player games. Right. At least they stuck with one game. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only good thing I have to say. <laughs> it is sunny. And that looks like CRTs. Bastard just won't give up, will you? Listen, no ID, no goddamn beer. Can't you get that through your thick skull? Here it is. <laughs> And these. <laughs> hey, Jim, I put the link to that black uh, uh, red tent on there. In the chat. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Oh, it's multiple games, arcade machine, The Simpsons, Street Fighter Alpha 3, DK Pack, etc. Mm. That thing's a thing of beauty. Miller B91. That's not. That can't possibly be Miller time on Clove, could it? I, no, that dude's be. more of a collector. Yeah. Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Yeah, East Coast Amusements. Hmm. Hey, but it has two brand new LCD monitors for a crisp, bright, and clear image. <laughs> Well, bonus. Oh wait, one side plays 619 fighting type games. The second side plays 412. So they got a 412 and one and a 619. Oh, they got two of them in there. Yeah, two good game deal. Else. Good deal right there. Yeah, hey, uh, Dave from Buffalo. Here's uh, if you haven't seen my um, the the long hook shot video. Here here's my here's my edited version of. Uh, I just posted a link to uh, the 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 beginning of Teen Wolf his his hook shot. It's a little more extended. Where the little tiny metal jig pops actually looks like that. Stay, dork. I'll let you watch. <laughs> the best part is the the beavers. Yeah, right. And and the town is Beaver Town. <laughs> I fucking love Team Wolf. Oh, it's great. I watched it drunk uh, about a week ago, and it was the best thing ever. I got a six-dollar haircut. I'm allergic to eggs. I got. I, I don't need this one. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a cup of hot cocoa to make things better. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like she wanted to have sex with them to turn them into a werewolf while they're having sex. Weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox is from around here, and all there's a chain of pizza places here. And every time you go in, there's autographed pictures of Michael J. Fox, uh, saying that it's like the best pizza in the world or something. <laughs> Even though it's a shot, it's a picture from like 1984 or something like that. Lewis, will you just do it? <laughs> yeah. Like Styles is the best character in that whole damn movie. I love Styles. 
that actor was in a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> the best music ever. Oh, yeah, that's my video, I can tell. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Midnight Madness with Michael J. Fox? Oh, big, yeah. The big arcade yeah. scene in that one? I, I, yeah, I saw it as a kid, oh, no. so I don't really remember, but that was one of those scavenger hunt movies, right? Yeah, I Where think so. going all over the place trying to find stuff. And... They're college students on a scavenger hunt, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd never seen it until like a, maybe two years ago. How about there's, a really, there's a really good arcade scene in it. How about Michael J. Fox in uh, Class of 1984? Have you seen that one? Where he like does uh, angel dust and then climbs a, t- uh, a flagpole and then jumps off and dies. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I haven't seen that one. I don't remember that. It's about a bunch of punk rockers that like rule the high school and they beat up the, te- beat, beat up the teacher, rape his wife, and all this other crazy shit. So yeah. it's a hardcore movie. <laughs> that sounds pretty hardcore, yeah. Yeah, and the teacher kills them all one by one at the end. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> <Boiled alert. laughs> Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't say what order, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> and how. <laughs> Except for Michael J. Fox. If you ever get a chance to check that one out, it was actually pretty pretty dark. Like, like you know those 80s movies that are pretty dark, like Crack House, you know? <laughs> it, it's funny because 85... Michael J. Fox was not only making Teen Wolf, he was also doing obviously Back to the Future and Family Ties. And Family like in ties, every yeah. interview, every interview about Teen Wolf, he's like, "Yeah, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing." Like he's like, "I don't know what I was thinking." <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, uh, this movie was like before even Family Ties and stuff. And I think his original name was in the credits. Um, his name was originally was Michael A. Fox. I thought that was cheesy. Oh my god. I think in Midnight Madison it's just Michael Fox. Uh, Michael Fox? Yeah. I don't think he has any middle initial. Well, no, no, he does. Originally it's A. I heard him talk about it in an interview. But he he said that sounded cheesy because he sounds like Michael A. Fox. You know? Michael A. Fox, yeah. Yeah, That's his real name, and they switched it to J. So he doesn't sound like a douche. <laughs> it was closer to, to you know Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> hey Dave, did uh, you're a big Teen Wolf fan? Obviously, did uh, you know about the the extra at the end of the scene, at the end of the movie with his dick out? No. In the in a bleachers. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. That's no. true. Yep. Yeah. I don't know the story. Like me. Uh, the very end, so like at, after the they win the basketball game and and there there's a shot in the bleachers with uh, Michael with uh, um, Scott and his dad and Booth and off to like the left side, one of the extras 
has basically his junk out, and no one noticed it in editing. But it's there, yeah. But it's yeah. there, yeah. It's on YouTube. People have posted it. So oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, I actually, uh, I, I used to work for an airline, and uh, I was a flight attendant. Believe it or not, I, I probably told you guys that. So maybe I don't know, ten years ago, twelve years ago, his his wife was on board. Uh, beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I knew they had two twin daughters, but I didn't know they had a son. So I, I start walking up to first class. This little kid comes out of the bathroom, and it looked like somebody smushed Michael J. Fox down. And I'm like, I'm looking at this little kid. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He had the same, like, haircut, like, family ties, and he's playing with Legos. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I didn't know. Oh, my God. He looked just like him. Exactly. I was like, holy shit. I think his name was Sam. I mean, the guy is probably 22 now. I mean, this is a long time, ago, <laughs> more than 10 years. I didn't know he had a son. You know, I, I didn't know anything. I just knew he had oh, twins and whatever, and she was traveling with the family and, like, three nannies or whatever. You know, they got money. So I'm looking at the hair, just the hairstyle. I'm like, man, you are your father. It was classic. <laughs> the thing was Star Wars Legos. I remember that. So, yeah. if you're looking at it, your uh, son was playing with Legos. I remember that. That's great. Oh, shit, I just thought of some more things to bring the Grinkers for prizes. This is going to be fun. I just bought uh, uh, Jim talking about 80s uh, movies. All right, here, we're going we're gonna to go, go with this one. Everybody, Alex is going for the record. The record? Spread out, everybody. Give him room. Does everybody know this besides Jim? Yeah. I know what it is. Command ship. What's a command ship? <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater, and I was... Oh my God! I just bought. I just got delivered uh, yesterday. I bought the DVD, uh, Blu-ray combo Last Starfighter. God, I love that movie. Dude, that's yeah. got a really good commentary. What was his name? Alex Quest. What was his name? Lance. Lance Guest. Lance Guest. Lance there Guest. we go. Alex Quest. Lance Guest. If you look yeah. at him, he looks like a wax figure, figurine. If you look at like a modern picture of him. He, he's uh, he's got a receding hairline by quite a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, although it, it, I do too. No, but uh, yeah, no. They've been talking about. There's been rumors of a sequel for so many years. Oh, yeah. Like, how yeah. awesome would that be? That would be so fucking awesome. I don't remake it. Make a sequel. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Love it. It's a. It's a, I mean, that's every kid's fantasy. It's like I played a game, and because I was so good at it, I got recruited. Like, how fucking awesome is that? Well, yeah, we very first in the fucking Xbox One. I mean, we very first saw that movie. Didn't you just want to play that game so bad, though? Yeah. yeah. I wanted to live in the trailer park and be with that chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maggie was pretty damn hot. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I want to hang out with Otis and that hound dog and just go to a little store and go to Silver Lake and make out with the chick. And fuck it, I don't care if Bade is making out with the chick. I want to fucking make out with that broad. Yeah. Oh, you, know, uh, you know Will Wheaton is in that movie? He's one of the little kids in the trailer park running around. Yeah. 
He's on. Oh, I, just watched, yeah. I just watched that last that's, week. That, that's kind of like uh, Tobey Maguire in The Wizard. It is, yeah. Or Tobey Maguire in uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah. You got to use your hand. No, 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 no. That's, that's um, who plays The Hobbit. That's uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You got to use your hands. That's, <laughs> that's like a baby, baby boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what's funny is I think about the age, you know, I have an eight-year-old daughter, and I'm trying to think about the age that I watch these movies. Like, can't really show her Goonies because, and I'm thinking about even last Starfighter, I'm like, you know, don't tell mom about your Playboys, and I've got the Playboy discussion. They could, I mean, they would not do that today. Diarrhea. <laughs> There's so many good quotes. <laughs> You're not going to have a kid holding up a centerfold in any yeah. of these movies. That's PG-13 looking at Yolanda, baby. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I like. Yeah. I like. Um. I like too when they're all the the beta units out in the campsite or the. Uh, campground. They're at. The, they have the fire going on. He's overhearing the other dude talking like dirty to his girlfriend, and he's like, "It's like." Okay, none, Maggie, none of the other girls meant, meant anything to me. It was you, you. And he's like, so now you want to talk dirty to me? <laughs> and then she just fucking decks him. Oh, I love that broad. God. I, I wanted to be Alex Rogan so bad. Dude, Centauri was, like, what was that Robert Peterson that played Robert, it? Robert Preston. That was one of his last movies. I think that yeah. might have been his last movie. God, I loved, like, the ongoing joke where he's like, uh, he'd say like two lines of something like analogies that would make sense like an on Earth, and then he'd be like, "And did Olga, you know, like, or, you know, like, uh, not save the the Ulas because they were too ugly?" And he's like, "Who who the fuck's Galuga?" And he's like, <laughs> "Like everything was always like there was always like three things." No, and he's trying to get the money. No, I did not give the. It was the yeah. uh, called the video game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It did not use the Excelsior test or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> and like the technology, like like they put the little like device on him so that he can understand their language, like what they're saying. And suddenly their their lips match up magically to what they're saying. No, you so hear English thanks to your translator device. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing that your lips synchronize perfectly with what you're saying too. <laughs> you know. Hey, Tana. Keta, yeah. Keta, Keta. Yeah, Keta, yeah. Keta. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, the money. When, yeah. You know how long it took to make the games, to put them in the stores, to get them in, or whatever, get them in the uh, store yeah. for Christmas? Yeah. I, I like uh, when Greg's got, he's showing like him his pictures of his family, and they all look exactly like him. Like his wife looks like him with just like a different piece of clothes on. <laughs> it's like... But how cool is that? He had like an iPhone before iPhones, though. Yeah, he totally did. That was fucking awesome. He's like trying to like um, they're they're like just about um at the last battle with the command ship or whatever, and they're out of power. And he's like, I'm trying to reroute everything. And he's got like a circuit board, like a like this big. It's like ooh LEDs, woo! Hey, he's building something. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm the kid from a trailer park. It's such a fucking good movie. And that's that all you'll like... ever be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, it was 
was pretty good for its time. It was pretty you cool. Think I'm going out to Silver Lake with you guys. Spend every summer, every weekend puking, getting drunk. Forget it, man. I got other plans. Ooh, Serioso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and on that note, I'm doing something with my life. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Granny, put away that shotgun. Yeah. Hey, what happened to my truck? <laughs> yo, yo, Granny, this is my friend Grig here. Yeah. That was a beta unit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. On that note, Orange Whip, I think we got to wrap up. Yeah, that's, that was done to like uh, the movie hangout. This has been Last <laughs> Fighter Outsiders. Yeah, but Watch. we have to have. There should be a contest for like anybody that actually watches all six hours of this. <laughs> I know. That's I know there are people that do actually. All right, if you made it this far, send us a message to say you made it this far, and uh, I don't know, we'll give you a T-shirt or something. <laughs> we, we need we need like a secret yeah. word that we say halfway through. The secret word is yeah, Rylos. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention you. We'll mention you on next week's uh, show. What Michael J. Fox movie did they talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Where he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we died. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. It's been a slice. <laughs> and thank, yeah. thanks, everybody, for watching. Make sure you subscribe. Send some questions our way. Yeah, what uh, AIDS movie should we quote next week? Yes. Subscribe to this fucking nonsense. And be sure not to write a comment because it's disabled, so F you. We're kind of turning into Arcade Outsiders and the fact that we're de derailing the entire show. The last, like, 30 minutes is all about movies. <laughs> That's what they talk about. They talk about movies, current events. That's what makes it well, fun. We, we had a pretty good show tonight. It was pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get that video done. That'll be funny. Sorry. All right, guys. We'll All right, see you guys uh, next week. Until next time. All right. Thanks, Are we Thursday. Are we doing Thursday? Oh, a couple days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thursday. Are we doing an after show? We'll do Thursday if uh, their show is early enough. I guess let's we'll say that. That'd probably be easier for most people because the next day is Friday. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send a, I'll put a post up on Clove uh, if we're going to do it. And if they're subscribed. They'll automatically get a message when it's uh, going to be posted. So, bonus. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you okay. possibly Bye. in a couple days. Sorry. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.